PKA441 with our guest, Destiny. Kyle? few sponsors tonight, of course. Squarespace, Bluetooth, Turo, and uh, Original Grain Watches. Brand new sponsor. They uh, they sent us some very lovely watches. We'll talk about them later in the show. We'll show them off. But yeah, we all got one. They're like power rings. Each one's a different color. Each one has a different power. We're very excited. Infinity yep. Watches. Not so quite Steven, that, it looks like <laughs> you're in a new place. A lot of them. Um, you moved, right? Oh, wow. Yeah, I guess I did. Since we last talked last time, we yeah, I was in Nebraska. You were in Nebraska, yeah. Yeah, I live in L.A. now. I just noticed there's been a woman behind you this whole time. Um, yeah, she hangs on the background sometimes. Dude, his, his camera is so good that it looks <laughs> like that could be a green screen behind him because it's so perfectly focused at the right distance. You He's know what I mean? He's got the bokeh cooking. Yeah. Is, yeah. It, is it autofocus or do you set it for a distance? Um, uh, it's autofocus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but anyway, so you're out in LA. Are you permanently out there or like oh, an extended trip? No, I've got like a 10 month lease out here right now. I'm just kind of filling it out and then I don't know. What's the main difference between Los Angeles and Nebraska? Um, I, there's question. <laughs> what's the difference between like Nebraska and probably the surface of the moon? There's like probably about as much difference between those two things as here in LA. I mean, Nebraska is pretty quiet. There's not much to do. Uh, there's what's no the people- big one for you though? Like, like what's the thing that you're like, ah, this is terrible. Now this is a thing. And what's the thing to that's, bring my own oh, grocery bags? Like, what is it? Um, so I mean, <laughs> okay. I guess I start off a little harsh. Nebraska's fine, but for what I do, there's like nobody in Nebraska that does anything that I do. Like nobody there that can help me with my career, nobody that I can like collaborate with or do anything else with. And in LA, there's mm-hmm. a ton of people here. Um, in LA and Austin, Texas are the two big places right now where all of the content creators that I kind of work with or like in that space seem to be living. So yeah, that would be like the biggest space for me is that I feel like um, there's like this place is just more relevant to what I do, I guess, for work. Have you been well, there two months? You said 10 months left on the lease. Is it a... uh, it's a 10 month lease. So I, I think oh. I've got like five months left on it or something. Oh, okay, so you've been there for a couple of months. No, yeah, about come, Share some sort of culture shock. I mean, is everyone commuting via electric skateboard and I don't know? Smoking um, reefer? Yeah, outside. It's hard, to, it's hard to have a culture shock when you spend your whole life in your basement playing video games. I <laughs> um, but I guess I would say like... My bandwidth is better. Culture shock. I didn't know how many fucking things gave you cancer until I came to California because goddamn, there's a fucking sticker on everything. Holy shit. I went to go yep. get my fucking car out of a parking garage and there's a sticker. It's like, if you go in here, you'll fucking die. Like on every <laughs> single thing. Like if you use paper plates, you'll fucking die. Like some of this fried food will fucking kill you. Like on every single building, <laughs> there's a giant fucking sticker telling me that something's going to give me cancer. I guess it's like, I don't know if it's an LA regulation or a cold California. Yeah, it's a California thing. It's just like yeah. how Canada has those cigarettes where I mm-hmm. remember like years ago when we went to a paintball trip, me, myself, uh, or yeah, me, myself and I, me, Kyle and Woody and uh, some other YouTubers like eight years ago. And Mr. I try hard had his Canadian cigarettes there. And I shit you not. There was just a picture of a dead fetus <laughs> on the front of his pack of cigs. And it was like this, yeah. this is, this is awful. Don't what? have the money for a regular abortion. Try Marlboro ultra dead. Wait, yeah. where did you say this was at again? This was in Canada that yeah. he, had, he brought his cigarettes with him. I was in New Zealand recently, and I think it's the same throughout all of Europe, where when you go really? to, yeah, when you go to the store to buy cigarettes, the packs are these, like, I feel like I'm on a fucking Unlive Leagues or whatever. The packs have very grotesque mm-hmm. images on them. Holy yeah. shit. But this is just somebody getting raped. You don't feel like a cigarette now, do you? Actually, I feel like I need another pack. I got shakes. <laughs> I'm scared. Uh, yeah, is there anything that sucks ass in... LA compared to Omaha where you kind of miss it or not at all? 
Um, I uh, do I miss I, traffic sucks here, I guess, but everybody says that. But I don't have to travel. Like if I'm driving, it's because I choose to, right? I don't have to drive to work. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, is that, uh, is that young lady a Los Angeles residence, or did you bring her? Did you import her from? Nebraska? I imported her actually from New Zealand. <laughs> She's oh. actually she's Swedish. We are met kind of in New Zealand. We've been hanging out for a while, and yeah. Oh, very yeah. Cool. hell yeah, dude! Those, <laughs> those, nice. Those, those Swedes are the master race. Um, some people would say that, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, especially, is that, wait, Swedes. is that what? I mean, you've made your choice. Man, hold on, I had to wait. I just yeah. let it be I'm known not that I'm the racist. You picked her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jesus, Destiny. It, it, <laughs> let it be known that he agreed that there's a master race and it's Sweden. Hey, listen, my last two exes were Mexican. Okay, so chill. I'm oh, please, yeah, diverse. and I have a black dog. So that now I'm not racist. Diverse dating. I'm not here to be crucified over this. As soon as you, as soon as you break up, you build that wall. Build that. Wall. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so fucking funny. Just see a total flip. As as you break <laughs> yeah. Well, that's awesome, dude. Glad it's working out so well in LA. Like, have you been? I, I don't watch any gaming content. You're all still Twitch, right? Yeah, Twitch, Twitch and politics and everything. Yeah. And YouTube. I know you're pretty big on YouTube. Or, yeah, I'm getting there. Yeah, hopefully not as big okay. as. Have you been guys, picking but... on friend of the show Dick Masterson at all lately? this is like me and mike tyson got into another fight dude next time didn't go my way next time one of us has to sit out for an episode i want to invite steven and dick Dick. and not tell either one of them which i kind of just ruined it with steven here we are the type of people that we both are we are incapable of communicating with another i think it's called um epistemic polarism or something but basically we have like such a fundamentally different way of viewing things that we are totally incommensurable we cannot talk with one another but that's so. why it's hilarious basically like my goal when i have a conversation with somebody i've got my goal is usually to just like ask the right questions to wind them up and then let them go and then i just kind of stand there like laughing condescendingly like while they try to scream at me and then usually that makes me look good so dick if much you see this be. man i love you but you're oh and however many times you debated him Oh, I thought you guys only spoke once. It's at least two. Oh, right? yeah, it was just. It's, it's I thought it was just once. I think he might have popped on another podcast. Sometimes these guys, when I talk to them, they'll avoid talking to me. But if I'm on another podcast with like four or five other people shouting at me, they'll hop in real quick. And I think he might have done that on one recently. I don't remember. It's hard to keep track of those guys. But yeah. If I ever watch like a streamer style YouTube podcast, I'll get like one video through and then the suggested video will have nine different people in Discord. And it's like, this is too stressful. I don't know who these fucking people are. Everybody's yelling. I'm done. Like, that whole like podcast area of live streaming podcasts, like it's fucking mm-hmm. mayhem. Like no, there's no structure whatsoever, and that's coming from a show that has no structure. Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> something I don't know if you guys want to know how much you pay attention, but like podcasts. So oh fuck, let's see if I get this right. Podcasts started off as kind of like a pretty super serious thing, and then it grew a little bit. Where like YouTubers then started to like like big YouTubers like um, like Woody um, and I think like the Game Grumps guys were like big YouTubers started to have like more serious podcasts. And then something happened like maybe two years ago I think where it was mm-hmm. like everybody needed to have a podcast. And now there's like every single person that can throw video up on the screen and talk for more than an hour is having a podcast now. And yeah. even on Twitch, like every single streamer has at least one podcast running <laughs> at any point in time in like their weekly like schedule. Yeah. See, see, those people are all sellouts. See, we were doing this 11 years ago for 
fun. That's about right. We enjoy that's doing this. That's not true. That's not, <laughs> not, not, not 11 right, years. Sure. Eight, Do we need eight, to take nine, a second? 14, 15 years ago. Exactly. And Do we need to take a second to stop for an ad read? Or? No, not quite yet. Not quite yet. <laughs> That's but, funny, but that, though. That's my point. About two years ago, a business model came about where this, this whole thing became profitable and you, you could earn money doing it. Everybody's like, well, I need to do that then. And, but we, we, we're here for the love of the game. Eight and, and a half years ago. It just, I just did 441 divided by 52. Yeah. Yeah. So. God damn. Time flies. Yeah, not really. Like that. This has been dragging Especially. on. It feels like, oh. No, it I mean, does. It feels me, like every year like of said, life gets faster like, and it's felt scary. felt like 14 years to me. I don't know. <laughs> the, the, watching bad podcasts has taught me moving in the direction of interrupting less. That's one of the things, believe it or not, one of the things I can't stand in a podcast is when people interrupt too much. And it's just like it, it hits me with this self-realization and I pull back. I am on a scale of 1 to 10. I've gone from a 10 to like a 7. Hell yeah. <laughs> All the way down to seven. Yeah, this is the, <laughs> the only podcast I listen to like regularly now is Spittin' Chicklets, which is a hockey podcast. Mm. And other than that, like I, I'll listen to like three episodes of something, get bored, throw it away. And then, yeah, you get it, Kyle. You, your teeth get yeah, it took me a second chicklets. to process it, but I like it. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're doing good. And it's like, it's so funny now because the, the Blues are playing Boston in the Stanley Cup. And the host of this pod, podcast is so fucking Bostonian. He's just like, yeah, fucking dude, I'm trying not to be biased about it. But fuck, man, that hit against uh, fucking Bergeron last night, fucking awful, dude. These blues getting away with a lot of shit. And it's like, <laughs> God, God damn it. <laughs> but of course, there's no one in, in St. Louis doing that. But uh, anyway, nobody gives a fuck about hockey. Mm -mm. I do, no. but I'll, I'll let I, it go. I do, but I don't want to. Destiny, I know you're a huge hockey fan, right? Yeah, I love the NHL, the Red Sox. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Were you a sports guy growing up team. at all? Like, what, what was your the sport you played growing up that you enjoyed? Um, cross country. <laughs> Does that count? Are you run. That counts. It's a, it's that a competition, counts. you know. Um, yeah, I guess uh, the only sport that I barely, and I wouldn't even say I know anything about it, the only thing I know a little bit about is college football because I lived in Nebraska and you hear about the Huskers wherever you go. Um, although they're a lot different than they were in the late nineties. So even yeah. I don't really know too much about it. I just know that Mizzou hated the Huskers and the Huskers hated Mizzou. And that was about it. I don't even watch football. Really a friend of mine played for Nebraska football, won a couple titles. They were oh, real fuck. fucking good, uh, back yeah, in the, the day. Yeah. The Osborne era. Mm -hmm. yeah, even... So you, uh, you did cross, what'd you do in cross country? Like the, the long distance? The, the I think the longest race I ever ran was like a 5K, so it wasn't amazing. And I stopped my sophomore year, so. Huh. That was one sport that I did it in eighth grade because my parents wanted me to do it because I was getting fat. And I hated every second of it. It was, running is the worst thing ever. That's what they should make you do in prison is relay races and shuttle runs uh, I remember once. I don't think they make you do that in prison. Was, in a, I think it was in, I said they should make you do it in prison. Oh, it's so okay. terrible. It's, uh, I remember in eighth grade, I was doing uh, track and it was just one of those things like the coach didn't give a fuck. And so we were at this meet and he's like, uh, Taylor, we need somebody to, to do the hundred meter hurdles. So you get in there and do the hundred meter hurdles. And I was like, okay. And so, <laughs> I, so I go out there and like, I'm, I'm a big guy. Like, tall but i was i was i'm stocky like i played hockey my whole life not this shit and i look over and everybody's like lean mean fighting machines <laughs> and we get i remember running off and i see everybody like pulling ahead of me a bit and we get to that first hurdle and i jump and i make it and i was like oh 
<laughs> only nine to go. I get to the second one. I, I hit it with my foot. It falls down after I'm most of the way over. The third one, I basically jump into it waist high and knock it over. And then I ran to the side of the track and just jogged to the end, dodging the rest of them. It was fucking humiliating. No, you made a good decision. This is this is a clear sign of someone who's- Making an who's, ass of myself. No, and making an ass of yourself would have been just like, I've seen guys just trudge through them till they're dragging two or three at the end. Like a, like a drunk driver plowing through a couple of fences or something and they've still got the neighbor's garden hose wrapped around him like you were like this is only uh this is a downhill not gonna make it not gonna make it let's just let's just give up that's not Do any, any of you guys have really humiliating sports moments oh, from where we where you remember how embarrassing it was anything good i remember another time i was playing goalie in ice hockey and a guy chipped it in like for an icing but it went towards the goal and it was one of those like bouncing pucks and so i like I was lazy about it and just like put my stick and glove to get it bounced right over and they scored on me and it was a really important game and I remember <laughs> just just wanting to, to to poop my pants so I could leave it was awful <laughs> for some for some reason I played basketball when I was like seven and I scored on the wrong goal and uh, <laughs> uh, but 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 at that's that point, so I was tempting like, isn't it. Like it, like usually how that goes down is the other team will miss one, the other team will miss one, then it comes to you and you're like I can do it and. In seven-year-old <laughs> basketball, like I had no concept of that. It was mm. just, I, it was just such a free-for-all that on, on that court that that I was just like, I, I got the ball, made it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and then you shabby. jog back to you know your side of the court or their right, side of the court. The yeah. Yeah, I used to, yeah, I had no idea. I used to strike out in t-ball. I just thought of that. That was awful. It was. <laughs> That's like a meme. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a real Wait, thing. That's it, the one where the ball is on the thing, right? On the tee, yeah. They, uh, if people don't know, a <laughs> tee so is a, there's a stand, and the ball stands still on it, and all you have to do is hit it with the bat a couple of feet. If you hit this thing like eight feet, then the pitcher has to run. He has to throw it to the first baseman. Good chance first baseman can't catch it because we're all like six years old. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I couldn't do it. I, I I really didn't have the support system around me to teach me how to play baseball. So I would stand facing the pitcher. You know how you stand sideways and and you know they kind yeah. of throw it at your shoulders. You, you would stand like feet towards them, like you're feet a towards the pitcher. You know how a... you, you know how Mac and it's always sunny is always talking to his dad about having that catch. Yeah. <laughs> did you <laughs> ever have a catch, catch with your dad? Did you did you ever just go out in the yard and toss it back and forth? I uh, sometimes like uh, uh, he worked a lot. He he worked. A lot more than most dads did so he didn't have time for that mostly after a couple of strikeouts my mother did say like you've got to take this guy and show him how to hit a baseball <laughs> a couple strikeouts in t-ball oh yeah no it was a real like oh, i would Lord. most of the time not get on base or anything and then like or i'd hit the t were you like the easy out, easy <laughs> yeah, out. i'm sure, I'm sure. Dude, i'd hit the t and the ball would roll forward just a couple of feet i didn't really have a good vibe for whether I should run to first or not. So sometimes I should and I didn't. And other times I did and everyone's laughing because like the ball didn't go anywhere. I didn't yeah. like T-ball very much. Oh, it doesn't <laughs> sound like it. I don't know if I would take my kid to practice or if I would take him to the doctor if he was striking out. <laughs> if no, there's no, some he has motor skills, some apraxia going on or something or... <laughs> there is a lot of issues. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was just, I was um, at like a bottom one percenter in T-ball. 
Damn. What and then I learned to you, swim Kyle? with all the other kids that can't throw or catch. What <laughs> happened with you, Kyle? It, or with you scoring on the wrong net? That happened yeah. two years ago to a guy in the NHL, his rookie year. He was so nervous and known as like a goal scorer, and he hadn't scored in a while. Like the puck came out back in front of his own net, and it went to right, right to him. And instead of like getting it out of his zone, he just went, ooh, and scored on his own net, like top shelf, top chip, great <laughs> nice shot. shot. And then like it showed a picture of this 19-year-old's face on the bench afterward, just like, <laughs> just horrified like the captains had to come over and be like it's okay man <laughs> things happen man, even though they should be like this has never me. happened ever but i'm sorry you finish fuck you know <laughs> oh how long was this do you know if his career kept going did like oh yeah his name is patrick line he's a very good player but uh he scored on his own team not even like off well, his a shin bad just player on wrist shot would have blocked or missed or something see that's what that's i say true. about my basketball shot mm -hmm. a bad player would have shot at his own goal, all right? You Makes did a shoot lot of at sense. your own goal. Well, a God, bad player wouldn't it. have shot in it. He's getting it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I you would have missed the basket. it. Yeah, I made the mm -hmm. shot. There's some skill displayed in that incompetency. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was so fucking bad at soccer as a kid. Like, I, it couldn't maintain my attention. And my dad was like, I'm the oldest. And so, like, he wanted me to be into sports all the time. And so he had me in soccer and baseball when I was, like, four, five, six, all that shit. And... I would just play with bugs out there. I, I, I didn't pay attention at all. I ran like a just, just like the arms flailing kind of run the the way like little boys do. And I remember like my dad being so exasperated, just being like, huh, he's he's got to be good at something. <laughs> and then, and then, and then hockey came around, and it was like, oh, thank God, thank God, <laughs> this can hold his attention. Yeah, I would say like baseball and uh, foot, uh, baseball and soccer. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. These are incredibly boring sports. So like, boring. If you want to make me watch like even like American football, I can watch. Maybe it's because I grew up with it. Basketball, I don't like it, but I could watch it. Um, hockey, I don't really like it, but I could watch it. But oh my god, soccer and baseball like for hours and hours. You sit there twelve hour games and there's one goal like every other. Oh man. Oh God, it's so boring. I don't know. I can't. I can't do it. Like people start cheering like crazy in these games, and I have no idea. Yeah, I don't get it at all. I live in St. Louis, and everybody's a fucking Cardinals fanatic, and so it'll be like game twelve of the season, and they'll be packed, and it's like, what do you? Who cares? Who <laughs> that fucking was another... cares? Oh man, coming from football too, like that, and that's another thing I never got. Like in football, every game, or at least in college football, I may, I may imagine it's the same in the NFL, but in college football, every game is vitally important. I mean, oh, you yeah. lose two games in a season, you might, you, you, yeah, you might be done. Like it's so important. Every single game is like paramount. And in baseball, you're on like the seventh game of like a of a 27 game series. Like, do <laughs> I even care about the outcome? Like, what the fuck is even going on? Like, what, <laughs> what is the best happening of 31. here? Yeah. Like, yeah, like there's less convoluted like scheduling in esports. Like, I'm so lost. I don't, I don't understand. I'm sure there's a rationale behind it, but Jesus, they play like they play like 200 some games a season plus or whatever for like baseball. Yeah, games. Just, yeah they play 162 like so games a season. That's insane. That's insane. Like, I was talking to someone yesterday when they're like, ah, cards are sucking now, even though they were first place a few weeks ago, but. It's only 50 games in. The season's young. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ, man. who fucking cares? Like, who cares about baseball? Don't you and everybody, a, like, uh, I feel oh, like the, at the end of the season, though, you've really determined who the better teams are, right? Like, like in college football, it's like you often don't know. You know, they'll, they'll yeah. get into the, the, the bowl games of college fo football and, like, guys get blown the fuck out because 
Oh yeah, he was undefeated in the Green River Division. What what is that? Was he playing high school teams? Yeah. <laughs> then they'll play some big SEC team or something or some Big Ten team and get blown the fuck out because they only play sixteen games a year or whatever. And baseball, it's like, yeah, we played one hundred and sixty two fucking games this year. It's pretty clear that we're everyone the best got a chance to play everyone. Yeah. But what's twice. like? What's the? What's a good percentage of winning by the end of the season in baseball? Like sixty-five percent? No, it's higher than that. Yeah. Um, oh, you know. well, that shows what I know. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know either. I, don't, I haven't watched in a long time. There's a there's a formula that, that they always use. They're like, you're gonna win this many games. You're gonna lose this many games. The winning or losing the being a great team is decided within like these thirty games or something mm-hmm. like that. I can't think mm-hmm. of the numbers that are always used though. There's a I've really interesting. Attention. There's an interesting kind of debate that goes on for video games when people talk about like balancing a video game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has to do with what maintains competitive integrity while also maintaining viewer or spectator excitement. And the funny thing is that these two things are diametrically opposed to one another. Mm-hmm. The type of scheduling or the type of game that consistently delivers you the best player as the final finalist over and over and over again is actually way more boring to watch than something that introduces like elements of luck um, mm-hmm. that make things so much more exciting to watch. Yeah. So like on, on one end, you know, we you, like imagine you make a game where the best player always wins every single time. Like that's cool for the competitive integrity and for the hardcore fans that want like only the best of the best of the best to win. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But in games where there's like a little bit of uh, a little bit of luck or a little bit of uh, RNG going on, a little bit of random stuff going on, um, you get those really big upsets or those really big underdog stories that make things so much more exciting. You need and that I, in sports. Yeah, and even in, even in like college football, like that'll happen every now and then. Where like a, a, a team that shouldn't lose, even in the Big Ten, like a team that should never lose to like Iowa State or something, like loses, and you're like, oh whoa, that's like massively exciting, um, just mm-hmm. because of the potential for all of the upsets in the season, and it makes all the fans more excited too. But for the competitive integrity, probably not as much, you know. But you know, yeah, so it's that balance you have to watch. It's officiating what? a lot in real sports. I find like a lot of times you like like you hear about it every time there's a bad call. Like, like last year, uh, wasn't the state of Louisiana suing? Um, over, over, um, the, over the Saints. Is yeah, that were, true? That's yeah. so fucking funny. Yeah, they, they were trying to, they were like, like there was a congressional like upkick about it, like about because the Saints didn't make the Super Bowl, and apparently they deserved to go. Like there was a bad call and they got fucked. Who did they? Who were they playing? I dude, this is last year's like playoffs. I, I if it was like the Ravens or something, that'd be hilarious. If like it Clarence was. Thomas is like giving the reading wearing a Ravens hat or yeah, something like that. Yeah, First thing that comes up is lawsuit against NFL for blown call in Saints game has no chance for Louisiana. Yeah. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> okay. That's so, that's so good. I, I like to imagine the refs on the the, the witness stand, but in, but still in their <laughs> uniforms. <laughs> <It's just> like... <laughs> oh, Blowing his whistle and shit. Everybody's wearing their uniforms. Yeah. Imagine trying to find when they an object, impartial... you know, they get to pull the whistle. Yeah, an Try impartial judge and jury there. for that. Yeah, a judge or jury. Yeah, holy shit. <laughs> Those All are these one people are from be... Cleveland, so they're just upset. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a heated jury debate. Oh man, you might some people might die in there. Holy shit. Maybe that would be sports... so funny if like the jury was out way longer than like on murder trials because this guy a guy brought his like jersey and his hat he's like no <laughs> no no go bucks go or whatever <laughs> the fuck it was what uh you talked about esports i've never watched that before mm-hmm. what are what are the big esports that you're into watching or the games i actually I hate watching all esports i just like playing games so <laughs> I'm i used to like but to watch I'm... cod i was into that okay. I, I could name i don't know a dozen players or more maybe probably uh-huh. two dozen players 
But uh, to me, like it's funny you're talking about the like RNG element versus the guys in the top. One of my oh. issues with COD is they'd strip out a lot of the things in the game that made it so it became different than the game that I played. And uh-huh. that it could just sucked. I don't know. Like, bring in those areas. I would like to see how a competitive player, like how the world's best chose their kill streaks. You know, how did the team choose their kill streaks? You know, would I try to set someone up so that he could get to a helicopter? Or would we all just run around? Like, it, it would be interesting to see that stuff. I didn't even know kill streaks were allowed in. The They're not. That's that's the point. No, they were. Oh. In, um, they limited which kill streaks you could use in Black Ops One, I think, or two. I forget. But yeah, they definitely allowed kill streaks, and it was interesting because you got to learn how pros used kill streaks. Like uh, there was one, maybe it was the RV, the remote control car, and it started mm-hmm. with a little thing that you held. This is from <laughs> foggy memory. Anyway, it was like a UAV, so you could ping once and then not use the car. So at the beginning of every round of S and D, he would like. You have his one ping where he would get to see where everybody was. Yeah, it was, it was interesting to see how pros did it. I never thought of that. Uh-huh. That's pretty smart. Yeah. If yeah, uh, if I, I've I'm not into esports at all, and uh, Stephen clearly isn't. What what games are you playing now? Like what, uh, what's your big go to streaming games? I still play League sometimes, but there's kind of like a weird drought. Like um, right now, the big games are um. Or like the Battle Arena one, so Fortnite is obviously still on top. Um, I really like the Call of Duty Blackout. That was a lot of fun. I played that for a while. Um, I played Apex Legends for a while. I didn't like that one as much as Blackout, but it was still pretty good. So I played that one for a while, but then it was kind of dropping off. And now it seems like the two big ones are PUBG and Fortnite. And I'm not a big fan of either of those. I played PUBG for a while, but um, yeah, so I mainly, mainly just play League now and then like random single player games. Oh, and I'm playing, playing the World of Warcraft Classic beta. It's been interesting. We played a little bit of PUBG oh. the other night. We've been playing a couple nights a week. Uh, I play Rust a lot. That takes up a lot of my time. But uh, but we go back and forth to uh, to PUBG. And oh my God, I'm so rusty going back to PUBG. And Rust, it's like your movement is very crisp. It's just yes. you can really jiggle peek. And yep. like it, it's like you're controlling your guy on a dime. Like he's a machine. He's just yep. jiggle out, jiggle out, jiggle out. And ADSing is just instantaneous. And, and you can really like pop a corner, shoot a guy, and be back in, even though there's no lean. In PUBG, there's lean, but it's like your guy has like inertia, and he's all wavy, and it takes him a second to get started to move, and then a second to stop, and he's just he's just fluid almost, and it's really hard to get back into the swing of that. I used to have it down, but like now it's just like getting behind a tree and, and like peeking out and stuff is... yeah. After playing Blackout too much, it's I can't go back to PUBG. It feel, I feel like a boomer, like shouting at the PC, like, fucking move, what the fuck are you doing? Or like, it's like you're having a dream. Like, you know how in a dream sometimes you're trying to run and you're like fighting against your own fucking body? Oh, that's so the like, worst. Yeah, and I'll do that like in PUBG where I'll be like in a room and I'm trying to shoot out this fucking window but my gun keeps hitting the fucking windowsill and I have to like yep. lean my character like the exact like geometric position in order to fucking get my... And, oh, God, it's really frustrating. Yeah, PUBG yeah. is a lot more frustrating to control than Rust is like very crisp. Trout um, makes it look easy. I don't know what's wrong with you guys. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure if I played, I'd play like that. Yeah, yeah you, sure. you just got to <laughs> practice. Like like we, we played the other night and like the first hour I do dog shit. And the second hour I'm like, all right, I'm getting this. And by the third hour it's like, all right, I got it back. I can move mm-hmm. around at least. It doesn't feel bad. But Shroud is just good at every game. Segway into the COD trailer? I know oh, yeah, that came out. Uh, we can it watch it. But yeah, we can talk about it. Yeah, so the What's COD the trailer? new Call of Duty called? Just so I can watch the trailer. Modern, Modern Warfare. Warfare. Is there Modern, Modern Warfare anything? I didn't notice. Nope. 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 I think it's Modern just Warfare. Modern Warfare. Yeah, and uh, uh, Captain Price is back. Kyle, Kyle talked about him. You showed the cigar smoking guy. There are rumors, like they said one line, 
like Captain Price and the old gang or something. Because I'm watching the whole thing. Where's Ghost? Where's Ghost? I'm all about Ghost. I want Ghost. I don't know why, but I'm attached to Ghost. And uh, I, they said something like Price. They, they, they asked the Price, gang. who's your team? He goes, some old comrades. <laughs> Jesus, Trey. Jesus Christ. Sorry, <laughs> my bad. I, I had the wrong input. Or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so can you say you the words again? What's the, some old comrades. <laughs> they asked ask Price, who's on his team, and he's like, some old comrades. Yeah. That, so people like me are latching onto that thinking Ghost is coming back. Maybe. Yeah. I, I don't give a fuck about that. I, I like Captain oh. Price. Captain Price is the cool one. Yeah, it's just fucking because the scar. Yeah, absolutely. Captain Price was the coolest one. Love that guy. Not to me. He's been in so many COD games, like going back to like. Maybe maybe the very first one. Well, that's true, uh, but uh, I don't know. I, I I attached a ghost for some reason. I'm just glad he it's not futuristic. A... It looks like we're fighting sand people again, which I love. And uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Why they are, and, and that's where they live. And um, it, it, it looks like maybe it's a bit of a reboot, rehash, or something. They, it's kind of hard to tell where they're going with the story. I'm also excited that there is a fucking story. There was no campaign last year. Mm. There was there was there was a multiplayer battle royale and um um zombies are we on black ops yeah yeah, yeah, black ops, was, zombies, yeah. yeah and mm -hmm. zombies so there was no campaign and i like the campaign i like i like i like all of the things i played a ton of zombies i played a ton of battle royale I played a little multiplayer but i had definitely traded multiplayer for a campaign that i could have chilled out and played for five to eight hours or whatever i don't have nearly as much fun on campaigns as i do multiplayer i've only ever liked the modern warfare campaigns wow yeah, um, I, I like most of them. I really liked uh, the World at War campaign because it was they stole a lot of material from Enemy at the Gates. That old uh, that that's old a great about, fucking movie. It sure is about Stalingrad and uh, the whole scene in the well with the sniping that's lifted the mm -hmm. crows and everything. Uh, I, I liked that that campaign a lot. Um, I liked going to the Pacific, you know, and, and roasting those Japs and those uh, those little tunnels and stuff with the Flamin' Warfare. Oh, that was a lot of fun. Never forget December seventh, and uh, and that was one of my favorite campaigns. Obviously, Modern Warfare Two had a great campaign. I liked that campaign map where you got to go through the airport and shoot everyone. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, I, that, that, was, that was right as uh, like FPS Russia was being born, and uh, he got to talk about that a lot. You know how the game was banned in his country. And... The the dead comedian Patrice O'Neill on the old Opie and Anthony episodes when that game came out. He was playing through the campaign. He's like, no, nah, man, I don't do that multiplayer shit. I'm just playing the campaign. And there's one map where you come out and they say no Russian. And they just walk through the airport shooting people. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going by like trying to make sure people are okay, not even shooting my gun. <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's so funny. It would have been okay on right. Black Oak. For them to not include the uh, campaign, but I can't believe they still charge full price for the game. A lot of people were upset with that, and I think they should have been. That was yeah. Their their rationale yeah. is, but we gave you battle royale instead. You don't think you get more game for your money that like like I played Borderlands not too long ago. That is just a little game with a bunch of running and uh, fetch quests. But that's like if 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 you bought Monopoly, like the board game, and there's no dice, but there is a deck of playing cards, and they're like, hey. There's a whole other game in there. Yeah. You're, like, you're like, but the main part of the game I was purchasing is gone. How do we decide how many steps? We'll draw a card. I, <laughs> I got a four diamonds. What does that mean? I, I, <laughs> I, I just stuck on this idea. I feel like you get a lot more for $60 or, than you do in most games when you buy COD. It's one of the best <clears throat> game per dollar I can think of. 
It is well, an enormous scam, people. You are not you're <laughs> not paying for the full game anymore. Believe you this. Uh, I did not pay sixty dollars for the game. Uh, I, I paid right. like a hundred and thirty-five dollars or something like that. And then if I wanted, I, I don't know how much extra content there has been since then because whenever I don't remember, I think we either switched to Rust or we switched to Apex for a while and then to Rust and sort of like transitioned out of COD. Although we were playing a ton of COD, I, I really enjoyed it. But since then, I think there's been a lot of uh, a lot of content added that was that was you know nickel and diming you on modern warfare that's one of the rumors no microtransactions no season pass well that'd be interesting I, that, i'm down be for an no season experiment pass. for them to do because they've clearly made so much money in microtransactions that that's become the norm and if they're really steering away from that like if people really really hate it that much you'd expect to see them gross I'm quite a bit guessing just based on that that Call of Duty hasn't done as well with microtransactions as some of the other games. Like, you know, of course, CSGO has done amazing. Um, Team Fortress has. A lot of the games where, like, Fortnite and such, like, from the beginning where people got used to that. But in COD, you know, they they didn't like my... It's a full-price game, so you're not supposed to have them. And I think COD 16 is dropping. So you can't, like, drop microtransactions into COD 15. Your player base is trained. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the season pass thing was is definitely a a, a real dick in the ass. It's it, you know it, hmm. you're du- you double Tell the price in the game, and you double <laughs> the price in the game, and you get herpes, and, and uh, uh. It, it's it's no good. Uh, dude, speaking of asses, my ass is so sore. <laughs> so, I apologize, Taylor. The, not, I, I mean, I thought I was gentle. <laughs> How much <laughs> DLC did you buy? What happened to you? <laughs> he, no, it's not that. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's I. Uh, I told him I'm PKM, but I'll tell it again. I'll, I'll to make a short story shorter. I was at a buddy's bachelor party in the Ozarks, and we rented this big house. And and we, uh, the large group of people sh- were able to show up the day before. We had to show up the day after, and so all of the fucking bottom bunks were taken in their big room. So I had to go on the top bunk. I'm a very very active sleeper. I roll around a ton. And I took the top bunk and I was like, all right, this little bar will keep me secure in here. You know, th- this little wooden plank. And I rolled around in my sleep and apparently knocked that bar off and then rolled out of the bed and didn't wake up until I hit the ground like six feet lower, hardwood floor. And I got lumps on my head. I got bruises all over. Like every day, new bruises are showing up. My ribs hurt. My right ass cheek took the brunt of the damage. And it is... The, the bruise is spreading since Tuesday. Because, like, you know in the, the, the beginning of Lord of the Rings where they show how Mordor's control is spreading across Middle-earth? And it's like black no. and darkness. That's like <laughs> that's my ass. ass that's my ass cheek right now. It is just black. I black, like to think purple. this is all... It is horrible. And I have gotten borderline no sleep in the last five nights because there is no comfortable way to sit. Or, or lay down, rather. I can't get comfortable. I'm, I'm rolling all over the place because I always roll all over the place. Wait, are and you I, It fucking sleeper? sucks. I, I sleep on my side or my back. I, it's hard for me to sleep on my stomach because, like, my my septum or whatever the fuck got, the got fuck? it didn't come in right, I guess, when I was in the womb. And so I've had a number of nose surgeries. And, like, if I lay on my stomach, I have trouble breathing. And so, yeah, I sleep on my back or my side. But I can't sleep on my left side because my ribs are bruised. I can't sleep on my right side because my right ass cheek is just obliterated. Just, just fucking ruined. Sitting here for four hours is gonna suck. Like this, it's it's almost unbelievable. I look like such a douche walking around like with a limp. And said someone asked me today, like, "Oh, what happened?" And I, I just said that I hurt my hip because I didn't want to be like, "Yeah, my ass cheeks fucking ruined, dude." Like just, just destroyed. 
I like to why think this is, it, it is it is far and away the worst brew I've ever had in my entire life. And I don't know why you're green, Kyle. Kyle why am I green? Swap cameras? Maybe. There, okay. There's no other camera. This is the new camera. This is the third new camera. But there should be <laughs> other cameras then. I threw those cameras away. Oh, I saw you for a sec. <laughs> How, what is plug? happening? How can this? What is happening? I, I, don't, I don't know. It happened during know. PKN too. It, 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 uh, uh, hey! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably leave the call. And what? Oh. You think that? No, it's camera really. Let me, because it's happening. Yeah, but I'm gonna have to like unplug the camera and like shake it, and then plug it back in, and it, and you can't do that on the fly. That's your troubleshooting to shake the camera. <laughs> Well, I think we've gotten to the base of the problem here. I mean, that's, that, that's what I did when I babysat all those years and had no issue. <laughs> they always say not to shake a baby. Mm. Yeah, they, they've never dealt with a troubled child, you know, just cry, cry, cry. Well, when some they say don't shake a bad. baby, how hard of a shake are they talking about? They're talking about real you can, hard. you can like toss a baby up in the air and catch him and they're all good. Like, what are people doing? Are they just like, what are you thinking, you fuck? Like just shaking. I'm willing hard. to bet that in the moments when you would probably be most likely to shake a baby, those are going to be the least likely moments you are to think about how much you should shake the baby. So you probably should never shake the baby. No, no. A counterpoint. <laughs> you should probably get into a rhythm of shaking so that you have like a muscle memory. Oh, so like you practice. Like a maraca. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, 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 you know, you, if you're going to do some out of control shaking, then you should do some controlled shaking so that you're good at it. Okay. It'll also improve the baby's neck strength. I assume. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it'll actually do. But yeah, you hear about those stories where it's like, oh, this person like rolled over in their bed and suffocated their baby or this person shook, mm. shook their baby so hard. And it's like, I always imagine them just like up at three in the morning, like not even fully with it, just being like, shut the fuck up, like shaking like that. But who it's knows? It's funny that you conflated those two because one to me is like a super loving parent that like maybe was at their wit's end and just decided to snuggle the kid to sleep. And then while they were sleeping, rolled on the baby and suffocated it or something went wrong. Mm -hmm. The other is a super terrible parent that just shook their baby to death and murdered it. You're right. Those things weren't at all the same. Yeah. <laughs> and also to clarify, when you say snuggle your baby to sleep, you mean like hold them, not like I'm squeezing you so fucking hard that your lungs can't stand <laughs> no, enough no, to no. take in the air necessary no. to scream, right? It's yeah. a like so we watch a baby now and sometimes the best way to get her to sleep is to have her fall asleep on your chest. Yeah. You know, it's warm and it just it puts her out. Yeah, the but breathing and everything I, them. In some awful world like you know what can happen is you fall asleep too and then the kid rolls over into such a way that it's not good mm -hmm. the baby we watch yeah, is too uh, old for that you have uh one kid two kids steven uh just one, one just one did he move out to california too no he's still in nebraska i usually travel a fair bit so like i just actually came back from there maybe a week ago uh, but yeah mm -hmm. every time i travel i stop through nebraska and we hang out for a bit and then we also play games online and whatnot too so oh yeah he's kind of at that age where you yeah thank yeah that was when I would have moved here a lot earlier. I should have been in LA like sooner or in some other part of the country besides Nebraska, but I didn't want to leave until he could like, until he could have conversations where I'm not there and understand what's going on. You know, mm -hmm. like you can talk to a three-year-old, but I don't know what a three-year-old is thinking when they're talking to you on Skype, but he's eight years old. So I figure like he has like a good idea. I could talk to him about what's going on. And everything. Which game do you play together? Um, Call of Duty Zombies sometimes. And then he likes to play a game called Dying Light, but it's fucking horrible to play together. <laughs> we can't figure <laughs> it out ever. So it's usually the Call of Duty one or sometimes StarCraft. Yeah. 
I will right. say as a public service announcement, though, I didn't know this until uh, I became a parent. Don't sleep with your kids. A lot of people don't know that. Um, a lot of people, I guess, because they grew up, their parents slept with them. Or it's like sometimes you're like, oh, sleep with your baby. It helps them a lot. You're not supposed to sleep with your kids in the same bed because there are a lot of people that are heavy sleepers that will unfortunately just roll over and then you kill your kid because the kid. I would really destroy have. a baby if I yeah. slept next to it. I would roll <laughs> over it all the way like multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just funny that Taylor more or less brags. Oh, I would wreck a baby so hard. Oh, I'd roll right over it, man. Smush it. It stands, it stands no chance. Most babies, when they die, are, the insides are still on the inside. Not mine. <laughs> I would no. pop it. God, <laughs> my, my ass is actively hurting. It's not a passive. I want to like, see it. It's, sore. it's like you it is. It is dark like purple, it's and a, I can see the green starting to spread. The tendrils of green mm -hmm. reaching outward on my on my. That ass. means you're healing. Yeah, hopefully. Well, it's itchy as fuck. Painful and itchy. That hmm. itchy is when you is when uh, your wound is healing. Is something that I heard once. Oh, must be true. Interesting. <laughs> so can we talk about the Everest thing? Yeah, I, I don't know much about it. I'd love to hear. That's. <laughs> <laughs> are you shitting me <laughs> you okay listen i'm gonna be actually really serious for a quick question because i didn't get in the email you guys need warnings people coming on your show if they're prone to epilepsy or some shit <laughs> okay. how am i set them off like damn dude i don't know if i'm about to have a Kyle left the call. god chiz, what the fuck you didn't even put an epilepsy warning in our email. yeah <laughs> Jesus. i blame chiz <laughs> oh here god my ass <laughs> i <laughs> Sorry, go ahead with that. Go ahead with that. I see why I got invited at the last moment of this. This is a scuffed version of uh, the PK <laughs> podcast. It's a little We've got ass pains. We got a guy with having an epileptic camera going on over here. Like, okay. Did you so see what's going the, on with Everest? I uh, okay. In a nutshell, Nepal makes money more money than you might guess by issuing permits to climb Mount Everest. It's something like eleven grand, but there's like a handful of different permits. Wow. And mm -hmm. that they pay towards Nepal. And they just keep getting more and more people. Like, they, they give a permit to everyone. They don't say, you're not fit enough. We have too many people already. Like, that's not a thing. That they're actually saying is, yeah, there were 11 deaths, but next year, we're going to do more. Next year. are like, it's the biggest mountain in the world. Mm -hmm. It's the Mount Everest of uh, mountains. That's true. <laughs> yeah. They do call it that. So I Man, that's so funny. There's a huge line of people waiting to get to the top. Dude, did you scroll down to that video and play it? Oh, I, I haven't played it. I'm playing it now for the people. I uh, can't fit the whole thing on the screen, but... And there's no volume control. I hate... Is this Instagram? Yeah. Instagram video players Oh my sucks. god. Web videos that don't have volume knobs yeah. on them. <laughs> or pause or stop or start like how is this good why is instagram the most popular app around makes me feel old i get angry when things make me scream at my computer like i have no control over it oh Look my at god this line though this is outrageous oh and by the way climbing mount everest doesn't seem that hard based on this video like when i no, when i think of fat people in line <laughs> when i think of climbing mount everest I think of a guy like clinging like on to the side of a mountain as icy wind like rips at his skin and it's awful and visibility like he's got the ice is low and he's like he's doing that thing where they're inverted like they're actually like climbing like like back uh, away from the, oh, the right right there the none of that happens it's all it's mostly hiking and then there's a, a lot of like with a rope attached to you going up a real steep like hill 
That's I, what the real issue is hypoxia. It's running out of oxygen. So I knew that it was mostly hiking, which is a you know fancy word for walking. Like I knew you'd walk to the top of this thing. And then if there's anything dangerous, actually good mountaineers will lay ro safety ropes and ladders and things like that that help you. As Kyle mentions, it's mostly hypoxia. But I thought the weather was worse. The, oh, now, bad. I know that well, you, you crest the very top. Is, is it crest? You summit on, on the best days. So I'm sure that's what we're looking at. But... It doesn't look that cold. So you know what would be cool so would be the first guy to come at the top. <laughs> okay, Nobody's so to, <laughs> to be clear, the, the difficulty in climbing Everest, it's not the weather or that there's like a lot of hiking. The problem is that once you get past a certain elevation, it is it is tremendously difficult to do anything such that mm -hmm. when you're past, I think it's called the death zone literally or mm -hmm. something. When you're past a certain elevation, if you stop to sit down, not only are you probably never going to have the energy to get up again, anybody that tries to help you stand up will also probably become exhausted and then never have the energy to step up again or to stand up again. Like there are stories of very, very well-trained people that will have stopped to try to help somebody. And as that happens, they kind of get tired by exerting even a little bit. Everything is a monumental task. They end up sitting down, and then both people end up dying. Even people See, with a lot of experience. I, I think I think I could train for two years and climb Mount Everest. I don't. I don't. I, I absolutely do. And I would just pay to have like two extra Sherpas. I want full oxygen. Like I see some of these guys the being sparing with the oxygen. Mm -hmm. I need like eight of these. I was Whatever a lot about, is. I was trying to think. Dude, of I want one spirit. oxygen tank and then one nitrous oxide tank. If I want to be <laughs> freaky up at the top. Uh, now that we have a moment to chill out in the tent, turn on the <laughs> turn on the nitrous, boys. Let's yeah. just fill the tent. <laughs> but I was try, trying to think of a good racial slur for those uh, those Nepalese uh, uh, Sherpas, but snow people. Yeah, I was heading in that direction, um, <laughs> but but it wasn't going to be people. Uh, I, I would have like eight of those guys with me, and they'd just be loaded down with oxygen and snacks and stuff. You know, like, like definitely like, snacks. One of them is like, "You're telling me you just want me to bring Mountain Dew and Dorito?" Yeah, that's it. That, that's your job. He's just got. He's just piled high with it. I could totally climb Mount Everest in two years. Just, just, just hike a lot. Just hike got a lot. Five Get... tubes of sour cream and onion Pringles. <laughs> I'm at an age where I wonder, like, what would? Because I feel like if I trained for two years. You know what I'd be? 48. <laughs> you know? like a, I'm not sure how much this is even helping PKA, me. PKA, 527 Everest. <laughs> You'll notice there's only two hosts. This <laughs> yeah, Have you seen that shit on the top of, it might be Everest, it might be Kilimanjaro, where, like what Stephen was saying, like someone gets so exhausted and they sit down and... When you're that high, like you, it's hard to remove the remains, and so there's just like the skeleton, or mm -hmm. not even skeleton, the frozen body, because it doesn't yeah, even decompose. Mummies. of people with their shoes on, a bunch and of mummies wearing thing. fucking was, Columbia gear. Yeah, and it, like it, they'll be like, they call this guy yellow shoes, and it's like, oh, <laughs> I hope I'm never remembered for my footwear after I'm dead. And frozen. Especially yeah, me. That would suck. Dick. They do they're this like, on. Everest, they're gonna be yeah. like, they call this guy Hollister shirt. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they call this we told him it was inappropriate. Work. <laughs> this sucks. Uh, Did, uh, have you like uh, so? Apparently, like if you're going through hypothermia and you're in an area like that, you'll before you die because all your nerve endings die. Like feel super hot, ironically, and so people will like strip all of their clothes off and get naked and then start burrowing, like as a some sort of instinct or, mm. you know, insane, I'm mm. out of my mind because I'm so cold reaction. Like that, That'd be a very dark porno. 
<laughs> it's shrinkage. It's shrinkage. <laughs> it's Run minus up. fifty. My nuts are crossed over with ice. Yeah, I, I think you could do it because because if the issue is exa- exhaustion, then that's just because of the lack of oxygen, right? The because, other thing, like, the lack of oxygen that Steve didn't call out was um, the decision making. Like when you get that hypoxia oh, yeah. from low oxygen, mm-hmm. you may start making bad decisions, and you can't tell that you're making bad decisions. You don't understand that you're dumb because you can't self evaluate. Yeah, there's a super good video by the smarter everyday guy. Yeah, are you guys mm-hmm. familiar with him on YouTube? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He cool. does a video on hypoxia. He goes on a hypoxia chamber, and man, I want to say it's like. Two minutes, I think he's in there. It's a really short amount of time. Um, and he's doing like really basic motor skill tasks. Um, and yeah, and what that. he's told, yeah, what he's told is in order to get back on oxygen, I don't even know if he has to push a button. He has to like put a mask on uh-huh. and I think push a button, but it's very, very, very simple. Um, and it gets to the point where like after like a couple minutes, um, the guy on the thing is saying like, uh, hey, Dustin, you need to put on oxygen or you're going to die. And he's like, and he sits there and he starts laughing and he's like, <laughs> I don't want to die. <laughs> and he's just like sitting there like that's it yeah and it was just like a few minutes like holy shit and the other guy you know puts the oxygen back on him and then very quickly he you know i've seen another one that i, I want to show how fragile we are make a this comparison. would really be a good porno the girls are very suggestible <laughs> <laughs> that's funny there's another one where the guy is the same sort of hypoxia chamber like the smarter everyday one and he's just reading off playing cards you know four clubs he shows it five of clubs and for a brief moment he just gets the suit wrong right so maybe it's diamonds but he identifies it as hearts you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. then he just starts fouling it up completely. You know, it'll be a four of spades and he's like 10 of clubs. And yeah. <laughs> and you're like, that's not even close. You know, mm-hmm. the face cards that he doesn't realize are face cards and he gets stuck on one and he keeps saying it's the same card again and again. Doesn't Holds realize that that's unlikely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doesn't realize <laughs> that's unlikely. And everyone else realizes how crazy it is. And they ask him like, you know, double check that card. He does and sticks with his incorrect answer. And it, it's draw four, and it's uh, it's eye opening to see like just you can't figure out that you're making bad decisions. He has no idea. He can't read a card. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But but like again, if I just bring an extra five sherpas and and with so much oxygen that I'm literally sleeping with oxygen on, like like I think just, the the two hard parts is that one, if the more you bring, the harder it is, unfortunately, right? So you can't just bring a million things of oxygen. And I think the second thing is. It's not just oxygen. It's that at that elevation, everything becomes like um, so difficult um, because the concentration of everything decreases. Like even with oxygen, it's still hard. Like the the reason why you train is you go to higher base camps because as your body adjusts to a higher elevation, I think you get more. It's like hemoglobin in your blood that yeah. allows you to function with less oxygen, and that's what yeah. See, I'm not suggesting it. that each of my sherpas carry an extra three bottles, making our diff our our our, uh, our summit more difficult. I'm going to add three or four Sherpas. Oh, just They're bring gonna, a 20 like, Sherpa yeah, squad. I have exactly. an entourage of Sherpas. Actually, like, like, if you look at that video, that's just Kyle and his Sherpas. That's just that. They're, they're all with me. All right? it, it, They've I, all it, got a bottle of Tito's because that won't freeze. <laughs> it just gets thick and delicious. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like if you just bring enough oxygen, then what? Then it's just a really, really hard hike. And you can mm. train for that. Like well, you could go on a, you could wait a minute. every week. I, I think one of the Sherpas or two should just have a bungee cord to lighten up your hike. You know, latch oh, it onto fuck, his belt. Yeah. There's some, there's some, <laughs> we got to figure this out. No, 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 no. no longer no. climbing ever. One of those being <laughs> escorted there. By, by what do they call that thing where you strap the baby onto your chest facing a you? baby Bjorn? What about I need the a baby Bjorn? What? A I need to be on, I need to be strapped to a Sherpa's chest for like some of this, this journey. Like, sh- 
don't tell anybody. You know that you. contraption that, that people four people would small. carry? Maybe Cleopatra They're wrote in it. They're like hobbits. It, it, like, like uh, you know, come on. What is this thing that like Greek royalty would be in? Everyone would have a stick oh, in like Cleopatra. Yeah, they just yeah. carry her. No, 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 no. The, ro- the thing you carry the important person with has the stick sticking out of it. It's like a carriage, but no wheels, just, just bars you hang oh, on to. I always to. thought that looked like the dopest mode. Of it's a good way to get Just to the top a bunch of, of Everest. Carrying you, yeah. I'm sure sick. it's exhausting for the other people, but you know, nice I don't know. The slaves life. in movies don't seem to mind. <laughs> <laughs> they feel glad to have jobs. Yeah. Absolutely, they're happy to be gainfully employed <laughs> for the rest of their life. Yeah. <laughs> what else? <laughs> what else were they months. gonna do? Can't be, that'd be such a funny, like, pro-slavery take where it's like, well, employment, uh, unemployment numbers are at zero. All right, zero. Uh, <laughs> you, know, zero. <laughs> you lose your job, you become, you become a slave. Some I of the was housing like, might not even have been as bad as Section 8, so you know who knows. That's true. Yeah, that, that's another I, I heard a, I heard a radio commercial today today for uh, Bowl and Branch, you, you know, that company that yeah, does the bed sheets, and they're mm-hmm. like, all of our cotton is hand-picked. And I was like, wait, wait, what? Do we have video of this? <laughs> do you have video of them hand picking the cotton? Because I gotta see it. I, I gotta imagine. I want to see like an SNL skit of a black <laughs> man trying to get that job and genuinely wanting it, and the interviewer being like, "Hey, Mr. Johnson, come on. Oh, <laughs> oh, um, you sure you want this job? You know, we've got marketing, and uh, there's, there's, there. Maybe you could do some graphic design. No, no, no." I'm here to pick the cotton. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Are you telling me you're discriminating against me? There's a no, VP. definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, we, need but... a, we need a new vice president for overseas affairs. No, no, no. I'm here to pick the cotton. <laughs> this sounds like an idea that SNL would take that would be a really funny, like, two-minute skit, and they would find a way to turn it into a 15-minute skit that got really <laughs> Right, they just <laughs> offer more and more jobs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end, you've got the the you know the Vietnamese guy coming in like I'm here to pick the rice. Wrong door, <laughs> wrong door. Oh. SNL made fun of itself that way. It was George Foreman was the guest, the boxer, and yeah. he like came on. I think it was Incredible Hulk. He smashed something, and then he came on. He smashed something else. He smashed something else, and after a while, he's like, "This is the problem with SNL. It's just one joke you drag skits out of." And I thought it was a sort of meta thing. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. I uh, <clears throat> Chiz and I've been watching a lot of uh, SNL uh, clips. And like obviously, if you watch a whole SNL, there's going to be a lot of bad to make and, and a few and a few gems. But when you just watch the best shit, it, it's it's pretty fucking good. There there was a lot of great clips. Um, there's this one with Bill Hader doing this puppet, where like it, the idea is it's a puppet class, and it's like and uh, I, I want to think Seth MacFarlane, the guy who does Family Guy, he's like the leader of the puppet class. He's like, hey, welcome to puppetry, an entry to puppetry, you know, uh, class number one. Uh, Stevens, why don't you tell us about your puppet? And Steve's like, this is Mr. Goofball, and he likes to eat pizza. And like, ah, oh, great, great voice. I like it. I like it a lot. How about you, Diane? My puppet's name is Diana DeGamo. And she and he does. And how about you over there? And he's dressed, he's a Vietnam vet with like gray hair and like thousand yard mm-hmm. stare. And he and he pulls up his puppet and it's identical. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, my name is Private Philip. Coleman Anderson, and I've seen shit. And it's just like the whole thing is like this this war torn like ter- like like scarred individual like getting it out through his puppet, like talking about his friends being shot down in Vietnam and like torch. And it also sounds prone to same joke again and again. They did it twice. They did it twice. Okay. It, was, it, was, it was it was it was that was it. He's like, 
when the higher ups come down and they say there's a village up three clicks away and they want it gone. So I just waded into that village spraying liquid death. And it's just like, all right, let's go back to you, Phil. How's your puppet? It's pretty good. I like that one a lot. Bill Hader's fucking hilarious. I got to start watching that show, uh, Barry, I think it is, uh, where he's the he's the like the hired Ooh, killer who wants gets to be into, an actor. Like, comedy. Yeah, yeah. I, I got. I, I want to see that. It reminds me. Yeah, Bill Hader. He is really funny. Very talented guy. Uh, his impressions are incredible. Yeah, especially you if you here? deep fake him. This is a thing. I, I it caught my attention because it's something that Taylor had talked about a couple of times, and it. It's difficult to tell what's appropriate censorship and what's not. So Rotten Tomatoes is now only accepting reviews for people that like verify that they saw the movie that they, you know, so they're looking for guys who have movies, ticket stubs or Fandango receipts or something like that. That works. The, the problem that they're having is sometimes people are almost like politically motivated against a movie no. and they're Wait, smashing the it without having seen it. A see, Ghostbusters right. was an example. Or the opposite. They're pumping it up without having seen it's it. It's hard. I need to see evidence well, that's, of that. I that's possible too. Yeah. But um, so then like, like Captain Marvel got slammed. So they just like erased all the, because it got slammed before it even came out. Is, mm -hmm. is this just, is this also for the audience score? Because I've always just looked at the audience the score. Audience I, score. I trust, I trust that more than the score. reviewers. Okay. Yeah, this is just the audience score. And uh, so people were just like submitting stuff, movies I hadn't seen. Uh, Cat Marvel got, was like in a hole it couldn't dig itself out of before it was released to theaters. So now they're requiring uh, ticket stubs to review stuff. I, I like thought, that. Dude, who I, hates a potential superhero movie enough to go on Rotten Tomatoes and give it a one star before I mean, it comes 85 out. Who accounts. fucking cares? <laughs> 85 I, accounts. Man, there one... are people... Or, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was, was going to say, there are people that are obsessed with Captain Marvel. This was one of my favorite, and not even like as the... As JW, like not even because of that, but like I remember when Captain Marvel came out because people don't know anything about how movies work or whatever. You know, like the, like the early box office numbers, like on like the first like ten minutes were like forty million somewhere, and people were posting uh, pictures of like, oh look, nobody's at the theater, ha, ah, nobody's seeing this feminist blah 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 movie. For the record, I saw the movie and I thought it was like pretty blah, not not good at all. I but, liked it more regardless. Than you. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was. I thought it was super boring. Um, but people were so ass pained, and, and they were so they were just dancing on its grave. And then when the numbers started to roll in, especially once it passed like the billion dollar like revenue mark, oh my god! There's this guy called the Quartering. I think this guy had like thirty videos on. Is it Brie Larson? Is that the actress's yeah. name? Yeah. People were obsessed with how horrible they said this movie. So I don't know where these ticket sales are coming from. The liberals are pumping that maybe the box office conspiracy Jews. Like, oh my god! People were going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, Wait, what is what is the reason they dislike Captain Marvel? Like the I, I know the SJW angle. Yeah, There's but like, a little yeah, so Captain Marvel always a woman. Let me answer this one. So uh, Destiny said it's a female lead, and he's right. There's, that's part of it. Um, I saw the movie. I didn't think it was very girl power. The movie. I didn't see the trailers and such until after I saw the movie. The advertisements mm -hmm. were pretty girl power, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So I could see how people who didn't even see the movie might push back against it because, you know, there she is looking fly in her costume. And I don't, it just seemed a little girl power, you know, like all the most girl power scenes put together in 30 seconds. And it looked like they were doing that. For those of us who don't know anything about the Marvel universe, it, Captain Marvel was always a woman, right? I'm well, sure she was, mostly, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, then all why the are Marvel people, people change like gender and and fucking color and everything yeah. like a million times? So yeah, you could probably yeah. Yeah. The most common iteration is 
Carol Daniers or whatever the, the yeah. pilot. Who There's a hit. black Captain America, but the yeah. white guy Steve Rogers is like the yeah. captain. You know, there's the, also old Captain America. You know, there, there's there's Hulk Thor. They, they they do a lot of crazy shit in the Marvel comics. I didn't know, you know? there was a Hulk Thor. Is that a real one? They or just did mix you just shit say together. It? Oh no, they're always mixing shit huh. together. Oh, I there, thought you meant that they fucked. There's a lady a Thor. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think if in the current run of the comics right now, Thor may be a one. If if you were to buy, go to a comic book store and buy okay, that's one that doesn't make any sense. Thor, that's not a lady. All right, bigot. Maybe you yeah, can hit a Jesus. fucking buck across some frozen <laughs> Show ground. Show me your ticket you stub before you give me your opinion. I haven't yeah. seen a Marvel movie in theaters ever. I don't. Or no, I saw <laughs> Iron Man one in two thousand eight. When people yeah. when people start making these arguments where it's like, would this superhero really be a female? Like, does it really make sense that the female body would have this much power? And it's like, we have fucking aliens and other dimensions and magic shit and like Infinity Stones. Like, is this really the one point of realism that you're going to like take issue with? Like yeah. the fact that this yeah. female superhero was in space for sixty days without tampons. Like, that's going to be the thing that like, breaks <laughs> your like, come on, dude. Like, chill out. That, Wait a yeah, uh, female superheroes. Superhero herself away from a period. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my favorite areas for women to have like that girl power space, right? Like, like if if it's a female in a western, I'm like, come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I love this. I agree with you completely. But there's also another angle. It, it's like I'm fine if women are powerful in some sort of fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Like if you but like not in real up, life. You dream up some some gooks and some goblins and shit, and, and and girls are powerful there in that realm. Then all right, but don't have some everyday office lady have have any power whatsoever. No, you know what, I, like I completely uh, agree with you though about like superheroes. Is I don't even watch these movies, but if there's like a character who's supposed to be like physically really dominant, and the actor isn't at least a little bit jacked, I'm like, come on, like be be. You Let want the best example, Taylor? Taylor, name name an action hero that you could beat up easily. Ooh, 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 I got ooh, Tom Cruise. Ooh, ooh. You can't Damn take it. him. I, no, no, I, I want could, I want Tom I Cruise. Beat the shit out of Tom Cruise. No, uh, he's taken. You know, I I think that I could I could take uh who's that British guy who's in Snatch? You're wrong. Uh, Jason, Jason Statham? Statham. Jason Statham would. You picked a you bad up. one. What? He's a I don't big know. person. Is he, is he actually tough? Dude, they're all actors. They're all fucking. Actors. Yeah, it's oh, I talked you about know, that Jason, a while. He's, gonna, he's gonna pretend to be another guy really well. While you I know who I don't want? Do you know Jason Reeves. Statham did before he became an actor? Yeah, he was uh, uh, a writer. He was a <laughs> he was a member of the SAS. Okay, well, I didn't know that. I redact that. I don't, <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Statham. I'm making, that up. I'm making that up. He was a theater major. You could probably oh. kick his ass. Let's be real. Oh, okay. Uh. <laughs> he was really, he had me going. I believe that. You're like, shit. <laughs> he is big, though. It's like you picked Hugh Jackman or something. Like, he didn't pick a, a li- We all picked Tom Cruise because he's 5'2 or something. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Who's a small action star? Uh, I'll pony up the money for watching this fight. I, I linked a picture of uh, Statham or whatever. I, I want to see it. Taylor fight him. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch yeah. that. Well, well, not that version of him. You could be on the KSI undercard. You and Jason Statham. <laughs> Just get my shit pushed in by, by Jason Statham. That would be so funny. Um, by the way, that version of him is from the Meg like year and a half ago. Okay, well then, help me find somebody better. <laughs> Matt Wait, Damon's a, aging. Uh, uh, what's her, uh, Captain Marvel? Whoever plays her? Oh, Brie Larson. A, that's a great star. pick. I, I could take her for sure. Oh, you can pick better than me. <laughs> you can name a female action star you can't beat up. That's the real Ronda art. Rousey. Ronda, Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let is, me know. Is calling her an action again. star. Too I generous. think the star yes, part. It absolutely. She's a female action actress. What, what was her last uh, film? 
Because it was her last film. It, uh, the one with Stallone, like industry. What is the one with the ensemble Expendables. cast? Expendables. The Expendables. That's the one I can yeah, think of. Yeah, that'll be her last movie ever, probably. Um, yeah, I wouldn't want to fight her. She knows techniques and moves. <laughs> yeah, she's 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 probably legitimately top twenty toughest woman in the world. Um, she's about to have a baby anyway. I think she's they're working on getting. Then I could take her. Ooh, right now. the timing is right, Taylor. Bam! <laughs> basket. Her boyfriend will kill you, but that's. He will, oh shit! Her. I forgot about her boyfriend. Okay, I, don't, I don't want to fight anyone anymore. <laughs> no, Brie Larson is a good pick. I like it. Um, Brie Larson, who's, Mickey who's Rourke. Another, Mickey Rourke uh, has gotten just old enough that he'll he's going to take a real beat down. You know, he was in the wrestler like eight. He's years a real ago fighter though. He's Man, he's older. shorter than I thought he would be. Well, yeah. wait, if we're going that, what about like Denzel Washington or Liam Neeson? These are guys that you oh. from them enough, they might have a heart attack, right? I do not want to fight Liam Neeson. No? I, I, I would rather fight Liam like than Denzel. Dude. I feel like when I watch Liam Neeson films, maybe this is just me, but it feels like when I'm watching it, it feels like they're trying real hard with the editing to make a guy that's pretty slow like look yeah. a lot tougher than he actually <laughs> yeah, he is. he is not an athletic runner, and he does a lot of running. And Here's a better question. Well, I for the he should star in a movie called The Algebra Teacher. I, who are the action stars that you absolutely wouldn't want to fuck with? And let's remove the ones who are like uh, WWE stars. So, oh, wait, the, is The Rock a former wrestler? Yes, of course. Okay. The Rock is an. I don't watch wrestling. Wait, I don't oh, think. Yeah, of course, of course. His the name Rock. is The Rock. Wait, do you think he was born with that name? Like, that's <laughs> I thought, I thought, I thought it was just a cool ass name. He no, was a professional that's his wrestling wrestler. name. He was a professional okay. wrestler, not a wrestler. All right. Wrestler. Well, you know, I'm he played the football. Played retard right he now. Played college that's football. He was second. He was. Well, and he was second from starting uh, uh, for for like maybe the Buccaneers behind like Warren Sapp or somebody like like the guy who started in front of him was like a, a famous. Well, that player. guy is enormous. Yeah, yeah he's like, not, like, like Keanu Reeves. I keep calling him. Apparently, that guy's like a. I don't know if he's BJJ purple belt or if I made that up, but like he legit picks up like movie skills for these movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, gun people. Kyle's one of them. Can attest to the fact that he's actually good with a weapon now. Like. You, I, I can't read. Oh, I could I, beat the shit out of Harrison Ford. Ooh, he's good pick. I like he's that. He's 100 years old. No, no, no people over 70, all right? Well, then, then my Let's list is getting shorter. Yeah, that's shorter. half the guys I can beat up, Kyle. <laughs> how about the kid that plays Spider-Man? Uh, how t what's his name? Hmm. Um, um, which Spider-Man? I'm talking Tobey Maguire, of course. Tobey oh. Maguire, Andrew Garfield, or uh, the new one Holland, whose name's escaping. Tom, Tom Holland. Yeah. Tom Holland. Oh, that guy's 5'8". Yeah. I could take him. Yeah, I think so too. I he think looks very Tom skinny. You know, I feel like he didn't get ripped like Tobey Maguire did. Tobey Maguire back in the day, it's easy to forget, but when he was in that first Spider-Man movie, they did that thing where they so he wakes up on day 1 like as Peter Parker and he's getting mm -hmm. dressed in front of the mirror and he's like a nerdy guy. He's he's not fat, he's he's not he's very skinny, like no muscle tone whatsoever. And then he gets bitten by the radioactive spider and then the next day he wakes up to do the same routine you saw him do the first day. Well, they skip forward like a year. And, and, and in that year, he had a nutritionist and a personal trainer and probably some roids. And he takes off that fucking shirt or whatever. And he's just like, it, like he's got pecs. He's got like everything is just ripped to fucking shreds. That he's was so the big. scene that made me want to see that movie. I, I, so I, I saw that scene as a trailer in front of another movie. Yeah. And uh, dude, like he, what happens is he surprises himself. He, he wakes yeah. up the next morning. He doesn't know anything's changed. He's just getting dressed, and he has maybe a full-length mirror. And he's just yeah. like, oh, look at me. That's, that's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. That would really be the cool. coolest feeling in the world, just waking up with a six-pack. 
Wouldn't that be nice? He wakes up and he's top 1% in the world fitness. Better than that. He's top like 0.02% in the world fitness. He looks like a He had to be on roids. He looks so much better. I I, I think it was Joe Rogan who said, if you take the steroids out of Hollywood, Jonah Hill's the healthiest guy there. (laughs) (laughs) You have to consider for Hollywood, like getting their bodies like built for these movies is their job. And I don't think there's regulations on roiding. There absolutely is not. Well, I mean, there's laws against it. But they just get a doctor well, to prescribe the the steroids for uh what you know various uh-huh. conditions. Oh, I didn't know that was how it worked. I thought they just yeah. turned a blind eye to to actors. Well, because there's a lot of people <laughs> that will look at like people like gaining. Um, man, I think it was was it Chris Pratt in yeah. like six he got months. He like in impossible progress, right? Like, and one of the biggest like markers of like if somebody is juicing is like how quickly do you make progress? And some of these guys became impossibly jacked. Christian Bale has done it too, where he's gone from nothing to like absolutely fucking yep. shredded in like months, like months periods oh, yeah. of time. Yeah. You could tell that Tom Hardy when he played Bane was on him briefly, not long enough because he's got like the telltale steroid traps. Yeah, that yeah. like that meet right below your ears. Like, Mark Wahlberg was on them for sure um, for his entire life. <laughs> Who's the guy that played Creed? Um, He's like oh, three Michael names. B. Jordan. Yeah, that guy is on roids. One Absolutely. of the one of the um like telltale signs of roid growth is their deltoids respond super well. They're called capped yeah. deltoids or something. And yeah. his, he's just bulked out there. All right. So this brings me to what something I wanted to talk about. Rambo five. I think it's Rambo five. So Ram- there's fir- so there was first blood, and that's in Oregon after the war, right? That's when the police chief roughs him up, calls him like a war deserter coward, beats yeah. him up, hits him with the hose, the delousing, and then they fight it out in the Oregon wilderness. Nobody dies in that movie, if I remember correctly. It's a, it's but it's it's a very good, uh, you know, Vietnam uh, war statement. Then the second Rambo is like a flashback. He goes, you, you see him in Vietnam doing his thing, if I remember correctly. But but he's in Vietnam fighting. His girlfriend gets killed. He kills a lot of Russians. He's got the bow. He's cut throats. Then Rambo 3, he goes into Afghanistan, and he fights with the Afghanistanis. The good guys. The good guys. The The Mujahideen. As as they said at the end credits of the movie, thank you to the the brave and gallant Mujahideen. No, Um, they didn't. They absolutely did. Uh, It's been edited. Google that one right now. You'll see it. That was Uh, back when Afghanistan was the good guys and Russia was the bad guys. Absolutely, it was. The 80s. So he he fights them in the third one because they've kidnapped his mentor, his colonel or whatever. And then the fourth one, of course, I want to say it's like Cambodia. They they keep renaming those fucking countries down there, (laughs) Laos or whatever. But anyway, he's down in one of those countries in Southeast Asia. And the, uh, the missionaries... Uh, there's a blonde lady who's at, who played Dexter's wife in the Dexter show. She's one of them. They get kidnapped by like the most evil fucking like military, like militant group ever. Like this guy is literally a pedophile, uh, who, who, uh, who like machine guns civilians. They impale babies on like uh, bayonets and throw them into fires and stuff. And Rambo has to go in and make things right along with like a, uh, a team of the Mujahideen. Yeah. The, <laughs> the gallant Mujahideen. And then, and th- that was only a few years ago, maybe eight, ten years ago. And I liked that one a lot. Very gory, the goriest of all the Rambo movies. He disembowels a man at one point. It's great. He gets on a fifty cal uh, uh, Modus, and he starts, and people are exploding like they're fucking rodents getting shot with a rifle. They just, just whole heads blow up, whole chest and explode. It's good shit. And you think, and at the end, he's like, "I'm going back to where it all began." And you see him walking down a dusty road to Arizona, and there on a mailbox, Rambo. It's his parents' house. He's going home finally after after he, you know, he left from Vietnam and he never went home again. And finally, he's going home. Well, the new Rambo picks up 
parents have died. The name is they're, great. Because they're like 150. And he's fighting the Mexican drug cartel. And the trailer really got me pumped up. He's still, he looks, he looks like he'd still do it to me. He looks fit enough, you know, still owns on all kinds of drugs. And he's still got that gravelly voice. And he still can sharpen a mm. fucking knife and make a booby trap. So I'm sold. I'm down for this new Rambo. What's the title? Last, last blood. blood. Last. Right? It blood. went from first blood to last blood, which I like because <laughs> I think Stallone's over seventy now. So there's not going to be a Rambo very last blood. Annoyingly jacked yeah. for a guy his age. It's like, god damn it, I'm going to look like a piece of shit by the time I'm that age if I make it. You're seventy-two I'm... and you're ripped out of your mind. I'm ready for this Rambo movie. I, I, it's been in production for a while. I've kind of been following it a little bit. Whenever an article would come out, I'd read up on it. I knew that he was fighting the Mexican drug cartel for a while. And, uh, and yeah, I'm pumped. I, there's definitely a scene where like he gets the shit beaten out of him by like 40 like cartel members. And you're like, oh, this is the inciting event. They have fucked up. Oh, you, you maybe should have thought twice before you came up against me. <laughs> all right, all right, all right Mr. Stallone, let's give it one more go. Try to enunciate. He's such a bad actor. It reminds me of some of those uh, some of those Dark Knight scenes where they went a little bit too hard on the Batman voice. Screaming <laughs> <laughs> at the jugger. Don't you? I'm sorry, Batman. I can't understand what you're saying. Where is the fucking? I, like <laughs> I don't think the there's Joker's... A, there's, a quote, there's a quote in the trailer. Like, I want them to know that death is coming. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it would been crap. the funniest little dialogue in Batman with Bane where he's like, I don't even know what I'm doing. Where are going? <laughs> oh, you're never going to win with The original Bane voice. Did you, did, has anyone here has anyone here heard the the original Bane voice before they went back and re-edited it? No, no I, I didn't even know there was one. I I want to say I, I swear to God I heard this at one point in time, but I haven't been able to find it. But they originally had his voice. You actually like couldn't understand a lot of what Bane was saying, and they went back and they redubbed. I think almost all of it. Chiz does a really good Bane. Oh damn! There's a coffee cup involved in the impression, but he you know he does do a really good Bane. <laughs> that was man, I loved that movie. Even though there were a lot of dumb parts and like silly things, like, and I don't have the perspective of seeing all these superhero movies that Marvel released, but those three movies are my favorite superhero movies all time. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're so so good. Uh, who, we... who directed that? Nolan. Uh, yeah, yeah. Christopher, those are Christopher Nolan. All of Nolan's later movies are really good until you look at them a little bit too close, and by that I mean like at all. Like um, I think the entire like instigating plot of the um, of the Dark Knight Rises is actually absurd. Like the, like basically what happens is is somebody breaks into the stock exchange, the New York Stock Exchange, right? The Gotham Stock Exchange, and then the next day, the richest man in the world happens to lose all of his money, and nobody thinks twice about it. <laughs> like <laughs> that's like the whole start of the movie. Everybody's like, "Oh, that's how strange that that happened to you, Bruce." And yeah, I watched the action yeah, scene. Yeah, well, when you put it like that. <laughs> <laughs> I saw there's a YouTuber. He does. Uh, I think he works in Hollywood. He did some editing critique of the action scene where there's like the chasing a tractor trailer and the mm-hmm. Batmobile is doing. If you try to like actually follow it intellectually, like it's impossible. He's on the left side. He's on the front. You have no idea. You're inside the car. You can't tell what's up and down. The, That's the, the point of Batman. The things they establish become untrue seconds later. You know, like now we're looking in the direction it's traveling. Now we're looking out the back, that, and there's been no, you know, that, transition. That third Batman movie is so bad. It it, it really is a shit. The one movie. with Bane. 
Yeah, the one with Bane. It's bad. It's a bad movie. It's not a good movie. I liked it. it. Bad movie. I liked it. it. Listen, I need to rewatch it. There are a it. lot of problems, man. There are a lot of problems in that fucking movie. But if your heart didn't do a little flutter when the when the fire goes up and that bat thing appears, <laughs> there's something there's something goddamn wrong with my you heart as an didn't American, go up. Okay, you should have had a my, good feeling in yourself. My suspicions you went up because <laughs> how did he fucking do that? He's fucking Batman. What do you mean? Yeah, I, just, a robot I wish they had shown. I wish they'd shown the eight hours that must have taken him, like attaching the rappelling gear and like like getting some of it wrong and be like, ah, oh, fuck, <laughs> and like like having like like remove whatever flares or whatever he's using to do that and like getting sore and then stopping for a sandwich because he's gonna get hungry halfway. Yeah. Like like it's he's not a superhero. The, he's just a rich guy. He's just a rich so guy. It seems and, and like got... you're wasting a good bit of time here when you could be out fighting baddies. You know, Shut up, Bobby Butler. <laughs> this is going to be cool. There's a bomb. <laughs> this is going to be so cool. There's a nuclear <laughs> weapon ticking down, and he's up there like like hammering flares yeah, into, into the Brooklyn shit. Bridge. <laughs> when the, so, uh, the worst part is the fight. Okay. The stadium blew up. Was cool. Blowing up was cool. The yeah. worst part yeah, is the cool. fight at the end. In broad daylight. That was where dumb, ba- you're right. Look, you don't put Batman in broad daylight. It's not a good look. It's like having sex with a fat girl. You do it in the dark, all right? You, you turn the lights all the way off, and you just get flashes. Of, and, and you're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. There's no way that me and three of my buddies could beat up a guy in an armored suit trained in combat who we can't even see very well. We can't get a hold of him. He's like he's, he's like Tom Hardy greased up in that movie. Like maybe you lay hands on him once, but God, is he covered in razor blades? And where did he go? But when it's broad daylight and he's showing up with like messed up vertebrae, blown out knees, and he's just like, bring it on. It's like, I don't think the problem was the Batman. The problem <laughs> wasn't the good, good. Stab him in the eye. God, they didn't bring any guns. Exactly. Nobody brought a gun. Nobody brought a fucking gun to that fight. Like, 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 you want to talk about suspending disbelief? There were gun laws in Gotham. Stupid. No, it was like gangs in New York style, though. Yeah. The whole, the whole point. You're not allowed to carry. That a guy with a gun killed his parents, right? Like criminals. Well, that guy was breaking the law. Oh well, we well, Bane is literally leading a militia that's taken over the entire fucking city and the police department. They have the police department. Buried underground. They have access to the entire armory. They have access to everything. And yet somehow nobody's got a gun. When Batman showed up there at the end with all the police department and they're doing that fucking cliche where you like slap the billy cub on their hand like, time to throw down, Mr. Bane. Like a West Side story. He should have just gone, <laughs> boom, and killed that guy. And like, <laughs> when you're a jet, you're a jet oh, all the way <laughs> from your first cigarette to your last dying day. <laughs> no, just me. Okay. I don't know why, but it feels like they were too scared to like actually choreograph any bite and any Batman fighting, which is very weird because like in all of Batman's lore, he's like the king fucking martial artist. Yes. And even in the mm-hmm. beginning of the Dark Knight, the, the or I'm sorry, Batman begins. Yes. Right? It was the first That's of the right. trilogy. Yeah, yeah they show him going to learn like the ninjutsu shit and everything. And you're led to believe that he's very like physically adept. And when you watch like um like the Marvel um, like Captain America, that's how I would expect Batman to fight, doing like yes. crazy flips and like fighting. But the the fights between him and Bane were like it was like the old action figures. Remember growing up, how they had like two you, points of movement where you twist like the torso. It was like rock 'em sock 'em robots. Yeah, yeah. And the, and the whole fight, it was like uh uh uh. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like they couldn't like spend a little bit more money on this part. Like what they use all the budget yeah. on? Like, it doesn't make sense at all to me. And and that's. Like that's why I like John Wick a lot, right? Like, like oh, yeah. I really like John Wick because ninety percent of it, maybe eighty-five, whatever, 
is mm-hmm. very legit. Like like from the martial arts to the uh, the the, the gunplay to mm-hmm. the gun fu, which is you know the fusion of the two, the driving, all that stuff. Keanu's doing most of that stuff. They're not putting some CGI in and making him look like he just jumped a car. They jump a fucking car, you know? They're not making it look like he just reloaded a gun. He reloaded a mm-hmm. gun. They're, he's throwing the punches. He's doing the throws. He's doing the jujitsu. Like, he's doing all of it. And, and when you see the behind the scenes of him training and, and shooting three gun, pistol, rifle, shotgun, I, he could really do it. It's quite impressive. I really like the reloads. I, for some reason, yeah. that's incredibly important to me in John Wick. Cal, me too. If, if this gun has seven rounds in it, he never shoots more than seven rounds between reloads. Like, I don't know why, but that's like incredibly important to me. And it's one of the, it's movies. very important to me too. I buy it. It does take you out of the moment. If someone has a revolver and they go like, blam, 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 <laughs> It's like, where, where, where's this fucking coming from? Yeah. I can't or, it every or, single or sometimes time. when you'd see a movie where <clears throat> somebody would go to shoot somebody and like the guy would be like, Hey, there's no magazine in your gun. And it's like, Oh, well, did you rack the slide? Like, it's like, it's just, yeah. like yeah, where they just like eject the magazine and somehow like the bullet inside the gun is like disappeared. I, I've seen yeah. so many instances of it. Like one of the big things is sound mixing. Mm-hmm. Um, Hollywood loves the pump of a shotgun. Mm-hmm. They love to throw that in. That's like fucking, that's like a, that's their lens flare. The audio guy for the audio guy, a, sh- a, sh- a shotgun pumping is their lens flare. They, they're like, let's throw in a couple shotgun pumps. Wait, uh-huh. two? But he's, he's holding a Glock. <laughs> throw it in there anyway. <laughs> The, the kids love it. And like the guy will have like a double barrel shotgun. You don't pump double barrel. Well, sometimes you pump double barrel shotguns, but not the one he has. For all intents and purposes, you don't pump a double You don't pump them. And he's just like, boom, boom. Chick, chick. And you're like, wait, wh- wh- where was the chick chick? Yeah. Like, or, or in like, if you go back to Anaconda, it's one of my favorites because it just, I was almost able to buy into John Voight fighting a giant Anaconda in the Amazon <laughs> with Ice Cube and Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> un- until the point where... He has a bolt action rifle and he's shooting at the anaconda and he's shooting it semi automatically. He's just bang, bang, bang. And I'm just like, the, the actor sees the bolt, right? Like, like even if you don't know what a gun is, you've, you've seen a movie where the guy, you know, does mm-hmm. the bolt action. Like, it must be they, so they disappointing for somebody. Guns. If you get to like your 20s or 30s and you've never held a gun shooting and you, for your first time, you get to pick up an AR 15 and you pick it up off the table. I imagine how many people just like move it and they're like, it's not making any noise. I don't know. Like, you know they, anytime you, you pick up a gun, it's like, <laughs> it's really clicky. It's like, where's all happening? the clicks yeah. and pops? I remember the first time I got to play with a, with a real sword, uh, with, with some Japanese Kodachi or Katana, I, I, I drew it out. And all I heard was the sound of the, the metal, like kind of scraping against the scabbard, like the wooden scabbard. Yeah, the I was like, this isn't wood. the ching. Yeah. Where is my ching? Like what? Doesn't exist. It yeah. doesn't exist ring like that. Not at it all. It never does. No. Ever. No. Why would Never. it ring unless you're pulling your sword out of an, a metal case? Another metal case, yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh, wait. Which is notoriously good. No, it's not metal. Sword. That would fuck up the blade. So the uh, inside of scabbards are either bamboo, uh, some other type of wood, or leather. And so the sound of drawing a sword is... <laughs> it's like, it's like, <laughs> no wonder they change it. Yeah. yeah like, it's, it's, it sounds it's, like you're drawing like a chopstick or something across like a table. Like a table. As I think about it, I don't know why you'd have a metal... Is it called a scabbard? Because that would yeah, be yeah. really heavy, like way heavier than yeah. better alternatives like leather. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, uh, but it does. I, that's something I'm willing to suspend my disbelief on. Like when you <laughs> see a, a couple sword fighters go in, if I heard like a <laughs> coming out of that, it would take me out of it. I'm going to hear the shing, you know, the really amp up the moment. One of my favorite, while we're doing this, I always plug this as much as I can. My absolute favorite gunplay movie of all time, which is an insanely weird movie. 
maybe underrated, I don't know, most people seem to like it, is fucking Tom Cruise and Collateral. That movie is on fucking point. Oh, I've never seen that. It's very Holy good. It's very shit. good. When it's he kills Tom the Cruise two and dudes Jamie in Fox. the alley. Oh my God, yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's so well done. He When he, he puts two in the chest and he reloads before he takes a final shot. Oh, it's such a fucking, I love that movie. Um, yep. I really like that everything is like very tight and very concise in that, yeah. He's a very cool character in that movie. He's got the the gray hair, mm -hmm. and uh, Jamie Foxx is real thrown off by the whole thing. He's like, you killing motherfuckers. <laughs> it's, just, it's great. It's 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 really good. Uh, Collateral's great. That's a great movie. Uh, I was what was I gonna say about Tom Cruise earlier? I don't know. I don't buy it. He's a great actor, but I have a hard time. Oh, we were talking about like movies where actors were miscast as action stars, okay. and the biggest one for me ever is ja is Jack Reacher. Uh, Jack Reacher. Um, you know, Who we've talked that? about. So essentially, Jack Reacher, it's this, uh, this series of novels about this retired military guy who's now become kind of a, a crime fighter. Is sort it of Tom a, Clancy, mm -hmm. I think, maybe? Mm, I don't think so. No? Okay. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and his thing is, he's a big, hulking guy. The, the Rock is the perfect person to play him. It's, the per it's literally the Rock size in the books. He's like 6'5 or something, 260. And there's, like, there's parts of the books where he'll oh. kill someone with a bear hug. Or he'll uh, he'll break a neck with his bare hands. That's cool. Or, like 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 he's a very rough and tumble, scary guy. Like he's out to do mm -hmm. good in a bad way. Cool character, and uh, and he's also a bit of a like a detective. Like he'll show up, something will go wrong, and he'll show up into town. Uh, you know, somebody will call him late. Like I need Jack Reacher, and Jack will show up, and he'll get to the bottom of it, and he'll beat and torture a one man and kill. a team. Absolutely, and they cast. Tom Cruise and there's this one scene where like he's in the bar and these guys are just trying to pick a fight with him and uh, they keep on and they keep on and he's like all right and they go out in the streets and uh, they're squaring up you know Tom Cruise is like getting his dukes up and the other four or five young punks are getting ready to they've been hired to take him out Tom mm -hmm. Cruise doesn't know this at the time he's just before they start he goes wait before we start I just want you to remember you wanted this and he beats the dog shit out of all five of them in a very convincing way. He's like catches a kick, punches the guy in the nuts, like like throws that guy down. Are, are they having to do like Lord of the Rings style filming to like make the like, hobbits look smaller than Gandalf? Like, because <laughs> I, I think oh, I he's only that, like five five or something. No, like they show six, him as a little fellow. Five, that, that and and he's a little guy. You know, he's still him. I'm sure he's got his lifts in and everything. Get him on up to five five. But uh, <laughs> it, through, throughout these films, and there's two of them. I have a hard time with Tom Cruise beating up, you know, 45-year-old Tom Cruise beating up so many young, yeah. strong-looking guys. Young bucks. With his bare hands for the most part. Like, he really, I mean, there's a lot of weapon play. Uh, there, there's there's sniping and machine gunning and handguns and knives and stabbing, knives and stabbing weapons. And, mm. but, but the my, ah, come on, he's a little fella. Don't put him in there. I can buy Mission Impossible. He's. He's kind of a secret agent. All right, I'll buy it. I'll buy it because he's so goddamn good at them, and they somehow they keep getting better. Every sequel's better than the last. I, I can do it. Yeah, just put the rock in that role and just retcon it to make the guy Samoan. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I don't know if this is Perfect. something related to Tom Cruise, but he there's this thing where I feel like when I read like plot synopses, I just feel like he's in movies that have no business being good, but they end up being like decent movies like every yeah. time like i don't know if i've seen a tom cruise movie he's the anti-leonardo like, leonardo dicaprio yeah he, like I'm, he finds bad scripts and makes them great 
You never walk out of a Tom Cruise movie thinking like, God, that movie's fucking horrible. Like maybe not as great as it could have been, but like, um, what was it like the what was the the, the world end tomorrow or end of tomorrow? Oh, yeah. Or whatever. Um, yeah, like that was an okay movie. Was I that like the that day movie after more tomorrow? Than you. Was that no, 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 not the day after tomorrow. It's it's the War of the Worlds. Oh, okay. oh, oh! I was thinking of a no, different World one. No, World War was, Z, right? But that's he, Brad Pitt. That's Brad Pitt. Oh, well, he was me. in. What the hell? I can't. Seconds ago, Kyle just said it. It was in World of the War, World War of the Worlds. I, what was the one where, like, Beyond Tomorrow? Maybe is that what, um, with um, the time travel? Oh, oh, um, that's uh, Live Die. Um, uh, Repeat. Yeah, that that was the original. Like, like it might have had a different um, name in America. It, it did. It did. Um, Live Die Repeat. That's so dumb. Well, was... they did change it. <laughs> uh, Live Die I, Repeat. Oh, you expect to live Edge of tomorrow. Street, Edge of tomorrow. Yeah, that was really good. I thought Edge of tomorrow was great. Edge of tomorrow was great. Uh, and, and it just goes to show, like, like he has made so many really good movies that aren't thought of as like, like, like top top tier. They just kind of fly under the right, like Collateral, Edge of Tomorrow, um, Minority Report. You ever see Minority Report? It's a Steven yeah. Spielberg movie. That one's amazing. Special yeah. effects and sci-fi. Like they 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 craft a whole future reality where where they have these. Three individuals who uh, can see the future, and they're like keeping them in this tank, and they just they pre- they they predict crimes of the future. And I'm not talking about like, you know, huge like world-ending crimes. They're not stopping future Hitlers. They're stopping a jealous husband from stabbing his wife. And you get you get this all of a sudden. This new police department gets a report. Hey, Woody's gonna stab Jackie in three hours. We gotta get there. And they fucking fly in with like hovercrafts, storm in, and they like pull his arm back before he can like. You know, is it like that, or are they like innocent? Like, can they claim like I wasn't gonna? Oh wait, that's and that is the plot of the movie. movie. Uh. The Minority Report is that one report that was wrong, where the guy was thinking about it, he wanted to, and he was gonna. My bad, sorry. But he didn't. (laughs) (laughs) But he he didn't. And the and the plot of the movie is Tom Cruise is this law enforcement agent who's doing this shit. And all of a sudden they show up for him because they think he's going to kill a guy. And so the whole movie is him running from his own agency being like, I don't even know this man. I don't even know this man you think I'm going to kill. And I'm not going to spoil it because it's an excellent movie, Mm. but it doesn't end the way Tom thinks it's going to end. And it doesn't end the way the audience thinks it's going to end knowing more than Tom. It's a really cool ending because it's kind of a mind fuck what's going on. Um, There's a lot. There's a lot going on. We should probably do an ad and then I have a topic I'm excited about. All righty then. Well, let me tell everybody about Squarespace. Ooh. This episode of PK is sponsored by our friends over at Squarespace. Whether you need a domain, website, or online store, make your next move with Squarespace. With easy-to-use tools, you can create a beautiful website or on Square, Squarespace's all-in-one platform. There's nothing to patch, install, or upgrade ever. You can create a beautiful website or online store with an award-winning template. Squarespace's award-winning templates are the most beautiful way to represent your ideas online. Squarespace also offers a unique domain experience that's fully transparent, and simple, to, and simple to set up. They're trusted by millions of people and some of the most respected brands in the world. Squarespace is used by a wide range of creatives and people, including musicians, designers, artists, restaurants, and more. Everybody needs their own corner of the internet today. So get started and start your free trial at squarespace.com slash PKA to get 10% off your first purchase. That's squarespace.com slash PKA. Begin the next move in your career today with Squarespace. Check them out. You need a website? That's how you get one. 
And of course, this episode is brought to you by Original Grain, the premier maker of wood and steel watches. With an unwavering commitment to authenticity, innovation, and next-level craftsmanship, Original Grain is a world-class creator of one-of-a-kind timepieces. Original Grain has some of the most unique watches you've ever seen, and it's certainly the most unique gift that you can give this Father's Day. Time's running out. Each Original Grain watch tells a story, like the Whiskey Collection, the only watch handcrafted with genuine reclaimed bourbon barrels like the new york yankees watch made with reclaimed wood from 1923 yankee stadium wooden seats it's not only a timepiece; it's a piece of time that's pretty cool <clears throat> yes it is an original grain watch is the perfect gift for dad or anyone in your life who appreciates quality craftsmanship and style original grain watches started just 169 dollars with free shipping worldwide and easy returns plus original grain Plants a tree for every watch sold. They've planted over half a million trees so far. We've got a special deal for our listeners, of course. For a limited time, you can save 30% on your order at OriginalGrain.com, but only when you use your special code PKA at checkout. Some exclusions apply. See website for details. Original Grain watches are absolutely beautiful, and they have an incredible selection of unique and stylish watches for both men and women. Visit OriginalGrain.com to see for yourself, and again, be sure to use the code PKA at checkout, checkout to save 30% off your order. And we thank Original Grain for sponsoring our podcast and sending us these lovely, lovely watches. We all picked a different color, but a similar style. I like that. It I received this, it today. Came in this fancy little box. And there was an envelope that said, do not unbox before show. And so I threw that envelope in the trash immediately, of course. Never read it. Um, I did but, not read it either. Yep, didn't read it either. Uh, but, but here are the watches. Like them a lot. The red part is wood. Uh, and it's, it's it's real fancy. It's it's not rough wood. It's It's been like... Gloston high quality wood. Yeah, this isn't the kind of wood that some no. uh, hucks is trying to sell you. This is the best wood out there. Good I, wood. I read the thing that said not to unbox it, so I didn't. There's a heft to it. Oh la di da! Woody read the instructions <laughs> for the handwriting. What a surprise! <laughs> There's as long a... as we don't have another hundred percent food situation, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could totally like use this as a as a, as a weapon. Yeah. Or something. Anyway, like I, it, I, it, I actually think this watch is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah fair. I like mine a lot. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it right here. <laughs> I got like, the aviator, and I actually like the one Kyle picked a lot too. Kyle picked first, so I wanted to be sure to get one that he. Didn't I like get. the and, and Woody was. I, I mentioned that to Woody. I was like, "Hey, we picked the same watch, just different colors," and he's like, "I like yours better," and I was like. I like yours better. <laughs> like, like, like I didn't see his color before. And, and like, after I got mine, I was like, damn it. Woody went second and got the better one. I fucked myself here. Um, if, if I, now, if I, I could forgot through to the screen to Chiz's and like, message. And so oh. he, he picked mine out and I like it. It's more like as an ad for the Bumblebee movie. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, if, I could swap, if I could reach through the screen and swap with Woody, I totally would right now. I, I prefer the darker color, but I like the red. I'm happy with what I got. But uh, but yeah, I like Woody's a lot. Best of the bunch, in my opinion. If mm-hmm. it makes you feel better, Kyle, I also like Woody's more. Now I want to keep it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trading with you. Mine's the best because you guys said it was. <laughs> you're like the kid on the playground like way back in the day when you're trading yep. Pokemon cards and you <sighs> wanted to trade for something and then someone's like, no, don't trade that one for that. And suddenly you're like, oh. A, a new, you know, sense of value for this car has been imbued on me. Totally, what happened? No, of course not. I'm not trading that. I was so dumb once when I was like nine that, <laughs> that this kid I went over to his house and he swindled me. He was like, "All right, you give me your hollow foil Nido King, and I'll give you a hundred energy cards." And I was just like, 
a hundred to one can't miss. <laughs> and then later realized like back at home, like, Oh, you fucking retard. You give me that one $10 bill. I'll give you a hundred pennies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, just by volume alone <laughs> and wait, I'm, I'm winning. Are we on to my topic now? Sure. Yeah. What, what is it? This is the one. I, so I have talked a couple of times about this idea that if you have a porn video of you on the internet, it used to be, oh my gosh, it's on there, it'll never go away, this is a problem. And then it transitioned to, oh, actually, there's so much porn on the internet, it's just lost in a sea, right? You can't get mm -hmm. pee out of the ocean, you can't get your video off the internet. Those are just things that seem parallel to me. But mm -hmm. it can get lost in the ocean or the internet. Well, this guy has taken facial recognition software against porn and matched it up against social media like Facebook and Instagram. And he has 100,000 people, regular people, identified in their porn videos so far. So this idea that you're kind of buried could switch. And we could be like, hey, you know, I, I want to Google this Taylor. Not shit. sure if his last and name is in the public. And, and just like, you know, find yeah, it. Yeah, no, that guy's... That's pretty cool. This guy's a piece of shit. This guy's an absolute piece of shit. And if this gets out... Of course the, the, he's a piece of shit. The, the, the amateur porn industry will be destroyed such that it is... It, it, this is this garbage. guy is PKA's now, there's already, cool there's guy already of the week. Eye. No, Kyle, the homemade industry, which is yes. what you guys clued me into. Absolutely. Yeah. Are you familiar with Tiny Eye? I don't know. It. Is that a website? Yeah, so Tiny Eye lets you. Uh, it's a reverse image searching uh, thing, so you can like you can give it an image, and you can find out if it exists somewhere out on the uh, the interweb. Oh, okay. It's really good if someone's trying to catfish you. Um, you know, if somebody's like, "Hey, this is me. I'm Brittany," you'd be like, "Oh, really, Brittany?" Because it looks like you you were on the the fucking box of Kellogg's Frosty Flakes in 1997. <laughs> you lying whore. And she's like, "Yeah." I we sold a lot of flakes that yeah. <laughs> 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 like, like, you lying bitch. Dude, this guy's a fucking douchebag. Yeah. Like, it, I love that you guys have such everyone. a strong stance against people being identified. That I, I, you're right. You're right. I just, I, I think your venom is funny. I'm not, I'm not that. You're like, I'm going to get busted. Way. This but guy's an asshole. On this show, I give is hard and fast one way. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter if that's what I believe. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I, that uh, guy uh, is is ruining a lot of people's fun, and so I give him two thumbs down. He is not PKA's cool guy of the week. He has successfully yeah, I, identified a hundred thousand young ladies, so we're safe. Ladies. <laughs> I already picked shame. PKA's cool guy of the week, oh? being the guy who decided that the female squash players who won their tournament should get dildos as prizes. <laughs> that I, was last week. That's the cool guy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> the cool guy of last week. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I want to. I want to like see that like locker room experience where they're all opening up their fucking rabbits and they're just like and one and they're all just a couple of them are like, this is disgusting. This is disgusting, Stacy. And then one of them's just like, I don't know, it's seven functions, you know. This is, this <laughs> one of them's like, of you're right, line. this is an outrage. Give me everything you guys got, and I'm going to take it to the GM. <laughs> Our squash tournament. Jackie and I won a dildo once. We, uh, we were on... All you had to do was take it up to the hills. <laughs> take it up to... I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> it, anyway, we were on, like, the newlywed show. It was at a bar environment. So, like, you went up, we sat on stools, we did whatever. And they asked you questions about how well you knew your partner. And uh, we were kind of intimidated. We were only dating, and there was like a married couple and an engaged couple and something else. And it seemed like they, we had a couple clues. 
Like if there were any song questions, it was Brown Eyed Girl. And that was one. If there were any penis questions, the answer was the most flattering answer available. And uh, I think that was at least one. But we won. And, uh, and nice. then the, there were a nice. bunch of like adult prizes in there. And it was like, ah. Was good. it a nice dildo? Did you get some use out of it? I, I don't think it was high end or anything, no. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I, I'm not familiar with the. I ordered one of those bad dragon dildos a while back. You know, the ones that look like, uh, like, like a dragon's cock. Or, mm-hmm. uh, or, or like, a, a Dude, that is beyond like that. degenerate. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, I ordered it in like March or something. It's been a full almost 70 days. They, they custom make each one. And apparently the back order for, for dog, horse, dragon, and like tentacle cocks is such, is such that they can't Which get, one did you get out to me. Oh, I got a huge horse cock. It's, it's, uh... it's. No, I get, Did you I get, get like a cool, like see-through purple or like a metallic yeah. color. Yeah, it glows in the dark. No, There's I got this going weird to be t- a backlog going through my order, Kyle. You'll have to wait your turn in <laughs> <Yeah>. line. <laughs> no, I got this weird tentacle. I got what this are you weird sitting there tentacle. like, man, mine must be showing up soon. <laughs> no, I, I ordered fifteen thousand of these things, and <laughs> Kyle's won't be coming till July. Yeah, it, it really is absurd. But there's a lot of customization, so they can't have them all pre-made because there's like. 15 different colors for each one, all these weird patterns and stuff. And sizes. And sizes and firmness. Um, And you you choose whether you want the cum tube or not. And so this is a tube that goes in the back and they sell this this cum lube by like the gallon. And it's like thick, white, viscous lubricant that looks like jizz. And and you've got this little pumpy thing like you're inflating a football and a tube that runs in the back of it. So you can like give yourself or your lady or whoever like a, a, a like a dragon cock cream pie it's this has unlimited prank potential <laughs> <laughs> it's great but but like 70 days now like like i could have made my own by now i could have mastered some sort of uh some sort of technique i gotta figured something out this man makes ballistics gel he can make a bad dragon that is right if i think ballistics gel would would lend itself well to this, I, I have some some one time use and the three weeks of cleanup. But you know that stuff gets gross. Actually, <laughs> yeah. like, now that I think about it, like like ballistics gel, like like if you leave it like too long, like it, it gets real like melty and gross and brown and stuff, and everything sticks to it. We need to change Dude, the Bad formula. Dragon's Twitter account has sixty two thousand followers, and it's just pictures of ro- rubber dicks. Insane dildos. That yeah, that website is some crazy stuff. Yeah. Oh, and they've got a they've got flashlights made like to look like mermaid. I'm not sticking my vaginas. <laughs> I saw those. I, I was like, I haven't nah. seen it yet, but I mean, come on, live a little. This is who who needs this much color <laughs> in in their fuck toys. People with mermaid fantasies. Yeah, absolutely. People with mermaid fantasies. Dude, that would have yeah. to suck dick to have like a an intense fetish for something that's just not real. Yeah, like a furry. I look. I, I'm. I'm, I'm, I'll die on the hill that that furries don't deserve like equal uh, equal equal rights to the rest of us. Like, like I know we already started the the web page and the Discord and the group. Stompafurry.org. Yeah. <laughs> Stompafurry. You got the dog org, dot org domain. You had to. Dot TV was taken. <laughs> <laughs> and dot com is way too discerning for our tactics. And I thought dot biz made us seem like a you know roughshod. We're not in this for the for the bills, all right? This is a this is a pa- this is a work of passion. All right. We're <laughs> we're here to do do God's work. The passion project. Yeah, I, See, I, I just I don't fuck I think it's it's silly. It's just fucking silly. It's just fucking silly. I understand if you if you like dicks. 
I understand if you if you feel like you're a woman and you but you weren't born one. I understand so many things. But if you tell me that you are a fox who wants to fuck rabbits, I don't believe you. You're a weirdo. I just okay, don't okay, believe okay. you. Let me take no, a shot I, at I'm this. I'm totally Kyle, on board with you the have probably hilarious. like snuggled a dog. You probably snuggled a dog while your shirt is off. It's no. a pleasant experience. No, it's never warm. It's furry. It's a good thing. It's only a hop, skip, and a jump from there to fucking a furry. I don't know what he's winning I, me I, over. These are strong I, points. I, I, I'm not. These, 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 these the are listeners are like, yes, I have hugged a dog with my shirt off, and it was warm and nice. Nah. That's not what our listeners are going to say about that. That's, that, that, that's, that's going to be some guy linking an album of him cuddling with his fucking dog <laughs> with a smirk that's just a little bit too knowing, <laughs> no. and you're going to wonder what's going on with the cameras. Back Maybe me up on this. On, who knows? Post you your pictures of you hugging your dog with no shirt on. I even I understand no bestiality more than, than, than the furry thing. Oh, it makes more sense don't. to me. No. It makes at more sense to me. At least, at least then you're attracted to another actual living creature, something that exists on this planet and does, in fact, have sex. But when you is go, just a, like a step away from the other fetishes, like no. latex people don't exist, but you know they're just wearing latex. Yeah, the only way I'd be cool with lingerie the, the furry people thing. don't exist. It's something we put on that makes yeah, us look sexy. Gimp people in their tight leather doesn't exist, but you put uh, it on, they, right? They exist. Yeah, yeah, Here, fair imagine, point. You know, well, about, furries oh, no, exist let's, let's, by let's, that let's, measure let's too. Let's put Steven in. He's been yeah. Yeah, imagine on. what if you had one of those fetishes that are totally what? Um, is it giantism? Is that where you dream of like having a woman that's like a like. Godzilla size that picks you up and like does stuff with your body or, or whatever. Vor. Yeah. Oh, or Vor getting eaten by monsters. And I don't know if you get off when they do that, but you're like in their body being digested. These are it's people very sexually who will charged. Never, yeah. yeah. These are people who will never or bug ever chasers. get removed. Uh, well, Oof. I mean, you can, you can do that if you want to. I mean, that, that's a, that's a dangerous fetish. To I'm not have. sure. It's Stephen a one off fetish. Bug, too. Chasing is. Uh, bug chasers don't chase fireflies in a meadow and giggle with their family. Bug chase, that's uh, gay, typically, isn't it? Gay people that go after like accumulating as much as possible, right? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah they absolutely. Want to get, uh, yeah. They want the HIV, yeah, and they want to get, and, and, and they, Taylor read us this, this post from a bug chaser about like the, the depraved ways in which he would go about chasing, and he's like in some sort of like gay club, like mm -hmm. dark room type environment, crawling on the floor on like, I think there was broken glass, but there was definitely used condoms everywhere. And he was like, he was, he was talking like, explicitly about like, I love going to this club, taking my shoes off at the door, hiding them in a booth and then searching for used condoms with my bare feet. Then I like to empty them into my mouth or ass. You know, it's just like, oh, Jesus, dude, like just, just wait, can you imagine wait, but how you get HIV from, from cum? Can you? Oh yeah. yeah. That's where yeah, you yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah. You get I thought you got uh, it from, from micro tears that happen in your skin as you have sex, and then that uh, and then it transferred blood the, to blood. The, the, that's part of it. That's why it's so prevalent in the game. Sometimes it's is that like the, the asshole when you're pounding it, like you're creating those micro tears, and then yeah. if someone has HIV, it is in their semen, and then that can go into those tears. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was one of the reasons why getting circumcised is supposed to help against HIV is because your foreskin micro tears will appear in that more often than not. So people that are circumcised don't have that happening. Another point skin. in Kyle's column. Another one. <laughs> another one. You You're never going to get me to be in favor of any, any kind of child genital mutilation. Yeah, unfortunately, we live in the U.S. where people don't usually have HIV, so it's not really. Yeah, I'm opposite of Taylor. Of I'm in like favor a, of lots of child mutilation. You hear that, folks? Taylor likes AIDS babies. <laughs>
as many you know, as he can get out there, as long as no <laughs> one doctors their penis up a little bit. AIDS babies everywhere, raining doctors from the sky. Their penis that's up that's fucking bit. Taylor's future. That's the is that the world you want to live in, where it's nothing but <laughs> anteater cocked AIDS victims crawling on the floor, putting used condoms in their butts? No, no, thank you, Taylor. <laughs> you know what? I, you flipped me entirely. I would think With that, that, that one would've... ill-structured sentence. You, you... <laughs> no, now here, here's a way that you could get into to furry fucking Kyle. If the the furry that you're fucking is just a mascot of a team that you hate, no, and still... it's more of like a hate fuck. It like, doesn't so have to be hate. Who do the Atlanta Braves? Who's their rival? Kyle? Uh, we're not fans of the Phillies. Um... Phillies. So the Philly frenetic, the fanatic, whatever. He's bent over. <laughs> And he's got his little, little ass flap. And then it's just a way for you to pound the Philly fanatic. You're telling yeah. me that doesn't get you a little off. No, it doesn't. And look, I, I differentiate between like putting like the ears on a girl and like one of those tail butt plugs or something like that. And going full to me, a furry is someone who's into that full Sonic the Hedgehog suit. I'm picturing a blue fox or like a, a, a red like you know, or like someone dresses the Tasmanian devil, essentially just covered in fur from head to toe. They don't look human in any way. They're just a bipedal cartoon character in a fucking mascot uniform with a, with an ass flap and or a crotch flap. I don't know why Taylor went the hate direction with it, right? Like I'm a Flyers fan. Well, why can't I get Jackie to dress up like gritty and go to town? I mean, that would be pretty funny. Gritty, <laughs> gr honestly, gritty is like they should teach about gritty in marketing courses in college because he you, is, was instantly viral. It was insanely popular and immediately got co-opted into so many memes, which is the way you want to you know, promulgate your own image. If you're in 2019, you got to get in the memes. And so hats off to the Flyers. They did a fantastic job and they've got bar none the most popular mascot in the NHL. And I think they have uh, one of the most beloved mascots in the MLB. The yeah. Philly Fanatic. That's too right? Do Man, you remember that? They got it down in Philly when it comes to mascots. Yeah. Do you remember that wrestler who, uh, like, like this is kind of related, but, you know, wrestlers have those personas. Yeah, right? Chris Benoit. No, that was the one who murdered his family and then killed himself. Um, <laughs> the, the, the other oh. poor persona. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, family side, as which is what I'm calling that, uh, is, is, is is a real topic. Um, no, uh, it was this wrestler who he was like it was like a brand new like persona. I don't remember what he was. He was like Electro or something like that, and he literally came out the Shock I Master. Shockmaster. <laughs> yeah, it was the Shockmaster. It's it. one of the funniest videos on YouTube. If anybody <laughs> out there is looking for a funny thing to watch, there is an, a WWE. It, uh, intro where they tried to take this guy and they put him in a stormtrooper helmet with sparkles all over it and he's this big fat fuck he's got like a, <laughs> a, 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 a fur cape on and he was supposed to come through the wall he's called the shock master who's supposed to be the next big guy and when they were introducing him you know the, the, the two teams of wrestlers are fighting and they're like well you don't know who we have on our side brother the <laughs> shock master and he was supposed to burst through this wall and they didn't tell him there's a two by Hang four on, at the bottom let's, of it are you sure we okay. can watch it I, I don't know what if we can it is so fucking worth it it's <laughs> oh my god i just watched it you have to watch it it's so <laughs> all right, right we'll give it a go i don't know i don't know <laughs> yeah I know. this last week we had a big issue we got blocked in certain I mean, countries it's, and... it's on the wwe youtube channel oh well then maybe you shouldn't actually if it's because it is because you'll get claimed pretty hardcore this is definitely oh, worth watching. Uh, here's one that's he on. Said it. 
here, here's a blur, <laughs> really so blurry funny. version on 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 Tress Peters YouTube channel. Uh, it's got 1.4 million views, and nobody has seemed to have a problem with this yet. We can we'll take a look at it. Blocked in another country or something, right? Yeah, it's that's the possible. challenge. I don't know. It yeah, seems last like week, been... everybody from Canada was like, "Hey, what the fuck, man? You know, I'm <laughs> just trying to watch the show." Yeah, put your turn your VPN on, you losers. <laughs> <laughs> The shock master. <laughs> Amazon has uh, detection for that VPN stuff now. I was in Canada recently, and I wanted to watch the Game of Thrones episode on my Amazon Prime, and apparently it's not available on the Canadian stuff there. So I hop on my VPN, and they're like, "Hey, by the way, we see you using a VPN. Fuck off." I was like, "Oh, wow." I, I think, damn, that I think, sucks. Yeah. Don't we have a VPN sponsor? Yeah, we do. Uh, Express VPN, maybe. Yes, use them. Get Express VPN to watch things you're not legally allowed to watch <laughs> <laughs> because well, of your country. Well, when you say it like that, well, it makes me want to buy it more. That's what it is, you know. <laughs> so. It's to uh, it's so that people don't trace you and follow and get up all in your business. Yeah, it's still but apparently this guy, this guy, the Shockmaster, after he made a total ass of himself <laughs> tripping over that, he went from being the new tough guy of WWE to being the guy that always loses. Like just a fucking loser, just a dope tripping around. So that was that was the most career defining trip of that man's life. His costume is so stupid. It's literally a stormtrooper <laughs> helmet covered in like bedazzled, Glittered. but it's so yeah. bedazzled he can't see, <laughs> and that's why he tripped. Yeah. <laughs> He's just coming out blind, all shiny and sparkly. Like was he ever gonna take it off? Like there's no way you could wrestle in that. And he is very overweight and his hell his when he when he comes barreling through i forgot his helmet falls off he's gotta scoop it up (laughs) oh what a dick (laughs) so funny when he falls and the best part is they have pyrotechnics when he bursts through the wall (laughs) yeah and and he's got to scoop the helmet up and like oh um um Oh, the Shockmaster uh, uh, here. Um, it's not yeah. even his voice. It's some other guy talking through a megaphone. Is it? Or not megaphone, the, through the you know surround sound. Brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? What? Wrestling is great. We. I, oh. I, there, there's. I don't know why you're not into it, Taylor. Like, I don't like the actual wrestling. It's like, not that I'm not into it. I've just never watched it in my life. You need to watch some YouTube like highlight videos of just them talking the sh- talking shit because it's acting essentially. Like The Rock, Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan. Uh, they're, no, they're, I've they're watched hilarious. the clip of where Hulk Hogan forgets his lines. He's like, do you actually believe that? Do you, Vince, do you really not? Do you believe that I forgot my I'll lines? I'll tell you once again, Vince, <laughs> if you really, if you're dumb enough to think that I would, that you, that's not the stuff i like i like it when (laughs) they genuinely turn a crowd around right like i forget who i i don't follow wrestling that closely i don't pretend to but there's one guy he got cancer he actually beat it i think he's back and but everyone hated him because he was getting this push when he didn't deserve it and he comes out they're all chanting negative things towards him and he has this look on his face like Wait, do you see what I do? And uh, he talks about how he has cancer, how he's going to stop. He's going to take a break. It's the fight of his life. Oh, my God. The entire arena turns around and starts cheering him. I like watching. There's a talent to changing 60,000 minds. I like it when The Rock goes out there and just decimates the other guy in popularity. And, you know, he might play a song, do a parody, whatever he needs to do. And I'm impressed. It's hard to work a crowd like that. 
and I'm seeing a kind of genius in action. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like the cancer guy, but um, I, I, <laughs> I like the ones I mentioned. Uh, Ric Flair is probably my favorite. Ric Flair is fucking hilarious. Uh, you know, the ESPN uh, movie, like documentary about Ric Flair is great. It's probably the second best one they've ever done. Is it 30 behind. for 30? I Those think are it's all part of that really series, good. but it's more like it's an hour long. So thirty for thirty didn't seem to apply. I was going to say that, but it seems like mm. it's like an hour, you know. And and thirty uh, for sixty. <laughs> yeah, thirty for sixty, and uh, <laughs> it's real good. Like show, showing your Ric Flair's ca- career, and uh, the interesting thing about him is everybody else has a persona. You know, Hulk Hogan is Terry Hogan in real life, and he lives a fairly normal life. You know, he doesn't beat people up or mm-hmm. anything. He doesn't. He doesn't talk like this, brother. I mean, he kind of does, but not that ridiculous. Well, he doesn't talk about his. He doesn't talk about his pythons a lot. Do you remember? You know, uh, life. Remember when he went on that? Uh, fuck, I don't remember the guy. He played in like a fucking CSI or some shit. But he went on to the uh, talk show that this guy hosted a long time ago, like like one of those like live shows or whatever. And this guy, you know what I'm talking about, right? He talked. The he guy from um, Law and Order. Yeah, 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 that's it. But this guy basically talked a lot of shit about wrestlers in the past, about how it's all fake, blah blah blah, or something, I guess. And uh. Terry or Hulk Hogan goes to demonstrate like a sleeper hold or whatever. Um, so <clears throat> real, we real can quick, watch this clip. Yeah, I guess. So if you don't know, there's two ways to choke someone out. One is you, they literally can't breathe and this takes, can take a long time minutes. Right. But the other one, if you cut off blood flow to a person's head, they can be passed out in literally six seconds. Like no joke, yeah. like six seconds, somebody can be passed out. Um, and so he demonstrates the sleeper hold on him. And in like, I want to say he literally held him. I think if you count it, it was like six seconds. And then he lets go of him. The guy drops and he like fucking busts the back of his head up. There's blood on the floor. I think he ended Shit. up suing him for it. But people, I, I, the, the rumors, or I guess what was being said afterwards is that um, Terry knew what he was doing and he just did it to, to because he wanted to fuck the guy up because he so, made fun of his wrestling shit. So when you say, so I'm just taking issue when you say he doesn't beat people. I don't know if that's totally true. This day he did. Um, let, let's watch this. This is Hulk Hogan. Uh, choking out Richard Belzer and uh, Mr. T is happy oh, to is be the there. CSI guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, it's the law and order it's guy. Like law and order. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ready, set, play. Yes. Or professional wrestling. <laughs> you just tell me, brother, when you want him to quit squealing, okay? All right. <laughs> We all started at 30 seconds, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about it, T? Keep him like that for a little while. Yeah, he, he's, he's out. He's, he's out, out now. He's out. Ooh, Bam. he dropped him a little carelessly. The, the head did the flippy flop thing. He's sleeping. He's sleeping. <laughs> he did. He dropped him like a sack of potatoes. He's sleeping. He has a head injury. Yes, yeah. it's bad. There's a lot of yeah. blood. See, it works. Dude, there's a lot of blood on that. It's hard to see. Yeah, you can see the blood. Yeah, you can, yeah. Oh, he just turned around. You can see on his coat. You see all the blood running down his collar. <laughs> Dude, <clears throat> I, he should have sued him for that. Yeah. I, I mean, it, but that's also very funny. Wait, look. look. <laughs> what is it? Are you still playing it? He's showing, oh, he's showing the stitches. Mm-hmm. Uh, where are you? Oh, I see. A uh, minute and 28. See, if something is very, very funny, you shouldn't be able to get sued for it. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was. If I were king, that would be the rule. So Ric Flair, however, his persona is he is this rich guy who fucks a ton of women, who wears gaudy jewelry, who who throws money around, buys everybody drinks. He he's got a he's got his own limousine. He's got his own private jet. This is his persona, and you're like, probably a family man that lives a small life. No, he is literally a man who owns his own private jet, his own limousine, fucks thousands and thousands of women 
wears a, he, he, there's this great story where he's got like this $20,000 Rolex and uh and he wakes up the next morning in bed with these women and he's like where's my Rolex at where's my Rolly and they're like you don't remember he's like no what well last night you took it off and it fell in the spaghetti like bowl flyer. and everybody laughed and you said fuck it i got eight of them and you left it's <laughs> 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 just like, he just threw the toy to start away and they, just story like after story like that of all the women and all the money that he would spend. And it, it, it's crazy. Like like the life that he lived, him talking to the sports psychologist about how much he drank. And they're like, I'm going to butcher the numbers. But but she was like, do you drink? And he's like, yes, yes, I do. How much do you drink? Um, um, five beers, and eight mixed drinks a day. <laughs> every day? Yeah, every day. And how long have you been doing that? 27 years 13 a day <laughs> you know something like that you know he's like you're telling me that you have 15 drinks a day every day for the last 25 years yeah yeah pretty much yeah. <laughs> she's like and he's like that's impossible <laughs> he's just like that's rick flair yeah. <laughs> and you gotta think like he was drinking that much alcohol but still looking that good like, mm -hmm. like incredible, like physique, like, of course, steroids, probably, but still regardless. <laughs> and, and, and he steroids, was famous. Definitely. I wonder how was, much, like how hard it is to be super fit on that kind of steroids. Uh, who knows? No um, but, but he was one of the guys who would cut, you know, bleeding is important in the ring to sell mm -hmm. that, that, that things are going on. He was really good at selling. Uh, and they talk about this in the documentary, you know, like if, if, if you hit Ric Flair, he screams, if you choke him, he's, ah, he's like really animated. And he would sell really well for the other fighter and make them look good. And he would also cut himself all the time. And a, a lot of the, the fighters from this era did that. They'd have a little razor blade and they'd cut themselves up in their hairline, like just inside the hairline or just below it. And he has so many scars up there now. And so does Dusty Rhodes. If you Google like Dusty Rhodes and look at him, so many scars, so much. It's like scarification at this point. It's cut, overcut, overcut, overcut right up there where his hairline used to be it's it's it was rough and you bleed a lot from a cut like that you know you just you just poke the the corner of the razor blade in essentially and you make a knot it's going to heal in a day or two but some it, it looks bad um great documentary on rick flair and then i, I always say it but you got if you're going to watch that you might as well watch the one about bo jackson uh uh called bonos they didn't cut i'm looking at some of these scars it's his whole forehead that's cut up yeah, they got carried away sometimes. Like, like the way you described it, it made it seem like these guys would just poke it, themselves, like a little bit under the hair where you can't see it. Yeah. No, man, these guys' foreheads are wrecked. Yeah, yeah. In a lot of instances, they, you know, it's it's years and years of doing it. They do, you know, a bunch of shows a month, and so they're cutting themselves continuously, and it's never really healing right. Yeah. Wow. So, and, and then like later on, it, get, it got more extreme where they got like tacks like in the in the ring and they're getting slammed on the tacks. And they're hitting each other with those big. We watched that. That was hardcore. They're slapping each other with fluorescent light bulbs, which makes really nasty cuts all over you. And uh, the barbed wire, <clears throat> you know, they're throwing each other into barbed wire and stuff like that. That's that's rough to watch. I don't care for that at all. Do they not do that anymore? They do do that. Just not so much. And like, like there's lots of different organizations. You can go, and the minor organizations are the remember remember that it's always. I'm sunny only episode? interested in bum fights. That's the only <laughs> WWE style thing I'll believe. 
Remember, it's always sunny when they have the 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 uh, the wrestler, and and they're like, you know, we thought you'd come in and do some figure fours yeah. and some the, the maniac and, and come off the ropes. And he's like, no, no, that don't sell no more. You gotta be, you gotta be extreme. You get we see the people like blood, you know, they like to see gore. And he's got like they're like, is that just a whole bucket of walnuts? Is that, is that, is that a bucket of chestnuts? Is he forging for his food? It's like, I didn't want to say it earlier, Mac, but every time you walk away, he's calling you the N-word. Why is he saying? No, he's just, he's just saying, and this, and that. He's just saying, he's just calling you that. It's like, what is, <laughs> that's one of the funniest episodes. I love that. It's called the gang wrestles for the troops. Yeah. It's great. They come out as the bird men. <laughs> we're supposed to be the war birds, and it's really coming out off like we're just bird man hybrids. <laughs> the, the birds of war. That is. Do you watch that show, Stephen? It's always sunny. Or is I've seen really? a lot of clips from it. There, there are two shows that I watch too many clips from. It's always sunny in Philadelphia, and um, fucking uh, curb your enthusiasm. And I actually feel bad that I haven't watched these shows because everything I see from them looks really good. I'm big you gotta get on it, both. man. That, that show is, yeah. and you've got like eleven seasons of Sunny, and only in the <laughs> last like couple seasons has it kind of not been as good. Like yeah, they were, they were so great. good for so. I would even skip season one. Because Danny DeVito wasn't a part of it in season one, so just start right at two when he jumps yeah, in. Because I he, he took that show from funny to hysterical. And uh, Curb is very good, you know, it, with Larry David, and he has mm -hmm. lots of really good guest stars. Um, they do like a Seinfeld reunion one episode where you get the full Seinfeld cast, and and the and the premise of the Curb Your Enthusiasm episode is we're gonna do a finale episode, like a reunion episode, and so they literally do it. And so you, you get to see it on curb if you're a Seinfeld fan. It's it's like the episode you never got. Uh Jason Alexander's on there on there a lot. Julie Louis Dreyfus. Um, um well, what's his name? Uh Kramer isn't on there very much, but they make a a joke about the the N-word thing uh mm -hmm. in that episode. It's it's really good. It's like Larry's black friend is going to talk to him, and it's it's very convoluted, very complicated to go into the plot device, but mm -hmm. Larry sends his black fin friend to go talk to uh, what's his name? Something Richard, um, Michael Richards. Michael Richards. He sends his black friend to go talk to Michael Richards and uh, and convince Michael Richards that this disease that he has isn't so bad. Ridiculous premise, of course. But it, it, like he knocks on the door and he's dressed as a black Muslim for some reason, even though he's not. He's got like the little cap and everything. And when uh, when he answers the door, he's like, "Oh, please no, please no. It was a mistake. I was in a bad place." And he's like, "No, man, no, no, no. I'm I'm, I'm Larry's friend." Oh. <laughs> oh thank god <laughs> i'm sorry i made a mistake i was in a bad place yeah curb's great what's your uh what's your go-to show steven that you you just you, you can't get enough of um man it sucks but like i'm so busy tv is like one of those few things that like you can't shortcut it so it's really mm -hmm. hard for me to do it like for me to sit down and watch a show it, it's man it's i don't know if it's because of everything i did on the internet but I'm like i'm like if i'm not if I'm not streaming, I'm like doing emails and discord and then I'm like following up with business stuff and I'm like planning out like debates or talking to people or I'm, you know, managing like social media or my YouTube stuff or like there's like so much stuff to do always that to actually like sit down and watch something for 30 minutes is like a huge commitment. And I just haven't been able to do it even for an hour. The most recent thing I finished was like Game of Thrones and then, yeah. And that was disappointing as shit. We don't need to do that. Yeah. We don't need to go over that again. But if you if you're looking for something new that's like a mini series where you won't be soaked up in a ton of time, Chernobyl is Chernobyl, yeah, everyone. It, it's so good. It's it's but, like it's it's chilling because you know something like this has happened. It did like, happen. It, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's one of the best shows on television. 
Uh, I think it is probably right now. It's the best thing I'm certainly watching. It's incredible. It's over, uh, right? Yeah. No, no, no. No. Um, it, it's it's amazing acting, uh, really good effects, a great story, uh, all all around. Just really, really good show. Uh, uh-huh. Very good, very good. Uh, yeah. Have they, you heard? There's uh, another show that I keep getting recommended now recently. Is it called Billionaire? Am I making this up? Or oh, I've heard of that show. Or, oh, I, Billions, watched, yeah, yeah, Billions. I've I've seen an episode or two, and it seemed good. It's got a it's got Dick Winter from Band of Brothers as the star character. I like him. Yeah. Yeah, he was but, also in that Stephen King adaptation, um, Dreamcatcher with Morgan Freeman, and uh, <clears throat> that is a really good movie. I can't think who played the retarded kid, but like, uh, I was really surprised that it was him playing it. You ever seen Dreamcatcher? Was no. it a retarded kid playing the retarded kid? Or no, no. Um, then that's it, just good acting. To be fair, he went full retard, and and it still worked. Um, it's uh Dreamcatcher is really interesting. Uh, I read the book and the book is even better. Uh, it's, I won't go to essentially got four friends and they're, and, and, uh, they sort of share this connection, uh, where they, <clears throat> they're sort of psych psychically connected, but they don't really talk about it. It's not really a main like plot device or anything. And they go out into this winter cabin for this like yearly retreat that they've always gone into. And some crazy shit happens where things just go awry and there are deaths and there is blood, and there is gore, and you really don't know what's going on. And then Morgan Freeman fucking shows up with this big like government <laughs> conspiracy, and uh, they're in the snow, and people are not the people they believe. And one guy's inside his head in his like mental warehouse, but he's actually in a mental warehouse, like running around trying to keep the thing that's possessing him from getting a hold of the memory that the guy wants to get that's in his own head. He's like locking it in a door in his mental warehouse, which is a place in his head that doesn't really exist. It's crazy. There's monster leeches that come out of the toilet and go in your asshole. It's it's great. Dream. Yeah, that sounds great. It's not. It's not great. <laughs> let's 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 be honest here. But as far as Stephen King adaptations, you know, they they can be really good, like The Shining, or they can be like really fucking weird and and not so great. And this is somewhere in the middle. Yeah, I like it. I've Speaking it. of asses, I need a brief ass break. Oh, you need one of those donut cushions. Let me slip in an ad here since Taylor's taking an ass break. <laughs> you have a suppository sponsor or something? Or? Uh, Close enough. I Let's talk there's... about sex. Good sex. <laughs> Guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can cr- increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know it is the real deal and it's the stuff that works you can take them anytime day or night even on a full stomach and since they're chewable they work up to up to twice as fast as a pill so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises now this isn't just for guys with dysfunction no 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 it's for any man who wants extra function and to enhance their performance in the bedroom blue chew is prescribed online and it ships straight to your door in a discreet package. No in-person doctor visits to save that copay. No waiting in the pharmacy. Don't deal with those glorified lab coat-wearing pill counters. And best of all, no more awkwardness. They are made in the United States of America. And since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than any pharmacy out there. I can vouch for that. Right now, <clears throat> we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your free shipment. Your first shipment for free. When you use our special promo code PKA, you just pay the $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E, BlueChew.com. Promo code PKA to try it for free. BlueChew is the better, cheaper, faster option. And we thank them for sponsoring our podcast and making our cocks hard and powerful. <laughs> is that in the read? 
Absolutely. It's not. <laughs> no, no, but it's the truth. It's the truth. <laughs> I am a huge fan of Blue Chew. Huge, Jerry. Huge. It is. It's amazing. I, I, you're recommended to take one. I, I chew up two. Why not? And you really get some incredible performance. Don't, don't, don't be a bitch. Don't be like, oh, my cock gets plenty hard. Again, like I've said, I've said this a thousand times. How do you know? How do you know what a really co hard cock feels like? Unless you're, unless you felt some some other guy's cock, you have nothing to compare it to. And maybe you have. I'm not judging. I'm just saying. I'm sure not every one of you has held another man's hard cock. And so how can you therefore know what a really hard cock feels like unless you have done that? Because well, my cock is you. harder than all the other cocks I've handled. In that case, you know, and that's what I'm getting at. But <laughs> for those of you, unlike Woody, who have never held very many, very, very many hard, hard cocks, <laughs> then you just don't know. And so the only way to tell if you actually have the hardest cock that you can have is by buying a little bit of blue. And I promise you, your cock's not as hard as it can get. Because I thought my cock was hard until it took blue chew. And it was just incredible. You can't put pants on. You can't put them <laughs> on. You oh, yeah, I'll just flip it to the side. I'll put it under my waistband. Not unless you wanted to tear a hole in your pants. No, thank you. Not happening. You want to be going through pants every time you fuck? You, no, no. Um, blue chew. But it's $5 <laughs> for shipping. And they're going to send you like three pills. Three, I think. I got three the first time. Now I'm on a fucking plan where I pay like $95 a month. And they send me two bags of this shit a month. And it is effective. All right? This is not something you get at a gas station that's going to give you headaches and make you make you pat fail your USADA exam. No. This is legit stuff. Get it. Try it. It's amazing. Don't, 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 hate, don't hate on it. Don't be embarrassed. Don't be embarrassed. You will bitch <laughs> buy it try it you'll love it buy it try it you'll love it they should have a money back guarantee because i can't imagine someone be like i don't know I, my cock was harder but i didn't care for it my wife always says i love your soft soft cock it's that's it's, why it's like i call you do. my gummy man <laughs> <sighs> don't do it don't do it order today check it out i mean this i mean this they're not paying me extra for every for every pill we sell or anything I, I get a flat fee here right i have no reason to go be this emphatic about selling cock pills other than the fact that i love them i love them and i want you to love them and i want your cock to love you and i want you to love your cock man jeez it's it, the passion also toro <laughs> <laughs> Turo is a peer-to-peer -peer car sharing marketplace where you can book any car you want, wherever you want, from a local community of hosts. Uh, from exotic sports cars to practical daily drivers, you can choose the best car for you, whatever your budget. Download the Turo app. That's T-U-R-O. I'm reading the pre-roll. There was no pre-roll tonight, just saying. I didn't fuck up too bad. Now I'll read the mid-roll. Turo is a peer-to-peer -peer car sharing marketplace where you can book any car you want, wherever you want, from a community of local hosts. It's pretty much the same. It seems Turo is available in over 5,500 cities from across uh, across the USA, Canada, the UK, and Germany, with, with over 9 million users worldwide. Choose the best car for you, often at a lower price than those traditional car rental agencies, and you can customize your experience for whatever your adventure demands. Turo has over 850 unique makes and models available, including Tesla, Porsche, Mercedes-Benz, BMW, Ferrari, Subaru, Toyota, and more. Whether it's a truck <clears throat> to help on moving day, a swishy sports car for a luxurious weekend away, or a vintage van for that picture-perfect road trip. Turo lets you find the perfect vehicle for your next adventure. Turo has more than 350,000 vehicles listed globally, and many hosts offer to deliver the car right to you. Insurance options are available on every trip. Skip the rental counter, go with Turo. Tur download the Turo app, that's T-U-R-O, Turo, on the App Store or Google Play, or just go to Turo.com. Get 25 bucks off your first trip when you sign up for Turo and use promo code PAINKILLER at checkout. Terms apply. Check them out. Yeah. Dude, it's cool.
Get a rocking is card. the Blues playing tonight? Uh, no, tonight is NBA night. I have a, I have plans. Should the Blues go another game? I, I know it's tied up right now, but should the Blues lose this thing, I there are plans in the works, and I'm just going to leave it at that. Can you tell? Uh, can you? Well, no, because you know, then one of the fans would be like, "Taylor, guess what could, they're going to do oh, to you?" I, I had the things. brilliant idea you could put it in the chat. As oh, if I could tell. No, because Taylor will see that. Well, I, I could just, I could just PM you, I guess. And you just could, cut. but I, I don't know that I can change it during the show. Then ah, okay. I just All display right. well, the know, PM you know, or something. I, it's I, not I, a good I, idea. You know, I, I could probably text you. You know, I, let's probably do great a, show content. But at some point, I'll, I'll get you the information. You know, we we continue on with the podcast or whatever. But yeah, I'll tell you what we're gonna do. Taylor. It's mean spirited. It's mean spirited. <laughs> uh, so the Blues won a game. They are one and thirteen. Wait, I want to know this. what mean spirited joke is gonna be played. Not on you. Yeah. Why do you? What okay. were you so paranoid for? Jeez, Taylor. Oh, it sounded like that. Well, maybe if you didn't take five minute asshole breaks, you would, <laughs> you would be. It's not in. the whole. Well, the whole's the whole's part and parcel of it. It's the <laughs> the, the the cheek is like it's, I can't express enough. I wish you could show it. I I'm mean, it, actively sore. Can you not like, just like pull your waistband down a little and demonstrate the blackness of your bruise? Or put on some shorts and pull no. it up. That seems no. Safe. It's. I would have to get the whole picture. I'd have to show way too much ass. Can you mm. do a handstand? <laughs> well, Probably I, not now. If I worked at it <laughs> against the wall. Right but um, anyway, yes, the Blues, the St. Louis Blues, dude. have won the first ever game in the Stanley Cup Finals after losing thirteen consecutive games. <laughs> so so I, there I, we fucking go. I, I, I was super. I was so fucking stoked watching them win. Like I, I had already like resolved myself at the beginning of the series versus the Bruins, where I was like, "You're a Blues fan. The Blues always fucking fail. They've never won. They will never win. We're going to get swept, and it's going to be humiliating." And so just the Blues winning this one and looking like they're really fucking in this, and they're just as good a team as Boston, if not a, you know, they've got an edge in a couple areas, but Boston does too. Like it, I was just, I was so stoked. Like it was so cool. I was at a bar with some people last night watching it. And just like when we won in overtime, it was like every, just a elation just everywhere. Every, like the whole city is riled up about it. I'm so, so excited. Like it, they, the, all of downtown is packed on game nights, even though the last two games have been in Boston. Like people are selling out the arena just to watch on the Jumbotron. It's, it's really neat. So I'm, I'm excited. I, I share a lot of your stoke. I'm pretty good. So, so I tuned in uh, during the second period. So I saw the second, third, and then, of course, the overtime. And, uh, like, I don't know why I watched the Blues with this idea that, like, it's children playing with adults and they don't have a shot at this. And every time something goes mm-hmm. their way, it's like, you know, this is a professional hockey team yeah. also. <laughs> like, they yeah. they they can play with the Bruins. And then, uh, you know, it was scoreless for a long time. And even though I looked later after the game and saw the, Bru- the Blues were ahead in almost every statistical category, uh, hits and yeah. shots on goal and stuff, um, I still watched it through this lens that made me think they were just hanging on. They were lucky to be in it. And I'm just not seeing what is actually happening. And when mm-hmm. they won in overtime, I was like, what? They Like, they're going to stop it? This... <laughs> this counts for real? For real? Yeah. Like, wow! I was like, haha, St. Louis is allowed to win. <laughs> At yeah. least one game. I, 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 yeah. Somehow like, I thought... If you don't know the history of the, of the St. St. Louis Blues destiny, they came into the league in 1967. They made the cup finals three straight years up till 1970. <laughs> they got swept every single time, 0-4, and, and they haven't made it again in 50 years. 
and they just now made it again. And so it's just a, there's a really popular YouTube video called the St. Louis blues, a legacy of failure. <laughs> and it's, it's a guy who like analyzes all the different teams. And we didn't, he did not pull any punches on how fucking bad the blues have been, but for them to be here now, like my dad paid $800 to go see him in Boston because he was so stoked because he's like, I've never seen him get this far. I'm so excited. And I just looked up the average ticket cost in St. Louis for game three, $1,370. I didn't realize Missouri was such a big hockey town. Like I didn't know. But, yeah, but we don't have a basketball team. So everybody loves hockey. When I, when they won, I thought they would somehow still lose. Like, like, oh yeah, well if the blues score, they'll probably just, you know, like, do a 20 minute overtime yeah. you know like, yeah, like, they're, they're like no, that's not how it's supposed board. to go <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I, I don't know i just couldn't fathom that they could be better and i oh oh and i was telling taylor during pkn that my perception of who's better really changed like goal to goal like the blues yeah. were up 2-0 and i'm like yeah we're gonna crush them and then they're up to one right the, the Bruins get one goal and I'm like ah screw it we don't yeah. have any chance in this series that, that you know like that one goal ends all of it and then they get a second and a third and four unanswered goals and I was like ah ruined it we can't do it and in game two I I don't know I'm just total pessimist on this even though I'm rooting for them to win and and when they won now like not only did they win a game, they stole home ice. I'm I, I'm I'm still doing this every goal thing, I guess, because now they oh, scored yeah. the most recent goal, and I'm like, ah, they're world beaters. You can't hang with them. If people don't know what stealing home ice is, it's two games away, two games at home, away, home, away. So it went from a best of seven series where there were four away games. Scratch the first two because they split it. Now it's a best of five series where there's three home games. They mm-hmm. have home ice advantage now. They stole it by winning one. And uh, yeah. it's, dude, who says the Blues can't get a cup? <sighs> dude, I would, Me, I would be so as soon as the Bruins score one. <laughs> I, I even like have said in like the past, I'm like, yeah, I don't have any tattoos. I'm not a tattoo guy, but if the Blues win a cup, I'll get one. And I'm now realizing the only reason I said that is because I thought there was never a possibility of it <laughs> because there is a 0% chance I'm getting a tattoo. You should get a blue freckle to commemorate 2019. A blue tear for when we lost. No, 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 not a tear. It's a lot. You can just put a freckle on your ass next to the bruise. And be like, (laughs) you see this? This freckle is when the blues won the cup. It's it's so much fun. Like I it's the only sport I follow religiously, hockey. It like because I played it my whole life growing up. It's just so much fun to watch. Even when like the blues get knocked out, I still watch the rest of the playoffs. Like I, I I pick a team that I enjoy. Usually I root for the team that beats us. Because then at least I can feel like, all right, well, the Blackhawks knocked us out again, but Chicago won the cup, which means they're the best team in the league. So we got knocked out by the best. Uh, yeah, I, I would do this is like highly unrelated. I'm just trying to interject right again. I would do the same it. shit in like fucking tournaments and you play games where like, fuck you. It's like a, you're like in the round of 128 and somebody beats is like, oh, okay, whatever. And it's like, OK, well, let's follow that guy. And then he makes it to the round of 32 and then he gets beaten by the like champions. And I was like, well, in a way, I kind of maybe could have been third place because like, guys <laughs> beat the guys that beat me. So, I mean, you know, it's like I'm doing, <laughs> I'm doing that. So, so I follow the 76ers a little bit. I'm new to basketball. I pretend to be some old school. But anyway. They lost in Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals, and uh, it was a buzzer beater that bounced on the rim four times. I'm not saying the Sixers should have won or anything that. I'm just trying to articulate how close that series is. Game 7, buzzer beater, bounces on the rim four times. Well, then, the I guess it wasn't the Conference Finals, second round. Then uh, the team that beat them, the Raptors, 
they end up winning the, beating the next team in six games. Huh? Well, if they beat them in six games and they beat the Sixers in seven games, clearly the Sixers were better. They would have beaten the Bucks too. Cause, That's just math. Yeah, duh. Yeah. Right, right? Now, if That's the Raptors... If the Raptors beat the Golden State Warriors somehow, then that proves the Sixers were the second best team in basketball this year. Math. There you go. I'll Sports fans have like... been doing Bernie math way before the 2016 election. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so This is the first year that I truly believe the St. Louis Blues have a chance at the Cup. <laughs> before uh... this, I would have said, no chance. They need to redistribute the talent. <laughs> around the world, make it more fair. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's the, only pl- that's the only arena that I, I, I think socialism should be really thrown in. Uh, I, I, I just, baseball is such bullshit. I don't understand. Like, you really have to have it's a little It's nonsense, of the game. dude. Like, 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 I love baseball. I really do. I played a lot of baseball as a kid. Um, I like listening to it on the radio. I, 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 maybe it's just my announcers. You know, I, I like my local Atlanta Braves announcers. I, I, I've only been to a couple of Braves games, but I really enjoyed it. You know, you're in the hot sun, but fuck, I enjoyed it. I, I, I really like seeing how big those guys are. I was I was pretty close to home plate, so I you got you were almost on like head level with them. I guess mm-hmm. I was really, and you could you could see that. Holy shit, that dude's six four two forty. That dude is built like a fucking brick shit house. He's incredibly powerful. Look how he holds that bat. It's like it. It's like me holding like one of those like handle. hollow. Yeah, like 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 it's just yeah, like a novelty seems, bat. Yeah, it, it seems so light in his hands that you know he could just he can just flick it, you know, with, with incredible speed. Uh, and uh, I I really love baseball, but my issue is it's just not fair. There's it's no cap not, in baseball. There's no cap, and and like the bigger markets are just going to win most of the time. Now there's plenty of examples of small market teams. Pulling out a series, the Arizona Diamondbacks won that year. The 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 Tampa Bay won that year. It happens occasionally. It does. And if you're a fan of those teams, you're like, ah, oh, is this the beginning of a dynasty? Well, you're fucking stupid because what's ha- going to happen next year is all of a sudden the Red Sox, the fucking the A's, the Angels, the, well, not the Angels so much, the, the, the Yankees of the world are going to be like, man, that's a great pitching staff you have. Be a shame if somebody bought it yeah. <laughs> and they're just, just going to steal your players away and like give them more money than they're going to pay double what you have to pay if they if they have to now i love what's going on in pitchers worth more in those markets so they can pay more you know certainly and i love what's going on in football with the uh with uh new england frankly like there's a lot of new england haters people will go and play in new england for less money because they they believe in that system they want to play for bill belichick they want to play with tom brady they want to win a fucking ring you know if you've been in the league for eight years and you've already made $80 $80 million or whatever, but you really want to win a championship, Probably you're going to have to get Philly the fuck out of Buffalo. New England. Yeah, and I mean, New England wins one every other year, so... Philly's <laughs> won contract. one every other year for the past two years. Yeah, get a contract with uh, with New England, and you're like 50 fit. Let's just make a two-year contract. That way I'm guaranteed a ring. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is why you should jump ship and start watching hockey. It's the only of the four major sports that has a hard salary cap. Doesn't matter if you're New York or fucking Carolina. You cannot spend more than the cap. But well, they don't all spend they, the cap. If they would stop skating, yeah, they don't lose the, the if they would stop skating, lose the ice and get rid of those silly sticks, I'd be down. What would the sport be? Them kicking the puck, slipping around? It'd be soccer. No, you lose the ice as well. Oh, you lose the ice. So just, <laughs> it's just guys padded up playing soccer. With uh, it, no, now it's full combat like arena. 
with uh with handball and included it's foot like, lacrosse yeah it's it's it, no you, they, they use their hands to throw the ball and sometimes they hock it at each other that's that's a power that's why play. it's called hockey yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you uh, uh I, i'd watch that sport if they were just like like handballing the the fucking uh up a, a croquet ball like a real heavy fucking Those like are hard ooh. yeah they are and uh and, and you know there'd be deaths there'd be deaths but all of the retired <laughs> ufc stars that's where they'd go mm. they, and and give all the teams like scary fucking names like the tampa bay crushers and stuff like that yeah. Oh, the Seattle that. rapists. <laughs> <laughs> they always lose to the New York Rotorers. We're, we're going up. We're going up. We're, all right, boys, get ready. We're taking on the rapists tonight. <laughs> and here's the cheer squad for the Seattle rapists. Man, do they look scared. <laughs> As you know, Jim, the Seattle rapists are entirely composed of ex-convicts, and they don't accept anything below kidnapping. That's right. That's right. We'll see how they do against the Michigan vehicular manslaughterers. <laughs> <laughs> they're all like 40-year-old white guys who just had one too many drinks, and now their lives are ruined. <laughs> they don't like it's the rapists at all. <laughs> no, no, not at all. I, I, didn't, I just wanted to go to jail. I didn't want to get conscripted into this prison league. <laughs> The worst team in the league is like the Raleigh possessions. The Raleigh loiterers. Yeah. <laughs> That's better, yeah. Loiterers ah, once here. again showing a lazy defensive effort. Just kind here of come standing the Jacksonville Jaywalkers. Jim, they uh, haven't won a game yet this year, and their starting player, Bill Myers, he's while well, he's looking, he's limping out onto the field to play. Oh, oh, and he's being raped. He is being yes. raped. Well, that's what happens when you play Seattle at home. They they really like to push the issue. And that's two points for double penetration. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Man, this would be a cool sports league. <laughs> we you have make destiny. teams based on their crimes. And the, the, the goalies get those highlight things that you can throw the croquet ball at like 95 miles per hour. And I bet they could throw a puck. It's a disc. Yeah, no, no pucks. No pucks. <laughs> it's a ball, Woody. It's a ball. Okay, like, okay. Um, All right, it's the, ball. It's the size of a baseball, but it's made of granite. <laughs> granite. <laughs> yes. By the end of the game, it's just like ball shrapnel. <laughs> we had Destiny. Ever, Destiny, I have idea. a politics question for you. Yeah, about NHL or... Uh, no, but yeah, the NHL. <laughs> uh, you're Nancy Pelosi, right? Uh, Mueller has put forward his thing. He's made a decent case for like ten counts of obstruction and whatever. Do you impeach? And that knowing that he's the Senate's going to like declare him innocent, and he runs with that. Do you keep him in limbo? Do you? What do you do? Um, I, this is to like when it comes to all of this. For, like, I don't think about like the moral whatever any of that. Shit. I just try to think of like what the most politically effective strategy would be. Um, I, my feeling on this, and I haven't read, I haven't kept up on the polls recently with, as much with Trump. I'm just starting to get caught up on like the Democratic candidates. Um, but like, I it, it feels to me like it probably wouldn't play good to harp on the Russia stuff for the next, you know, however many months we have until we start picking up the election season. It feels like not a good issue to keep trumping up. I kind of feel like they should focus on the election moving forward and just move on from that. But I could be totally wrong. Maybe it's something that plays well with polling stuff to threaten impeachment over and over again. I'm not sure. I mean, the Republicans did it with Hillary's email shit. And I mean, they still bring it up. So and Benghazi and yeah, they just... I, I'm like, I'm pretty con like, I just switch on this. But like, I, I don't think he's going to win in 2020. Like for a while I did. Now I'm pretty convinced he's losing. You want to jump on my bet? What is your bet again? I think I got a hundred bucks with Woody. <clears throat> 
oh, that he I, will win. I have I don't remember no, the specifics. Our, I know I'm like like Biden, I know the maybe it's the Biden Bernie. Yeah, it was a okay. d- demo primary thing. The only way he doesn't win is if like Bernie gets publicly fucked again and all of his supporters are like, screw you, I'm staying home. Yeah, Donald Trump's your president for another uh, another four. Um, I'll bet I'll bet with you. You know, I'd do a hundred uh, or, or any or any you know whatever you want to do 10, 20, 30, 40, 5, whatever. What do you um, think, Steve? I think I would. I think I would. I'll jump in with Woody if you want. I take that bet. I, I I'd say hundred dollars. I don't think Trump wins again. I don't think so. I don't think he did enough for his base. Uh, like he failed to deliver on so much. Like the wall never really came together like we wanted it to. Um, I mean, I guess the economy is doing okay. Although, like, the major problems really haven't been fixed. Like, the markets are doing okay, but I don't think the average American feels it as much. Um, we didn't really do anything that we wanted to related to, like, trade. I mean, like, we've got a lot of agriculture is being hurt in certain areas. Even my home state was reporting huge losses because of tariff-related stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like he got enough, like, effective political stuff done. And it did, he didn't get enough, like, rhetorical political stuff done. Like, Hillary's not in prison. The wall didn't get built. Or, you know, everything ISIS. with North Korea fell apart. Um, ISIS was dead way before Trump came into office. I mean, I guess he can try to claim that if he wants to, but Trump didn't have fuck all to do with ISIS, you know? I fucked uh, ISIS up. Ask anyone. Yeah. Um, if you yeah, can find know. them, they're in pieces. I feel like <laughs> uh, Destiny is way too fact based for the next election cycle. That's my opinion. Well, like, for example, yeah, no, the economy, to, right? vote yeah. on emotions more than fact. Yeah, I agree. I'm not trying to be fact-based, but I'm saying, like, where's the wall? Like, that was, like, his big thing. Like, that was the thing that he had to get done, because that's Isn't what there a few hundred miles good. of it done, though? No. I know. No, he claims no, it's that. Re- it's, and it it's, gets... it's refurbishing existing fences, and he's like, look at this. <clears> it's <throat> the best wall ever. And it's like, yeah, that, this the, is already that, there. That kind so of exemplifies hundreds of miles thousand miles i don't know like a lot of wall existed before he got there and they're not letting him build any new wall and yeah. i don't even know the democrats are like morally right on this maybe there is some i don't think we need a wall that goes from sea to sea but there's probably some areas where a wall would be an effective thing to have and be helpful i already said build it out of solar panels and everyone's on board <laughs> so <Right>? but <laughs> anyway uh it, the facts don't really matter Right. Like I, I have a para friend and he's like, look, they're building the wall right there. I'm so happy. Now they're refurbishing wall. But he's seeing it with his own eyes and telling everyone that they're wrong. Does facts even count? You know, like, like I, I think it do- I think it does, because like this is what ha- this is what this is what always happens with populism is you get somebody that comes in and they say the establishment sucks. I'm going to come in and I'm going to do things different. And everybody is like fucking super hyped. That's Bernie is a populist. People are super hyped. They're super energized. They're ready for it. And then he comes in and it's just four years of the same shit. And that's really what it was under Trump. I don't think anybody feels like things. Mm-hmm. Hitler. Well. Yeah, he got stuff done. <laughs> he made changes. It, there were no empty promises in my <laughs> car. The man said what he meant, and he meant what he said. <laughs> well, True. that is certainly a strong point. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a, a valid that funny, one, Kyle. no less. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. And he I was a like populist. American institutions, I think, are popular. Or, or I'm sorry, American institutions. I don't think that uh, Trump can actually become a fascist, so I don't think we have to worry about that. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think like oh, especially the, and then there, there have been stories that have just hurt him. And I'm only looking at emotional. I, I agree with Woody. I don't I try to look at like the fact base, but I think the wall thing is going to hurt him. I think that immigration shit actually in the polls hurt him as well. Like the, the whole children on the border shit, and you know that hurt him because he was real strong about not giving a fuck like day one, and I think like day two he was like, okay, hold on, wait a second, executive order. I'm sorry, we're doing undoing this shit. You know, mm. um, yeah, it, I don't know. I just feel like yeah. It did hurt him, but that was his first year. That won't matter for re-election, I think. You Trump voted. Um, you like shit kind of thing. <laughs> Some do. I, I, so, Kyle, I've thought of that I as well, right? There are a lot of Trump guys who are like, you know what? 
why don't these cages have any barbed wire whatsoever? Right? There are Trump voters with that mindset. I ain't electrified. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think, you know, when you're trying to get more than half of the votes, then you're. Well, we in- proved last time you don't need more than half. Touché. Dude, the way the way yeah. he's also pissing people off is like he was supposed to be like the we're getting out of these wars. These wars are awful, so bad. Ask anyone. We've lost so many lives, so much money. And then he was like, We're getting out of Syria. And then like three days later, he's like, Well, maybe not. And it's like uh, I, I and now he's like people... he's like shit talking Venezuela. He's trying to like people want to start shit with Iran. It's like, oh my God, dude, please Taylor, get us out of this. I, I agree with you. But I think a lot of people don't have that as one of their top issues. I think a lot yeah, of people I, are at yeah, war, whatever, you know, they tell us we should do it. Obviously, they're right. They know more I, I than disagree. me. I think anti-war is like really big for a lot of people. At this I don't point. think so. I think the things that'll play when you start looking at the Rust Belt, these places like, you know, like Michigan that haven't gotten like their manufacturing jobs back, these mm-hmm. the blue collar workers, these are the ones that like, you know, started to swing for Trump that really threw a lot of these states where it's like, wait, what the fuck? How is this happening? You know, yeah. I, I think those people, I don't think they've seen like the boost in wages or the coming back of manufacturing jobs that they hope to. And I think they'll largely, I'm not saying they're going to turn, but they just aren't going to be as excited to vote. I think you're too truth based. I think all Trump has to do is get behind the podium and say, promises made, promises kept. I brought the manufacturing jobs back. I closed the wage gap. I did this. I did that. And they'll cheer and they'll vote. But those people, people in Michigan I, and Pennsylvania yeah. will know I didn't get my job back. People in Florida will this cheer. four years ago. Yeah, people in Florida will cheer. People in the Rust Belt will be like, huh, no. I, I, I don't think no, you can This election is going to be what it's always about. It's going to be about guns. It's going to be about abortion. And it's going to be about keeping you safe in your home in America. And there's no... Uh, the, the conservatives are going to be very motivated by Trump's stance on all three of those issues. And I think that the Democrats are going to be pulled so far to the left by a bit of their base that they're not going to be able to, to put up a comprehensible defense against Trump's strong stances on those issues. I, I, I think that this next election is going to determine Roe versus Wade. I think that if it goes to the Supreme Court soon, and it probably will, that will still keep Roe versus Wade. But there there are some old-ass justices on there, and if you give Trump four more years, he'll get another one, and that will push Roe versus Wade uh, uh, into the into the mythos of, of our, our... I country. think the last election determined Roe versus Wade, and it's fucked. There's something like 21 Maybe. states now are trying to push pro-life. Yes, well, but they're, they're pushing that so that it'll go back to the Supreme Court, and, and then the decision mm-hmm. will be made. And I think right now... It will stay. That's my guess. Uh, yeah. No one knows. No I'm one guessing knows. the other way. Yeah, I'm yeah. guessing they win and, five and, to four. And I, I, th- I, I, if it happens, certainly before 2020, and it very well may, that's going to be a really strong stance. It's going to be like, hey, I give me another justice. Give me, I, you keep me in there four more years, and for generations to come, you're, you're, you're going to get what you want, and and that's going to motivate a lot of people. And uh, I, I, I most think people are pro-choice. Pro-choice yeah, has more problem, votes, though. but I think that the people who are pro-life are more reliable voters. So pro-choice about... has more people. Pro-choice does does not have more votes. That's what I'm saying well, too. Yeah, Democrats are going to be insanely motivated to vote this election cycle. When you've got somebody like Trump that you hate, um, assuming the Democrats don't fuck up, <laughs> like like by nominating somebody like Biden, <laughs> which they might. Um, I, I think that as long as you have any decent candidate, like there is so much hatred for Trump, like however much rhetoric you think Trump has, Woody, about like, oh, you know, like, well, he can say that he did this and say that even if it's not true, that's fine. Man, how many yeah. Democrats like legitimately think that Trump like walked into the fucking Kremlin and made a deal with Putin, like give me the election by murdering Hillary Clinton's staff and all that. Like <laughs> there are Democrats that think some crazy shit about like 
you know, stuff related to Russian hacking, these people are going to be insanely motivated to, um, to to run to the polls and vote. And yeah, especially issues like abortion. I, I don't think these are like wedge issues. These are just issues that the Republican Party needs to drop. The support for Americans for like Wovie Wade was at like 70 percent the, the, for the last polling data I saw. I don't think these are good issues for Republicans to run on anymore. And things like free education and free health care and things like, you know, Medicaid for, for all. This polls really well with Americans, you know, education related issues pull really well with Americans. Like these are things that Republicans yeah. just historically don't have good stances on that like most Americans don't agree with. I, who, who, uh, you said like I agree with you that Biden would be a terrible uh, mistake for them to run, but our front runner who, uh, of anyone. Who do you, who do you like, Stephen? Um, I've spent honestly. I started to get interested, and then I like majorly lost interest. Um, when um when like thirty five fucking candidates declared they were running, but um the three that I'm kind of have been looking into a little bit are like Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, and Kamala Harris. Um. Warren and Sanders, I, I like. I haven't looked into Harris as much, but I don't know. I'll, I'll spend more time over the next few weeks, like really starting to get mm-hmm. into. I love any of those. I as far as the, the Democrats are concerned, love to run, like, I, I really like uh, Tulsi Gabbard because she's taken a hard stance against war. She wants us out of that shit. I don't know much. I, I'm sure I disagree with her on a ton of stuff, but like, I, I like that she's like talking about you know. It, they haven't said no matter Tulsi who you pick, down. it won't it won't get out of it. Like the Republicans and the Democrats will be like, I love abortion. I hate abortion. I love gay marriage. I hate gay marriage. I love war. Oh, I love war. Like, <laughs> it's just way do they sit Tulsi down and give her the talk? See, and that's what I think. <laughs> even if she got elected, Trump was bloviating all his his campaign, like we're getting out of these wars. They're awful. And then what happens? Fucking nothing. A little, right? Like he's reduced troop counts, right? Am I wrong? Absolutely, on that? and he has not. He, but it's not really reducing troop counts because it's just uh, it's just taking troops out, then putting Blackwater type mercenaries in yeah. that position, and so we're still there. We're still fucking shit up. Does that that's better? That's better though. No, it's I don't not. like it it's though, just... Kyle. One, it I think it has repercussions. You know, the same repercussions there would be if there were troops, and two, the expense of it is another thing I don't like. Creating it's... American jobs. You're against that? Yes. <laughs> If that's how we're creating it, then yeah. I'm sorry. Creating American jobs is literally the dumbest excuse to fund anything ever. If I wanted to, you like, we could make any government wanted to fund American jobs if we throw money. We could pay people to go and cut, um, you know, grass with toenail clippers if we wanted to. And then like, that's why it's fun. It makes American jobs. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. What's know. that? What's I mean, that, the military um, at this point is largely a jobs program. What was that? that there's something from uh, some Soviet Russia where they were like, they were explaining that like this job jobs, pro- they're, they're doing some huge construction site and they're like doing it with shovels. And the, you know, the, the boss comes and he's like, why are you, why are we doing some shovels? Why don't we bring in three bulldozers? And they're like, because this creates three hundred jobs. And he's like, well, why not have them do it with spoons then? Yeah, <laughs> create three <laughs> That's million. That's good thinking. Jobs. No, yeah, <laughs> they're gonna come back with spoons, and there'll be twenty seven hundred more of them. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely agree with you there. But, but I think it's better to have Blackwater in there than it is to have uh, uh, American troops in there. Um, better, not, not, not great, but, but better. And, uh, and and I think he I don't think he's been as hawkish as you're as you're saying because not necessarily I, I think hawkish, I think but Hillary Clinton out. I think Hillary Clinton well I think what Taylor Hillary is saying would have been is there's the not hawkish. pulling out you're, and then there's right. the not attacking so Hillary Clinton may very well have started wars with North Korea Iran and Venezuela at this point I guarantee one of them 
I guarantee one of them. You can't starts guarantee war with one of them. I mean, she. Well, she I can guarantee it. No, you can't. Trump's entire <laughs> position guarantee. with North Korea has been a fucking guarantee. disaster. It's been like watching a like a four year old try to make it. Also, arguably, Trump got us much closer to a nuclear armed. Cut us some slack. He has Democrat. no permanent Secretary of Defense. He has no UN. <laughs> anything. No, oh no head of the UN. He doesn't have. Oh every every eight weeks, there's a new guy subbing in. Yeah, <laughs> but arguably, like, that, like right, like a good sport. Team. Wait, let's let, let's like, let Stephen get in. Tear, tearing up that Iran deal undermined a lot of uh, a lot of U.S. negotiating power overseas, and arguably moved a pretty bad state, Iran, towards nuclear weapons, like closer than anything any Democrat would have done. And it was um, backwards. My big issue with tearing up the Iran deal, people don't know. I think my my understanding of it goes something like this: Up front, we gave them all this money. And then they had to like drop their nuclear nuclear program and and not advance some of their weapon stuff. So what Trump did is he's like, all right, we already gave them the money. Let's stop here. Like, wait a minute. No, like we paid for their compliance and then you cut up the deal and they kept the cash. Bad. And to now be fair, to be clear, uh, that paying for their plan is unfreezing their money. Okay, we didn't actually like pay, pay the money. A lot of people seem to think that we like send them like planes of cash, but Did it was actually on like, the wrong uh, butt cheek. Are you no, okay? Taylor's, Taylor's broken up over this. I, I, I coughed. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you have like a broken rib and you coughed. Did it hurt it? your ass to cough? No, my ribs hurt really bad too. So are, 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 oh, you, just, oh. are, are you crying? No, I just got like I, I was hitting my jewel and it got caught in my throat and I No, no, you're right. I'm I'm so sad about us not pulling out of I of thought it was East. a like a pain reaction from like the broken Indian, rib. Indian tear. No, no, <laughs> no he wasn't it's not, it's not a broken Indian. rib. If it were a broken rib, yeah, I'd be crying. Like, that uh that guy was not actually Native American. Don't let the uh that propaganda fool you. Really? Oh God. Yeah. Well, I don't even he know what Mexican. I believe anymore. He was like part Creole. Um, My and, uh, yeah, I mean, he had a mixed lineage, but Native American wasn't part of it. Mexican? That's like half Amerindian. That's that's close, right? Uh, no. I think so. I don't think Mexican oh. counts as an ethnicity. I think right? Trump loses big. Yeah, more of a nationality. But I'm <laughs> worried I'm in a bubble and looking at it. You know, I, I use this the blue lens. Well, Let's say lens. it is in my meetings. <laughs> I, 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 I think I might be looking at it through the wrong lens, you know, through through a bias. So I could be wrong. Yeah, I think he wins. I just don't I see him wins. winning. It's, it's, it's going to be great. Well, we're, you don't yet, but you just can't see two years into the future. It depends. Yeah. It's I, happening. It's happening. And I'm look, look, I'm not cheering for it. I'm just saying it's coming. Like, what, like, like, it's being Trump? Trump's second yeah. win? Yeah, what yeah, percentage yeah. of the time does the incumbent win for the president? We looked this up once. It's pretty high, right? It's, it's more than it's, half. It's pretty high. <clears throat> Yeah, definitely way more than that. Look, it depends who runs against him. Like, like there are candidates who can beat Trump, of course. And, and I think what's really important in this, in this election cycle is the vice president. Now, now, now bear with me here. I, I think it's very important that if someone like Sanders or um, who's uh, or Uncle Joe gets in there, that they pick a young, vibrant. His name is Creepy Joe. Show some respect in your Creepy voice, Joe. Kyle. If Creepy <laughs> Joe or Crazy Bernie uh, get in there, then it's very it's vital to their campaign that they pick one of these. 35 year old or something. attractive young ladies who's well-spoken strong-spoken and can really be forceful on uh, on on women's issues the palin so approach wrong. it can't oh my lose God. you disagree wait, i want to I get steven's perspective the way wait yeah. the what approach what did you say Woody? the palin the approach, palin approach is what i call you're it correct woody the yeah. idea that you need to just shoehorn a woman in there no matter was no don't shoehorn a murdered mccain but there are oh strong female candidates. You yourself chose Elizabeth Warren as one of your. your Elizabeth your, Warren is not a thirty-five-year-old. No, she's not. <laughs> but she has a pussy. I'm, I think. I, I think don't think that. I think it, it doesn't matter that it's a woman. It just it needs like a 
progressive candidate, though. The Democrats fucked up last time by ignoring the entire progressive base when they picked Hillary, and yeah. hopefully they don't do it again when they choose Biden. You have to address that because it's a huge skip in the Democrats. It needs party. to be someone young for sure, it, because it you, you can't. I mean, Bernie, you Bernie can't have could the do septuagenarian it. or whatever the hell. No, if, if they there. pick Bernie, I predict mm -hmm. they that the Democrats win handily. They, they, Bernie, Bernie unites the progressive base very handily, and so does I think Elizabeth. Like Steve, I don't think it we've got to fix your mic, man. I. I I think is that it cutting out? yeah, it's cutting out frequently. So what you want to do, you want to click the gear down in the bottom left and uh, go to voice and video. And then mm -hmm. there's a bar down there called automatically determine input sensitivity. And you want to drag that quite far to the left, like almost all the way to the left. And that Testing way it won't, one, cut, two? It, won't, it won't cut you off. Yep, yeah, it's works. not a volume issue. It's that oh, occasionally shit. like- I see. No, never mind. I understand. Let me know yeah, what happens yeah. again and I'll drag it more. Okay. Yeah, will do. Okay. No Thank problem. You. Yeah. Um, I, I just think like, like I like Tulsi Gabbard too. I saw her on the Joe Rogan experience. I thought mm -hmm. she was very well-spoken. Not that it has anything to do with her candidacy, but she's pretty. I enjoyed looking at her. And I think that's important for a candidate. Go back it to fucking, is. go back to Kennedy fucking destroying Nixon in that, in that, in that, uh, uh, that debate, right. In the whole makeup debacle and the whole thing, the way you look is important. The way you present yourself is important to some extent. That being said, our current president is like an orange Cheeto monster uh, who, who's 70 pounds overweight. And, the and people who watched Kennedy and Nixon debate on TV overwhelmingly thought Kennedy won. People who yes. only listened to it on the radio thought Nixon thought Nixon won. won, and Nixon did win. Nixon was better on the on on the on the issues of the day than Kennedy. And but, but can't you people say he's just kind of hot? <laughs> and I'm an ugly goblin. Yeah, he, <laughs> he is. They like literally a, look like different races, like like, like uh, not different races, different species. It's it like if Tolkien was was talking about that election <laughs> cycle. Fucking Kennedy would have been an elf, and uh, and Nixon would have been a goblin man. The time of the Kennedys is over. The time <laughs> of the Nixons is about to begin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, but I think it's it's important that if you pick one of these septuagenarians, was almost seventy fucking years old plus seventy four. I don't hey, know. Hey, Elizabeth old. Warren, she's only sixty nine. Yeah, Elizabeth Warren is is. I, I think that I think that Trump does a very good job of mocking her. And it plays. Um, I, 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 I worry know. about that. The, I think, well, this is a optics thing and I could be totally wrong, but I feel like Trump's like outbursts on Twitter are not going to be like the calling someone Pocahontas over and over again. I mean, at some point, like I, I just, well, there's I something like at the root of that insult, right? You know, there's the fact that, that, that she went on and on about her native American heritage. And then, and then like the chair, the leader of the Cherokee nation is like, stop telling these lies. We don't appreciate it. And, you know, they did the DNA research and they found out that she's less native American than I am. You know, it, it, I mean, you can say that. that, but I still don't think you get at anything. I mean, I like I said, I could be wrong. I just I feel like Trump does a lot of things that makes him like when you talk about Trump calling her Pocahontas, all yeah. the Republicans that hate Elizabeth Warren are already going to hate Elizabeth. It's not like he's but changing I, here's, mind, but it I energizes think, the fuck out of Democrats that hate him for it. Kyle has a thing. And here's why I think when he called little Marco, little Marco, it played when he because he, he is little lion Ted Cruz. It played when he, he says lies. Pocahontas like it, it's working. However. If you can beat him, and, and Pete Buttigieg is the guy I keep looking at this, he's better, right? He called Pete Buttigieg Alpha E. Newman, right? The Mad Magazine guy or Crack Magazine guy, I don't know. And what did he, you know his reply? Did you guys hear it? It no. was fantastic. He goes, you know what? I think we need to elevate the state of the debate in like the state of the debate that we need to raise the level of our talking points. See, and I think there's Trump's more, reply? there's more, there's more. Don't interrupt. There's, he goes, I, and we need to elevate this. And I've already done that by making Trump create a literary reference. But did you see Trump's reply? 
No. Fuck you. To that. You're gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that but, played well. Dude, it that did. It, well. it did. No. And, this, uh, who did you have smashes so him at his... every turn? When they, they ask him if he's afraid. He's like, I'm not afraid of a guy who faked a disability to get out of war. And it's like, dude, you went there? He went there. Everybody's been going there for like four years, though. I don't or think so. Two, no, two no one else years. could. Yeah, people gave him all the bone spur shit, Sa- right? Sanders couldn't say anything. Hillary couldn't say anything. You know, they so never served saying, in Pete, Afghanistan. He wanted to get over there and kill those innocent yellow men who did nothing to us. Yeah. Fine. If you would tell the truth, I will tell a lie to save an innocent man. I will every day. Trump went out there, and I forget Trump talked some trash on him. And he's like, this guy was getting ready for the seventh season of The Apprentice when I was packing my bags for Afghanistan. And it's like, dude, these are effective wins these are i won that season of apprentice you lost your war you know what you know what's like a lot of the wind out of trump sales and i know they're not going to do this because it's a ratings thing but trump in a debate that doesn't have a live audience would play so much worse for him yeah i think that when yeah Yeah. when trump is making like his little snide one you know his one-liners and stuff and like everybody's clapping that's like so much Mm -hmm. but could you imagine watching it's it's like have you ever seen the videos where people give you a sitcom with no like laugh track yes and there's like all those awkward pauses and you're like wait what i it would look so weird for him to do that in an environment where there aren't people like clapping every time he talks for sure they need to come up with a funny insult for trump they could call him fat Trump, obese Trump. Like, to be fair, by this point in his presidency, based on the rate of weight gain early on, I thought he'd be much fatter by now. But he seems to have tapered off right around he obese. pretty well. Well, he wears those giant suits, like the yeah. oversized suits to really hide it. So, yeah, he... He, I want to see a before and after picture because he's definitely gained like 35 pounds. Yeah, least. he probably has. I mean, no, everybody... I'm actually, I'm six foot <clears throat> 10 and I weigh a cool 200. <laughs> yeah. I'll say this about Damn. Trump. I, I would say, like, like I, I think we should take note at the end of term, uh, term one mm-hmm. and compare Obama at the beginning of his term and at the end of his first term and Trump at the beginning and end. And I feel like Trump is stayed at this. Now, now, maybe Trump has, because the orange and the hair, he just doesn't age, but Obama aged. Obama aged quite a bit. And by the end, Obama in eight years, Obama aged fifteen. Yeah, that's true. But that's that's pretty normal for, for president. It's pretty normal for a president unless you're Donald Trump. Yeah, well, Obama like, also started off like looking like pretty good, like young and pretty. He looked great. Yeah. yeah. Obama and looked I mean, better at the end of his like, term than Trump did at the beginning. Yeah. Well, so like yeah. Trump started decades off, of time. To, 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 hey, hey, yeah. hey, hey, I make the rules. How old is Obama? Like 50, 58 or something? He's probably in his 50s. Oh, Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah. The, the Gabbard? 57. I, Gabbard. There are like 23 Democratic candidates, and a lot of people poke fun at that. So. But there are eight who are polling 2% or better. Yeah. And I just look yeah. at them. But it's going to yeah. crowd the stage. You know, Tulsi Gabbard's not one of them. Yeah, she's That's a really shame. far down. Very and pretty. she's got a lot of like weird homes. Hey, if it was a beauty contest, she'd be top two for sure. What is she? She has weird stuff, Destiny. I'm not. There, yeah, where she's getting a lot of heat. Where I think she, I think I want to say she opposed bills not for same-sex marriage, but for even same-sex civil unions. <laughs> like she was, she has like a pretty bad track record with like LGBT stuff, and with like, you know progressives are really loud today. When yeah, she was extra out. young, her father guided her towards these like I don't, I don't I want to say conversion therapy and get it wrong, but it was like some pretty anti-gay things mm-hmm. from when she was young, and she's abandoned all those views. She's done her apology tour. But it mm-hmm. sticks. She is she gay? Uh, no, I don't think so. Ooh, no. oh, I, I have no idea. Not, she's not. What do you out. mean a shame? Now, now you've got a, tr- a shot, Kyle. Here's a here's a quote <laughs> from her. Homosexuality homosexuality is not normal. It's not healthy, morally and scripturally wrong. 
she said in a 1992 interview in which she also blamed the spread of AIDS on the repeal of sodomy laws. Tulsi Gabbard's opposition to LGBTQ, and then there's like eight more letters, uh, writes, as well as abortion, seem to stem from this religious background. Um, I'm, she's born in American Samoa. I'm looking for more of her quotes. Wait, wait, you oh, why? That, Tulsi is the cool girl of the world. <laughs> See, that was 1992, and Here's she's a good one. 38 now. So she would wait, have no, been no, wait. like If that was 90, she would have been 10 years old. Yeah. 11. She would have been 11. And that, I don't like the gays. I, I can only bad. read what's written. <laughs> I know, but I'm just trying to put it in Why was context. she interviewed in 92? Because her father was somebody special. Okay. Like an um, organizer so. against gay people. So, and she skipped Well, all she these. was anti-gay as a child, and I'm holding that against her. Okay. They're hammering her for an interview she gave as a child. 11. 11's not that a is, child. That is, that is ridiculous. <laughs> that is insane. Like, of course I'll she believes whatever thing, her father said. I'll tell you one thing, if I made the said. rules, 11 would not be a child mm -hmm. no. <laughs> <laughs> then you better move to fucking Thailand. Know, somalia or thailand <laughs> or somewhere like that i was gonna say the u.s south but i mean that's <laughs> yeah. well he's already, already, he's already here. there already here just a hop <laughs> skipping a jump from old alabama she's actually prettier than you, you kept talking about how hot she is she's prettier than uh she was in my mind's eye yeah she's, i'd rather she's, she's i'd attractive. rather you know fool around with her than with uh pete Buttigieg. i don't know so. i bet pete knows his way around a cock yeah, yeah. You've, you've already you've already changed my mind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he'd be like he'd be like blue chew, right? <laughs> <laughs> and Pete Buttigieg's presidential campaign is brought to you by blue chew. <laughs> uh, Speaking of which, do we have anything we need to hear from no, Kyle? No, we don't. We finished oh, okay. the last two while there's, you were there's a post roll, of course. While oh, you were okay. massaging your butt. Yeah, or yeah, something. You're very sore. <laughs> rubbing, rubbing, rubbing your your neck thickening salve and your, your my face reddening <laughs> agent. I had to insert my deep earth crystal in there. Is yeah. it? How does it compare to this weekend? Are you? Is it hurt more or less? Are you healing? It's it's pretty similar. It's getting a little bit better. Like it was so fucking bad on Sunday, mm -hmm. uh, and I, I guess Monday was probably the worst. Like just getting in my car and like driving. Like, I need my right ass cheek planted because that's what's connected to my foot, which pushes the pedals. Like, I can't be, like, doing a half-cocked thing over here. And so... I feel like you can. Like, I would... I'm trying I would it get my out. chair. Like, it would get totally numb in the car, like, after, like, 20 minutes or so of driving. And then if I stood up, just burns and itches and hurts. And it... Yeah, it, it's no fun. No fun so, at all. So, Taylor, you liked her, like, anti-war rhetoric, but here's a tweet from her in 2015... It's bad enough that the U.S. has not been bombing Al-Qaeda and al-Nusra in Syria, but it's mind-boggling that we protest Russia's bombing of these terrorists. Then right after that, Al-Qaeda attacked us on 9-11, and, and they must be defeated. Obama won't bomb them in Syria. Putin did. Hashtag, never forget 9-11. Well, she was only 34 when she said that. Cut Shit! us some slack. Right. But right. a child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'm not stoked on that. <laughs> I just want us out of all that shit. There's no reason for us I, to I, lose doesn't? American who doesn't? lives. You know? Um, well, I mean, you know, they, they sign up for that. That's what they want to do. Yeah, even so. Like, you don't want to see that. I just wanted the free college. <laughs> ah, sucks to suck. Get over there and kill people. Yeah. You couldn't see the trending, the way things were going? Lately, we've been at war for a decade. A decade? When? <laughs> Two decades. Two I, decades. How long has it been since we... It's been, it's been 19 years. That's um, no, it's been uh, since 03, right? I mean, two... 03, we went into Iraq. I'm talking about Afghanistan. That that was like the end of uh, 2001. Oh, well, then, yeah, it's been like 18 years. 
Yeah. Okay. And I don't even know if you consider the Iraq one really out. Right? I mean, no, I remember Clinton really was out. doing stuff. Like, he was uh, air bombs and air raids, I mean to say, in Iraq when we weren't in Iraq, kind of. Yeah. But, well, you had that no-fly zone. You couldn't have them flying over their own country. Well, I think for the U.S., yeah, when we talk right. about how much we've been at war, I think we've been, the number I, I just looked up, I've heard this before, we've been at war for 222 out of our 239 years of existence. So America! There's a good chance there's going to be some conflict going on. Meanwhile, China's over there sim citying. Here we come to save the day, yeah. We're, <laughs> like the Saint, we're like the St. Louis Blues of governments because we make the playoffs every year, but nothing ever gets done. It's actually really frustrating watching a country like China. Like for the U.S., when people get scared, they tend to turn inwards. So like you're seeing people like in the United Kingdom, you know, the EU, like people are getting scared. They want to go away from everybody. They want to anti-globalism, anti-blah, blah, blah. Uh -huh. They want to be their own strong, sovereign country. Meanwhile, China is like fucking building up like all over the world. Um, one of the things they've started recently is the Belt and Road Initiative, where they're like building all of these roads, all of these trade routes. They're building ports in these countries around the world. They're investing in education and transport in Africa. Um, man, it's a really sad to see that like uh, it feels like china is like making all of the right moves to become like the next like global like economic leader of the world and we're like trying to increase i think trump just announced we're increasing tariffs on mexico which is like our nafta trading partner like what the fuck like i don't know it's it used really to seem like, like china is like borderline conquering africa because yeah. they'll like go into namibia or whatever and be like oh we give you big loan but you have to hire our firm and then you pay back later you yep. build road and then they build the road and namibia is like we do not have any money though and they're like, oh, that sucks. We just take ownership of this then. They're doing and that with ports. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. They do that with they ports. They totally, port. They yeah. have all these military routes and everything open up too. They'll buy a port. Um, they they offer to build it. They'll loan you the money for it, but their companies have to work it. So it's a massive job program for their country. When they build the port, the country can't pay for the port. Oh, well, we'll just run it. And it's like, oh, okay, well, yeah, damn. Yeah, it, it's so ridiculous. Like, and it's they, smart. China it's literally is. They're just conquering Africa right now. Yep. But it yeah. should be the U.S. But instead, like, we freak out over, like, we look at something like the TPP and we're like, oh, no, there might be some bad stuff. It's like, okay, cool. Well, we can take, we can leave the TPP and not have any say in it. But that multilateral trade agreement is still going to happen, except now there's no influence with the U.S. there. Like, now people like China are getting more influence in all in, in places like South America. Now we're in a trade war with China and we don't have any friends, right? The TPP yeah. was an agreement with all these specific countries except China. So we were yeah. really going to isolate them and twist their arm. Trump immediately ends that and says, we'll fight China all by ourselves without any friends, and it's much harder. Should I to be fair, that was dead under Obama. I won't blame Trump for that. Although Trump supported the same rhetoric in killing the TPP as everyone else did, and everyone on fucking Reddit and everything. Yeah, but. Kyle, <laughs> what is this topic you linked here? Oh, I just, uh, someone else linked this to me. It's, it's from <clears throat> Our Idiots with Guns, uh, one of my favorites. Oh, I like the one above it. Oh, that's Taylor then. Oh, my mistake. Sorry. Oh, we can do, we can do mine? I, we or... can do either one. I... I thought they You've made your years. decision. Yeah, so this is a uh, it's <laughs> called incel plastic surgery. Yes. And uh it's it's guys breaking bones in their face so they can look like a chad and a chad is a cool guy who slays and that's what you want to be, which means you got to add a couple inches of bone to your your jaw and apparently your brow and all these other things. And like the the stories on this are so negative where it's more like, Haha, look at these fucking losers trying to get ladies here. And meanwhile, it's like, here's 10 women who had fucking uh, saline pumped into their tits and why it's brave. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like what it's okay so it's like i think this guy looks good procedures. am i crazy i'm not liking what seems to be some sort of 
above eye tattoo? I, I don't know. No, that, that's just a silly graphic, like to exaggerate the bones that they would increase in order to yeah, get that's not a human the chad picture. structure. That's, that's just a... an artist rendering. But uh, Well, these guys yeah, all it, look good. In, are, are they post-surgery, the three? I... Let me see, oh. what am I looking at here? Hold on, let me scroll down more in the article. Oh, I don't see any photos in this article. Oh, I see them. Um, these are naturally occurring chads. Naturally occurring chads? Damn it. Yeah. We want oh, if you go all the way down, chads. you can see before and afters. Now oh, we're the talking... Incel forum lookism users regularly Photoshop each other's faces to show what they would look like if transformed into chads <laughs> okay oh, to my eye neither of these guys need transforming i don't know that one on the bottom looks like he would break into your home hide in the closet and while you were getting dressed for the shower he would come out full rod but he's got like some sort of a mask on covered in like poppers and he's like actively doing them as he stabs you I mean that. I mean, I don't dislike the guy anymore. <laughs> That's pretty neat. I, I just, I expected them to be more, you know, fedora wearing my lady type dudes than this. The, oh, the one on the bottom in particular, I feel like, is a bigger improvement than the one on the top. But neither of them strike me as you know, can't they find anyone are. to love them back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, have you heard of the, Have you heard of the black pill? No. The is that a what is that? So taking the, I think, um, so incels can create me home rings, but I think taking the black pill, that's when you realize that, so have you heard of like pickup artists and stuff? Yep. Yeah. So like these are people that have like taken the red pill and they're like, oh, well, women are all whores and stuff and they're trying to blah, blah, blah. So you need to play them this way, right? So you go through your pickup artist shit, blah, blah, blah. But however, when you, when you come to the real truth and you realize, wait a second, you swallow the black pill and you're like, the people that are going to get fucked were always going to be fucked. You're born a Chad, and nothing you do can ever move you to Chadness. And you are forever part of the 80% of guys that will never fuck girls. That's the 80%? 80% of guys don't fuck girls. Yeah, that, well, that, that's, that's the meme, right? It's supposed to be 20% of guys fuck 80% of the girls or whatever, right? That's always like the tribal shit that they give. Where are and these yeah, guys getting their math? I don't know. I don't from know. Tinder data. Oh, dude, like it adds a, up to 100, it, Taylor. Can't you? I mean, is yeah. it? Is it like a like Reddit slash black pill? Is that a um? I think it's just the incel community, but that's like general terminology. When you've taken the yep. black pill, it's when you've realized that the world is the way it is, and no, no amount of combing your hair or doing the right fashion or working out is ever going to change it. If you're not a Chad, you're just not a Chad. You're born with it. You can't become it. Fuck off. That's like the black pill. Right? Oh, incel's been banned. Damn it. Where am I supposed to go to find funny incel things? <laughs> and like what you said, Woody, it's really sad because you look at some of these guys otherwise, and you and you like you look at them. It's like, dude, you. You, actually, you look pretty okay. Like you don't look yeah, bad. You don't do even look looks. like they're not incels because they're looks most of the mm -hmm. time. Now, if you're like yeah. the butterfly skin boy, yeah. First of all, first of all, kill yourself. Second of all, <laughs> look, look, we'd all kill ourselves if we were the if we were the butterfly skin boy. I would. That looks shit. Yeah, I, I'd fucking blow my brains out. I'd hang myself. I'd jump in front of a moving bus. I would. I would die immediately as soon as I had the strength to kill myself, which is a real who knows look, judging by look at actually he's the power lifting uh butterfly skin boy so he's got the strength he could have dropped that every time he's he's benching 350 he's got to be thinking maybe i could just drop it and it'd be all be over no. i'd give up all my strength to have real people lips <laughs> <laughs> i don't know the butterfly skin boys well then google it accident? but don't link it no don't don't is... link it's, it's actually unbelievably sad 
Google it, but don't link it. Please, please, please. I don't like looking at it. It hurts me on the inside. I'm serious when I say I'd kill myself if I look like that. It's not meant to be one of my cruel jokes about, about people being different. It's instead just an honest commentary on how I it's wouldn't want to go through life as that. Basically, I think the problem is that your skin, like the top layer of your epidermis or whatever, is like constantly blistering with the bottom. Mm -hmm. And it's like you're constantly forming blood. So your entire body is at like every point in time, like covered like 85% with blisters. And White, you have to have, pale blisters. Yeah, you have Disgusting. to have bandages changed all over your body constantly. Showering is like, or, or taking a bath. I shouldn't say shower. Oh, you, know, you can't shower. Imagine taking, taking a, a bath shit. is like, is an excruciating experience. I bet his asshole is infected 80% of the time. Mm-hmm. You're Dude, prone to infections. You're constantly in pain. You, yeah. He is a really rough. That's he, how you know God's not real. That's Stuff how you know like God's that. not real. Where it's just Wait, like, what are you oh. talking about? No, I prayed to God that I would get to work on time yesterday, and He answered my prayers. What are you talking about? I totally made those last two lights. Uh, yeah. <laughs> every time God, you hear God's people very, say shit uh, like that, yeah. He's very into the little miracles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I found, I found my keys. <laughs> It's, it's quite like, peculiar. Please, please. So many of those miracles seem to stop as soon as cell phones came around too. It always it's always a little strange, huh? A lot of those yeah. UFO sightings and the big the um Bigfoot and all that shit and the Loch Ness monster, all those seem to stop too over the past twenty. I wonder. A lot of you guys were older in here, right? When I yeah. was growing up, there were tons of videos of UFOs and shit because it was always that VHS grainy shit. Now everyone has a fucking cell phone. I would have thought I'd seen a whole bunch more of those fucking aliens flying around. Seems like the aliens are stop. aware of our cell phone technology. Yeah. They have yeah, to counteract it. Really weird. As soon as they saw out. the iPhone one come out, they they made a great deal of distance to make sure they couldn't be tracked. They After all that time, jobs. they realized, let's turn the fucking beacon on top of the ship off. What were you thinking? <laughs> they, these aliens are even more dangerous than the ones coming from below the border. I tell you what, because they'll steal not only our jobs, the jobs of our computers. That's right. <laughs> They're very good at math. That's how they built the. Anybody have? A, They're also a, behind a, a the vicodin homosexual I could take. You know. <laughs> These interdimensional no, travelers are behind the homosexual agenda. That is why they are always probing the anus of the American man. They are trying to turn you into a homosexual. The government's are turning you gonna, are you going to let globalists the invite men, aliens to this planet so they can fuck you in your ass? Or are you going to buy my Alex Jones Infowars.com slash ass shield to keep your <laughs> ass safe and sound? Made of strong, American-made aluminum alloy. It will protect your rectum from any incoming invasion from invaders south of the border or north of Neptune. Three easy payments of 1999 and one very difficult payment of 1999 <laughs> will get you your ass shield that you need. Do you see how red I am? That's because I am shielded from any sort of rape attempt. Do you guys ever worry that you get sponsors that watch your stream and when they see how much more enthusiastic you are about your fake ad reads than your real ones? <laughs> I was very enthusiastic about the cock pills. <laughs> That's a good point. I've been actually. twirling this watch around for an hour and a half. Next time we get a new sponsor, let me read it as Alex Jones, and we'll see if they stick around. Absolutely. Well, I'm curious now if you've ever gotten an email where someone who's emailed you and is like, you know, we watched your stream the other day, and we really want to do, uh, you know, an activate. We want to do an ad read with you guys. The the th the plugin that you did for that ass thing was great, just like that. <laughs> <laughs> Deliver it exactly like that. We've never gotten an email, or Chiz gets those emails. The only time he's gotten, he didn't even get onto us. He was laughing. Is when the hundred percent food. I made That's where you're headed. Hundred percent food. That's just you. We all. So the hundred percent. Yeah, we all thing. did it. I, I don't take the blame. They told us to like be honest about it, and then we went to their website, and we saw that other people sort of mocked the product as they sold it. So we were like, all right. And 
We just took it. We dialed it up 10 more I'm times. I'm pretty sure Taylor said it was good for sealing potholes. <laughs> no, I, I said it was a good substitute for quickcrete in a pinch. <laughs> yeah. And, and was... they did not like that. Oh. That was the first and last time they sponsored us, and we're okay yeah. with that. But they were mistaken. It was like a weight loss thing. I remember saying that you'll lose even more weight if you dump all the powder in your toilet and then just drink water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was um, awful. That was a fun clip. I have a I have a clip here that Chiz sent me. He tells me that we should watch this. Um, he I asked him what was what it was. He said it's better if we 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 go in unprepared and see what Wings said. There's a timestamp on it. I assume it's intentional. Yes, he wants us to start at twelve oh three, and and he says you know a couple minutes of this and and uh, I, I and and we'll get some gold. He said I I, I don't know. I haven't seen this. All right. One sec, it's still loading up. <sighs> I hope it's not too rough. Let's I'm see. good. Ready? Are you, are you ready, uh, Destiny? Um, yeah, hold on. Opening it. Our wings guy, right? Yep. Ready, set, play. I always put it like this, right? Woody from the podcast, not podcast, Painkill already. Mr. Woodward. Well, he says his superpower is to be able to fall asleep and take a nap anywhere, any place, in any kind of setting, right? As his superpower. Kyle said his superpower is to be able to, like, close his ears without earplugs. Like, oh, I can do I remember that. Yeah. He, he bullshitted his way into a conversation one time on PK where he, where he said he, like, would, like, close his ears like, I can do internally it. when he's shooting guns. So far, I like this. Right? I really can. I still don't believe that shit. That's Kyle's superpower. <laughs> I can do it. I promise. My superpower is I can drive any car. That's gasoline or diesel, and tell you exactly what's wrong with that motherfucker. <laughs> That's my superpower. And I'm bullshitting. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I'm, I'm, I'm so good. I can tell you how far a hub on a truck is, how much life's left on it, and how much rust is on the internal bearing, just by driving it. I'm super in tune with my automobiles. Like I know every, I know every, I know how they take every type of bump. I know every rattle in them. I know every creak. I know when the heat's infecting the plastic. I know what you're thinking of. Everything. I got one. That's my superpower. Should we pause? Awesome. He's Street sharks. Oh, he is. I don't know. People, yeah. people come at me act like I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I remember, I remember Kyle said specifically. That if you want somebody to pretend like they know what's wrong with the vehicle, you talk to Wings. Oh, I've rebuilt. I've, I've I've rebuilt more engines than Kyle has driven cars. There we I'm go. In, I'm in a a very privileged seat right now. Um, because like I'm almost debt free. All right, so that's like, good enough. That is pretty, pretty much any money that I make. He didn't I mention my superpower that with I it. can steal jobs um, from podcast hosts in a single bound. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, so the idea that he's rebuilt more engines than I've driven cars. I mean, he picked the wrong person to say that about, obviously, because I've spent, I've driven hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of cars. Like, like it's it's kind of been the nature of a, of a lot of my dealings. Like. Sounds like what? you're just underestimating how many engines he's re rebuilt, actually. He used to I, sell I, cars. You might have seen, if, Could it be during your days you drove a thousand different cars? I, I would say over a thousand cars, for sure. I, I mean, I owned 
like I say own, you know, my dad gave me cars when I was a kid. When I was 16, I didn't go out and get a job and buy a car. I was in fucking high school. So my dad gave me cars. But like I went through five cars before I was out of high school. This guy's still driving the same truck that, that he had in high school. He has, I don't know where he's getting these engines to rebuild. Well, like, he's maybe almost he's out of debt, Maybe Kyle. He's, he's in a very from, privileged position. It's just maybe he's Carl from thing. Sling Blade. He's like, mm, I rebuilt a lot of engines out in the shed. But I don't think so. So if he's rebuilt 500 engines, he's still not even there. He's not even close. Because because there were, there'd be days when I'd drive a dozen cars and the, and it wasn't out of the ordinary. Yeah, like, you like, worked at a car dealership. Yes, for years. And, and, and like, I've, you know, my, my dad has... And I have rebuilt many cars, dozens of cars that we've built. And like I drove, I drove race cars for a couple years. I drag raced and went through three or four of those. And I drive other people's drag race cars. They'd be like, hey, you want to you run my car down the strip? Yes, I do. You want to drive mine? Yes, let's swap cars and, and you run mine and I'll run yours. I, I can't tell you how many cars I've driven. So that's just an absurd point. But that's not, that's neither here nor there. The funny thing is that he has this diagnostic ability, like some sort of a, like a dog that can detect cocaine in a, in a fucking car or something like that. I was going to go with one when of those weird cancer house. sniffers. Yes, one <laughs> of those cancer sniffing dogs. When he was at my house, um, he was he was homesick and missing his mama and his and his house. And he started like making up things to try to leave early. And one of them was that there was something wrong with his truck. And so we get in his truck and we drive down the road. And I'm very familiar with the type of truck he's in because I own the exact model. And he's just like. You hear that? And I'm like, yeah, it's changing gears. He's like, oh. <laughs> doesn't sound good. You see how it like revs up and then it shifts gears. And I think that's how an automatic transmission usually works. Something's wrong. We got to find a mechanic. And I'm like, well, that's kind of going to cut into workout time. <laughs> we'll, we'll flub it. We'll flub it. Let's just film 20 minutes of me doing different things, edit all that together. And then like, we'll go look for mechanics. I'm like, that seems a little dishonest to all the people paying money into this, this Kickstarter and, 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 and cheering for you. But I mean, if that's what's going to get you motivated for tomorrow, then let's let's do that. And so we find him this the best mechanic in the area. He goes and drops the truck the off. The best mechanic. Like, Ask anyone. Yeah. Anyone. And like three days later, they he's like, could you believe it? They said there's nothing wrong with my car. They don't know what they're talking <laughs> about. And, and like, think about this. We all know how mechanics are. If you take them a brand new fucking car and you're like, hey, I don't like the way the bearings sound. They're going to be like, yeah, they're shot. Uh, I think you need a new set. And uh, how about an oil change and some... Uh, Maybe a new transmission. It's like, well, it is a brand Tires new car. Look a little bald. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's not a th thing that mechanics do. If mechanics can find something a little worn, they're like, yeah, let's uh, let's replace it. But let's use American parts. You don't want to. Let's let, get some with some markup in it. They find nothing. They find nothing. It's it's literal. Um, um, wh what is it when you imagine that you have illnesses? Hypochondriac. Hypochondriac. He is a he is he is a vehicular hypochondriac. He is a hypocarniac. He's a hypocarniac. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I rebut everything that he has said. It is nonsense, but everybody knows that. I was going in a different direction with that. Uh, he was mm -hmm. saying that he can drive a car and to tell you how much rust is on the bearings, probably zero. Um, yeah, because they're bearings. <laughs> and they're just soaking in oil all the time. But uh, I'm thinking of the by the crank. But anyway, sure. he bought a Mustang with a broken motor mount and didn't <laughs> notice it, right? Good point. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, there's your swoosh of this <laughs> argument. Yeah. Checkmate! Are you, uh, Steven, are you, are you up to date on all... I've heard isms? of him, but your history with him is way more extensive than what I am. If you need a, a nice little history sum up, uh -huh. uh, like a year or so ago, maybe a little longer than that, Mr. Mediker made oh. one of his like review videos of Wings, and uh -huh. it is 
I think it's one of the biggest videos on this channel, like over probably a over a million. Views. Yeah, mm -hmm. over a million. God damn. And it, it's it's pretty, pretty entertaining. Pretty telling. Um, I am a Wings of Redemption historian. I know more about him than anyone in the world. And I say that not braggadociously. Um, it's just a fact. You know, the man lived with me. I've been to his house multiple times. I, I, I did this show with him uh, for years. I would say that Wing, that, that Woody is, is only second to me because he didn't live with the Gangster man. Gangster Grandma's a probably less than you and more than me. And, and, and Kyle's <laughs> knowledge and, and intensity in this is so true because it was like maybe the third time I'd met Kyle in real life like eight years ago. And we were at like this hotel and like I saw him. He's like, hey, Kyle, what's up? He's like, hey, Taylor. Come in the room. We're watching this Wings of Redemption video, and we just you drag me in there, and we're watching that, laughing, and like it's a it's a storied history of of keeping tabs on him. He, he, yeah, he did he a, disproved God in that video. He did. He tried Something to. Something to do with he concrete tried to. atoms. That, I remember we all watched that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He uh, he thinks he's a metallurgist, um, and uh, because he used to pour um, sand into a melter or something like that, you know, in pre measured quantities. And he thinks that that makes him like some sort of a metallurgist, but the guy doesn't know the periodic table any more than he knows the nutritional table. And so it's just a oh. big joke. And and it was just ridiculous. He, he, he made this video where he's like, hell can't exist. Because you see, when you burn something, you make carbon. And eventually, all the material is gone, and all you got left is carbon. So you see, if you were burning everlastingly in hell, eventually there'd be no more fuel. And I look at Woody and I'm like, does he not realize that hell is a magical place where yeah. that's where, where, where fucking physics don't come into play? And Woody's like, mm, I don't think so. No, <laughs> no I don't think he realizes yeah, you that. You couldn't use gold roads in heaven. There's not enough traction for the tires. <laughs> <laughs> Let alone enough gold in the entire world. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, when you realize how little gold there actually is in the world, it's pretty mind-blowing. It's like, really small. You you can fit it all in like one warehouse. Like yeah. one not even huge warehouse. Like but every bit of gold on earth. It seems really big in Fort Knox. I can't reconcile those things in my head, right? Like I they Have say you could take in pictures. I haven't been in to movies and stuff, you know? Like like I don't know that we've ever I've been there. Huh. I've been I've I've, been, I've driven it's, past. Is it, there a tour? Oh, okay. I've driven past it, and it's it's a very scary facility. It's very near to where they keep um, the biological and chemical weapons. They have like this big stash up there in Kentucky of uh, like biological and chemical weapons that I think I, I don't remember why they were keeping them. It wasn't like for war purposes. It was more like for like scientific purposes, like like if they were ever used against us to like counteract them or something like that. Like it was where they researched biological and chemical weapons or something like that. And I was like, I don't even want to fucking be here. My friend was like, well, the CDC's in Atlanta. And I'm like, shit, that's right. <laughs> Fuck, they must have really scary stuff in Atlanta. Yep, yep, yeah. But they do. So I, I didn't I realize like that Fort Knox had a lot more than gold. They have important historical documents like the Magna Carta. Oh, that's cool. Um, I must be a scanning. fucking idiot because I didn't even know we still had the Magna Carta. I, I didn't either. To be, to be honest, I was like, shit. I guess Wasn't that signed in like the late 1500s? Like, like we still have that fucking thing. Uh, like, like, what was it made? I bet it's written on him. What's the, what's the Magna Carta written on? Uh, is this something you think that I know? Just a, I, just I'm, a huge. You're about to be very disappointed. Just a huge. Copy. <laughs> Originally published in 1215. Actually, so I was a mere stone's throw away. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I think they might not have always been there. Like during World War II, it was there, and that they've been returned to DC. The Gettysburg Address falls under that. The Gutenberg Bible, the Articles of Confederation, and Lincoln's Second Inaugural Address. 
So they store cool. some like precious things there in addition to gold. Yeah. Um, Bible, this picture I'm showing is a lot of gold. It's more than like, how much is it though if you compress it all, right? It's on shelves. It's, there's a lot of air in there. Because mm. yeah, I thought if you took much. all the gold ever mined, all of it, all of it, it would like fit in a big room, like a big living room. How much gold exists? Ooh. I just How googled this. I just spent like a minute reading the past five things, and they're all sides trying to sell you fucking gold, and I didn't see a picture. Two point <laughs> five million tons. That sounds like a lot, but that can't be right because I I wanted a different number that's more impressive. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but I, it's a ton with two ends, which is twenty two hundred and four pounds. Oh well, I didn't know that. More gold. So wait, a ton with one end is two thousand pounds. And a ton with so two it's about ends. five billion pounds. I think five, five billion. Why is, it, is one metric? Is that what, I, what am I doing? I don't understand I, this. I'm not an expert. I just know that one's two thousand two hundred four pounds and one's two thousand pounds, and I, I, I that's that's all I got for you. Okay. I know I know less about that than I do the Magna Carta, and I don't know anything about that. That was that was third grade. God damn it! I believed for so long that you could fit all the gold in the world in like a giant room. Like you said, Woody, and now, I mean, you might be able to. It's very dense. It's it's, it's like the a very similar density to lead. So, like, oh, you're you're actually like, right. Like yeah. this much is like seventy pounds. Okay. Well, that's that's a lot of gold. I don't own any gold. So I got I, some gold coins. I looked it up. I think people might be curious. A ton with two ends, T O N N E, is a metric ton, and Kyle's right, two thousand two hundred four pounds. Whereas a ton with one end is a and it's a thousand kilograms. That's why it's a it's a metric ton. And ton with one end, they're actually just alternative spellings. But the fact is, it kind of works like Kyle said because America never uses that metric version. So it's so a ton with one end is just like the imperial measurement. Two thousand pounds. Yeah. Two thousand pounds. Yeah. And the one with two ends is a thousand kilograms. And they're actually kind of both both. But since Americans don't use that other one. Do you ever think about weird shit like how long would we survive if every bug on Earth suddenly had an instinct to kill us? Not very long at all. Like we would be fucked. Wait, how smart are the bugs? Are they just coming right at us? Like they're like, like zombies. They're they just they're just coming right. We at do us. okay. A problem. Really? What's your plan? So, you, no, so, dude. So you're, here's you're the high as a kite. They would fuck us up. There's too many. There's yeah, a lot of insight in this. Yeah. I watched Killer Bee Nightmare in 1997. <laughs> so hold your horses. Yeah, yeah, Taylor. <laughs> recognize who you're talking to. I mean, I'm one of the big issues. I apologize. Continue. I, I mean, you got to think. <laughs> you got to think for one thing. If they were all just coming after us, then there'd be no more bugs doing bug stuff, right? There'd be no more uh, pollination. That's gonna hurt our food. It definitely has to. Uh, might might cause a bit of famine. You know, there'd be no more bugs cleaning up the dead animals like they do. Might cause disease. But the real. But but if there's just bees coming at us and ants coming at us, like. A bunch of bug zappers. I think we'd be all Dude, right. Dude, if there are 20 no. hornets in your room right now, you're having <laughs> a fucking panic ah, attack. Yeah, why'd they have well, to be hornets, Taylor? Now imagine tens of millions of these I've bugs. I've donned my hornet suit. Like, like, I can't on. even... Dude, we'd be fucked. I, the thing you're thinking, too, is like, like there are like millions of bugs that you have no idea how many bugs could even get to you right now because most of them don't want to, right? Most of them either don't know there's food there or don't there's not the right type of food. Like if every bug was just like mm -hmm. motivated to go into your house, holy shit, I can't imagine how much fucking shit there would be. Just red ants alone yeah. are a big issue. I mean, I could defeat the bug army, dude. You would get. He does have several flamethrowers. 
I do have several flamen warfers. Th they would, would those them. bugs would hold you down, and the ants would do that thing where they knot each other together and do a big dildo, and they just fuck you. Oh, thank God, because he's been waiting for weeks for his dildo. <laughs> Why are they stinging? Why are they doing? They're stinging. Why are they raping? I've got a different topic. If you could get rid of one minor annoyance about being a human, what do you remove? I don't want to sweat ever again. Having I, to sleep. That was Kyle's was similar. I want to sweat on command because I really do appreciate the endurance that the cooling benefit gives me. But it's oftentimes, our greatest evolutionary advantage. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. But if I'm just walking to my truck where the AC is going to run, maybe if I could turn that off, you know, let my body temp go, maybe pant a little bit, and then uh, turn the AC on. Yeah, dogs don't sweat. Fine. They're fine. Get out of here. I don't want to sweat ever again. Um, and, uh, and and I would never. I won't need deodorant now. That's never going to be a thing. I want to put that those chemicals. No, you'll on still my body. get stinky, dude. No, you won't. That's from sweat. And uh, <laughs> and my ass will never stink again. Uh, from from just from just love, swamp this ass. This is the second you know? time, at least tonight, that Kylie had complete confidence in hypothetical things that we can't <laughs> verify. I guarantee no, Hillary will sweat. go to war in the alternative <laughs> universe in which she won. Um, I, I, hard and fast. These are, these, <laughs> that's, that's the way I do things. All right. There's okay, no, okay. Oh, well, maybe, maybe no, definitely. So you won't stink if you can't sweat. Oh. That's where the stink comes from. I don't know if it's yeah, a minor inconvenience, pooping. I guess. Yeah, but I shower after I poop. Oh, you're every one time? of those types. Yeah. You, sh you shower every time after you poop. Yeah. What if you're out and about? I shit once a day. It's at 8 a.m. And then I shower at 8. 5 a.m. That's normal, but I'm saying, let's say you're out and about for the day. Okay. About, you know, 3.30 in the afternoon comes, and maybe you had something a little rancid the day before. You got to poop, and you're at Home Never. Depot. Doesn't what happen. do you do? It's I'm 1 p.m. You happened. needed to pick me up. Well, you well, had a coffee. Well, if it happened, I'd take a shit, and then I'd, like, wipe my ass properly, and then I'd take a shower when I got home, so I don't want stinky ass. Kyle, I think you were okay. underestimating the efficacy I might want a lady of like a one-white Charlie. And, and it's got to be clean. One-white Charlie is at least what a shower can provide. It's not a at least. Wet, because white? I can't work my finger around the hole and really get every, every little bit. Yeah, I like I to get knuckle deep to you make can. sure that like, I'm really... Oh, I, need to, I, I need go three really... fingers on my one-white Charlie. What do you think the you... bad dragon toy is for? I need the tentacle <laughs> with the suction cup on the end. All right? I want to be clean. All right? No, no, I, I would argue... You engage in analingus. You, you should really respect your partner. If there's any issue with the wet wipes, it's not that you're not clean enough, it's that you suspiciously smell good. I want to uh, hear what Stephen's minor inconvenience that he wants to get rid of is. Um, fuck, I don't know. There's like so many to pick. You, you know, here's one that I've thought of lately. Um, have you ever taken those absolutely, the godsend, perfect poops, and sure. you go to wipe when you're done, and there's nothing there. You don't even... <laughs> Or anything a ghost does. poop. Yeah. Not well. Wait, wait well, a minute. That's what I've always heard is like a ghost poop where you take a big shit and you wipe and you're like, oh, it's like it's never there. Oh, <laughs> I, well, I, I, the, the reason why I question is because I've heard the term ghost poop, but I've heard people refer to that as when you take the poop and it slips into the toilet, like down, and you get up and you look at it. Oh, I've heard that called a ghost poop. <laughs> okay, that's on like that one there. Yeah, so I got <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, yeah that, that would be that would be nice if every yeah, and then every time the worst feeling in the world you got to fish in there and find it and then you just feel dirty because you now you have yeah it. everyone does that feeling, Kyle. what's the best feeling in the world the worst feeling in the world is oh, when you're worst. at a friend's house you're at or or, or 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 god forbid oh man that 30 minutes after a shower where you feel it we have to take a poop and you do it and you do your poop and you feel it coming out 
and then it gets 80% of the way out and and you're like, oh no. And you know you're gonna have to spend the next like fucking five minutes with fucking toilet paper getting everything out. That shit is fucking obnoxious. I just get back in the shower. I'm not that uh, averse to water, and I have quite <laughs> it's the water. Your solution heater. for everything. I have done what yeah. Kyle is saying. Yeah, I have been like, you know what? This is a poop that uh, would better be served by a whole shower. But- I not a whole shower, a tenth of a shower. We have one specific area to clean. The real issue is like head, face, and back. That's what takes oh, a while I'm, to clean. If I get in the shower, it's at least neck down. I, and as a matter of fact, I'll even get my hair wet, but I might not like wash it and you know have like start from scratch. I don't get it wet. I got too much product in there. I find I don't have to re-add more product if it just gets wet. I, I shower quick. I use one of those three-in-one cheap-ass shampoos, and so I just all on the head, underarms, dick and balls, <laughs> asshole. Are you kidding? Torso, legs. You're when I go when up. I go to hotels oh, and they no. have that, they have just that pump in the shower, and I'm just like, what is it? My girlfriend's like, it's everything. And I'm like, let's go to Rite Aid. Let's go to Rite Aid. <laughs> no, I, I, I like that. I like the convenience. I know that smells like, like summer breeze or whatever. I need two soaps and, th- and, and two shampoos or I can't even get in a goddamn shower. I have a, Dude, um, a have brush on a long stick. It's almost like a back scratcher. You have chemically altered skin. And That's you will true. For- and you'll forever be sensitive to perfect skin. And... And forevermore, you'll be sensitive to a number of natural occurring things like the sun. I've had three pimples since 2006. <laughs> this is nice. Yeah. No, that's why I like the back scratcher brush thing. I feel like my yeah. back gets it. It, it prevents back the, pimples. I have this thing, right? It's like Ooh. a long rectangle with handles on either end. It's an equivalent. Yeah, it's very... There's a difference. There's one reason I like mine better. This is it. Mm-hmm. When I want... like. Before I put soap on it and after I get the soap off, I rub it on the shower head itself, and then the shower head yeah. never gets like a calcium buildup. It looks brand new. Ah, I do the same Smart. thing, but not for that. I want to get the soap scum out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so, it's just so, it's so I a... ball it up and like right. But when you actually put it. the brush on the shed, it, it serves two ter- two purposes. Ah, okay. It I got cleans you, it out you. and it cleans the shower head. I've got that water filter thing that like prevents calcium buildup. Like like I didn't install it; it just came with the place. But I but I, I definitely see. What you, I love that back loofah though. Like like if you if you're out there, and I told Ice Poseidon this. He was complaining about his back acne, and mm-hmm. he has gross back acne. And I was like, dude, you can get rid of that. It takes a while to get rid of back acne. It's not like your face. Like those are deep seated pimples. Like like really? they're bad. Yeah. Oh, I didn't and know to that. get and and they're to get rid of them, it's gonna take. Three months, but in three months you're gonna have a perfect back. But here's what you gotta do, Ice. I was like, you need this product. It's eleven dollars. It's on Amazon. It's it's got a soft side and a rough side. You're using the rough side, and it's gonna hurt a little. When you get out, your back's gonna be red. Every shower, your back is gonna be red. And you so use once this. a week? <clears throat> no, once a day. I was talking about every side. You gotta go over over my silly head. Um, but but yeah, you, you scrub your back once a day with benzoyl peroxide. 10% unless your skin starts peeling and then you back it down to 2.5%. And you do that every oh, fucking day. Oh, not just day. soap. No, benzoyl peroxide um, acne um, cream. What is that? Like, like, it's a cream? It's, like what is it? It's is an it acne a medication. tube I'm looking at or is it like uh, a... I get a... You get a big tube. Like, like It's like seven ounces or something like that and okay. I go through a tube a week. Steven, if and, you're not aware, Kyle has a Patrick Bateman level skin treatment regimen yeah. i'm 57 every single day he's 50 <laughs> 50 don't lie you're 61 years old <laughs> he's not paying attention at all but that was <laughs> I funny i totally am and i have a real hot take i'm about to uh yeah, yeah. I'm about lay, to lay, out that, lay out the hot take lay it down 
I'm gonna trigger the fuck out of um, I'm gonna trigger the fuck out of Kyle right now. I don't <laughs> think there is fuck all you can do for acne except for Accutane, and I am incredibly confident about this. Um, I could link you pictures. Uh, my acne was so fucking horrible in grade school and in high school. It, well, not maybe grade school, but in high school, it was ridiculous. And Mine lots of teens, lots of teens have these problems. Here is what I think happens. I think that you go through product after product after thing after thing after thing. And I tried everything: cutting out all dairy, um, mm -hmm. sleeping on a clean towel every night. People chocolate, sugar, changing the bed sheets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. changing diets, like all of that. Different types of salicylic acid-based cleaners, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. And the reason why I feel so confident that there is no surefire way to get rid of acne is it's the same thing as penis enlargement. If penis enlargement became possible, <laughs> you would know it because every fucking person would be doing it and it would sure. be the most well thing, known thing ever. And for acne today, there is still no thing where you can look like, how do you get rid of acne? There's 50 million home remedies that people suggest. There's 50 yep. million things people say. I don't think there's a way to do it. I think you just- I'm talking about adult acne though. I like adult acne is is a little bit different than that, oh, that sort of, like, like, like you, like I don't get acne anymore. Like, like that is a recent occurrence. Like in the last two uh -huh. years, I finally stopped getting acne because like my hormones finally stabilized yeah. and I, and I'm like, you're 32. I'm a, the I'm a grown the man. <laughs> yeah. I'm finally a man grown. And, and like, that's over. But throughout my twenties, like I couldn't stop it. I could only hold it back. You know, I could keep it to like two pimples all the time on my face, pretty much. And like, there'd be times where it was like, Oh my God, it's like right here like or it's in my ear or it's behind my ear like like it was awful behind your ear man. great place to get one yeah it's the most painful not in place. your ear though i popped this one on like the bottom of my neck once mm -hmm. that that came and, and the pus was green it was it was I've it was, there was it was disgusting it was like it went on for weeks violent. it was like an abscess tumor inside mm -hmm. my fucking neck and like I'd squeeze it and it would just like make it inflame like it wouldn't pop. And then mm -hmm. finally I stuck a goddamn needle in the motherfucker and you lanced went it. It must have oh. went in a half inch or something like way deeper than I thought. I, like I went a little bit, just blood, a little more, just blood. And I was just like, well, I guess I either I'll hit my trachea or I'll <laughs> fucking get rid of this pimple. And finally it was just when it popped, it felt like smashing an egg or something and just like <laughs> like all over my hands. And like the mirror was like. Like I had a cum shot of like greenish yellow pus on it. Oh, so, I yeah. remember that shit from when you had. But like as a, a teenager, face. but as a teenager, I never mastered it. It's it's it's. But but as an adult, like mm -hmm. a, and Ice is an adult. He has back acne caused by being filthy and like not oh, washing sure, sure. regularly. And yeah, so if that's, you're like a disgusting fuck, and you like don't shower at all, and you're super oily or whatever. Yeah, that can probably cause. He showers it. like once every six days. Then so, yeah, like, that'll probably do. It. Yeah. That's, so he so, so it's oil, it's sweat, and it's dirt, and they accumulate and clog your pores, and that's what he's got. And his back, and he was on, he did steroids for a while, I think. Right? He said that, right? He did he? I'm actually that not positive. Thin as yeah, I'm not positive either. So just forget. It was a while since we last had him on. Yeah, mm -hmm. just forget I said that. I, I'm probably wrong about that. I shouldn't have said that. Um, uh, but but. His back acne was very bad. He was very buff, picture. though. Like he was bodybuilder. Like I, I, I've had that same question in my head. He was Tobey Maguire Spider Man. Yeah, or better. He was lean. He was. Yeah, yeah he had a really good physique. Yeah. So, 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 like for his situation, I was like, this guy needs exfol needs to exfoliate. You know, he's got a whole layer of like dead, dirty skin like clogging his pores. But I agree with you. As a teenager, I never found a cure. You know, I could just hold it at bay. Mm -hmm. uh, throughout my early my, my early twenties, I could just hold it at bay, uh, and and that was as good as I could do. Steve, I will did you take Accutane. 
No, I didn't. But like, I I know Accutane is some real shit because you see like oh, before yeah. and afters, and it's like it works for everybody. But like so many other like home remedies and shit, everybody will fucking run through. And some stuff people say that like some stuff is working and some stuff isn't. But I think it's just the cycles of acne coming and going. Sometimes you just get lucky. Accutane has thing... some real downsides. Oh well, yeah, and I, I hit all, shit. I hit all of the tick boxes for the downsides. When I was in eighth mm -hmm. grade, I got on Accutane, and I. I still my my skin is paler than it was when I was younger. Like you get pale skin, I burn much easier. I had chronic nosebleeds for years, even after I got off of it. Where like it just be out of nowhere, you're just walking around, not even winter time. Nosebleeds is getting bleeds. off easy. Like I, I, there's someone in my universe tried Accutane and they had like external bleeding. You know, like nosebleeds on the outside of their face or like just like cracked, Shit. overly dry skin. Oh uh, yeah, like at the corner. Oh, of the, the, nose, the cracked skin thing was real. Like and your, your lips. lips, your <laughs> lips are so dry. Like if you accidentally in winter like smile or something, like it'll split right down the middle of your lip. I didn't have my good doctor back then, so I couldn't get it, but I wanted it so bad. I wanted it so bad. I'd go to the doctor and they'd prescribe fucking benzoyl peroxide, and I was just like, this is bullshit. I could buy this at fucking Rite Aid. This is fucking bullshit. Give me some real shit. My mom's just like, oh, well, let's try it. And it's like, we tried it. I look like a goblin. <laughs> it's hard. I, I struggle even now as a guy who should have a, a grip on these things at this age know what a good doctor is right does a good doctor give you everything you ask for or does a good doctor like prevent pancreatic cancer from you know the things that you would have done to yourself yeah. i have never I, maybe i've never had a good doctor because like every time i've had something i had to self-diagnose it with fucking WebMD and tons of research mm. like 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 i don't mean like an hour of research i mean like 20 hours of fucking research to diagnose like two of the things that i've had that I won't go into in too much depth, <laughs> but 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 your doctor may or not know if you got a touch of the gonorrhea. If you got a bit of syphilis, the doctor may not know it for years, and you've got to self-diagnose that shit. And literally, like right. like, hey doctor, I have syphilis. That's what I had that you couldn't figure out. Remember? It's weird like, that. Huh. Damn. Well, what? you're gonna need some penicillin. I'm like, yeah. 100 milliliters or whatever it was. <laughs> the thing about <laughs> syphilis I, I've, I've read is that it gets cured like almost accidentally a lot of times. The symptoms can be tough to pick, but then you get like strep throat and you knock out that dormant syphilis while you're at it. Or, you know, the, the doctor prescribes something to sell in along the way. Yeah, yeah like getting, uh, a, getting a fever can kill a lot of diseases. Like I didn't that's, know that. that's the reason that we well, get Well, it doesn't kill like, syphilis, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it doesn't kill syphilis. I'm sure. It doesn't kill syphilis. And, and, and like uh, syphilis, like I had no fucking symptoms whatsoever. I had like a little rash right here on my collarbone. Huh. And I was like, huh, what's that? And then all the skin peeled off my palms and my of my hands and my and my and the soles of my feet. And I was like, what's this? And they're like, we don't know. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well. Try this $200 a tube cream on them. You'll need a few tubes. All right. Well, I guess that works. I'm walking around wearing fucking rubber gloves with olive oil in them for six months. <laughs> you probably look like a dick. <laughs> ah, I had to Taylor. film videos wearing tactical gloves. Because <laughs> gripping a gun made my hands bleed. <laughs> it, wait, it, wait. And, so you actually had syphilis and it made your hand skin peel off? All of it. Wow. Oh, what? Is that a syphilis sign? Yes. I had no idea. Type syphilis. Palms and souls, and you'll see. I have pictures somewhere. It, it like like all my my hands were covered in blisters that would then pop, and then I would like try to peel to like make it more look better. But then it's just you ever it, you know when a blister comes off and it's that new pink skin. Mm. After a while, that's all my hands and feet were. Dude, this is fucking gross, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and, and like I just had started with a like like with a new girlfriend at the time, and like it cleared up like three months into our relationship. 
like, like I'd known her for like three months and then it cleared up and I was like, you don't remember that when my hands were peeling off? And she's like, I never noticed. And I'm like, well, thank God. She's like, yeah, that's gross. <laughs> like, like, like I was just hiding my hands from her all the time. I was did, like, you your any, feet. Uh, did you get any dick sores? No, nothing like that. Nothing on my genitals, anything like that. It was just palms of my hands and soles of my feet. And it was like, at finally, like not that long ago, I figured out what it was. I took an STD test and I, and then I Google. I was like, I'm not even going to leave this one up to the doctor. Let me Google what my treatment should be. And I go to the doctor and I'm like, I need this much penicillin. He's like, why? I was like, because I have syphilis. And he's like, ah, you sure? Yes, I'm sure. I took a test. He's like, well, all right. Just so you know, it's a little expensive. I was like, I don't yeah. fucking care <laughs> yeah. what it costs. Just sign like, it up. High five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 no, my hand, my hands did that for like a couple of months and then they healed over and then it was all good. But then, you know, the, it's just lying dormant. And then, and then it becomes non-communicable after like nine months or a year and a half or something like that, somewhere in there. So now you can't give someone else syphilis. Thank God. But, but like, it was just two shots of penicillin in my ass and it, and it was game over for that. And then the rash went away, which had been there. You could only see this little bitty rash on my collarbone after a hot shower. So it was like completely asymptomatic. Like I had no symptoms for, for forever, but, but That's yeah, syphilis is dangerous. So yeah, I don't think I have a very good doctor, but he will give me some stuff, you know, That's and uh, nice. What's the worst disease or sickness you guys have ever had? Oh, that, well, there was that, you know, I don't want to, to retell the story this many times, but like, you know, there was that time I went to New Mexico to film that shit and I had strep throat and it was like the flu and like, like I was coughing up blood and uh, I was, I was mm -hmm. congested. It was, it was nose, ears, ear aches, ear infection, like throat infection, chest infection, like the whole, the gamut. whole nine. Yeah. yeah. And, and I was, uh, he gave me anti-inflammatory shots, gave me a bottle of codeine and sent my ass to the fucking desert. And, and then, uh my fucking friend threw a tear gas grenade at me. Uh, so that exploded at my feet and, uh, and that wasn't fun because that really exacerbated everything. So then I was re really fucked up for about two days after the tear gas, but I had the coating and that, that makes everything better. Hmm. Um, that that's the sickest I think I've ever been for sure. But then like that syphilis fucking thing was, was like the, if I didn't treat that, I'd, I'd have went insane. It rotted my brain out in another decade. Yeah, you would. Have. That's what happened to Al Capone. That's what happened to Al Capone in an era where the cure existed, <laughs> mind you. Like, like Al Capone wasn't in the 20s. All right. They had penicillin. Well, he was. Well, he was, but, but it, his time of, of, of having pen syphilis wasn't in the 20s. Nah, I'm just going to talk with my hands in prison. It's going to work out. <laughs> yeah, that kind of shit. Steven, what, what's the worst disease you've ever had? The worst sickness. I don't think I've ever. actually had like any like bad diseases. Um, I had the flu once, which is actually like really shitty. Um, I think a lot of people get colds and they say they have the flu, but I had like yeah, the yeah. full like seven days, so like three days of constantly mm -hmm. like feeling like shit. Oh, I'm sorry. I know what the worst thing I ever had. This is the worst thing I've ever had in my entire life. Fuck everything else. First of all, big shout out to people with Crohn's or IBS in the audience. <laughs> I got food poisoning like I think a year or two ago. And I guess I have like a really good stomach. I can travel anywhere in the world, drink water, eat food. I never have problems. I eat spicy food all the fucking time. Never have like the shits or the Taco Bell stuff or whatever. I've always been fine. Mm -hmm. I got food poisoning going through fucking the Omaha airport. Fuck this airport. I got food poisoning going <laughs> through there. <laughs> and for like a day, it sounds so dumb to say it, but like every 15 minutes, like clockwork, I had to go to the fucking toilet and shit like water shit. 
And it was the worst feeling in the world because maybe it was exacerbated because I was like with a girl for the weekend. So it was literally the worst time ever. But like I couldn't do anything. Like if I drove, I had to make sure that wherever the fuck I go from the moment my ass gets off this toilet to on the car to wherever I need to be able to get in another bathroom or I'm going to shit myself. If I go out to eat, I have to make sure that like I'm like close to a bathroom and it was fucking horrible. And I remember that was like it lasted for it was only two days. But I just remember thinking at the end of it, like I had a friend growing up. Um. When I played StarCraft somewhat professionally, I had a friend growing up who had Crohn's disease. And I know that he would always, he was always emo. He's like, I don't want to go to tournaments. Like, it just feels bad, blah, blah, blah. I have a lot more sympathy now for people that have like bowel related problems. Like, yeah. being tied to where your existence can only occur 15 minutes from a bathroom at any given point in time felt absolutely fucking horrible. Holy shit. And these were shits. These weren't like, ah, fuck, I got to poop. Like, I've got like, you know, five to 10 minutes tops to find a bathroom. This was like, Oh shit! I got ten seconds. Fucking yep. flat, and it's coming. There's nothing I can do to fucking stop. And literally, I have to plug a finger up my ass. Oh my god, it was so fucking horrible. Yeah. Ugh. That's how, yeah. There was a. I feel bad about it now, but when I was like twelve, we had a kid on our hockey team mm -hmm. with uh, IBS, and it, we didn't know the severity of it or whatnot. But his last name was Cooper. And so we called him Pooper <laughs> all the time. I saw where that was headed immediately. But at, at, the time, at the time, it was just funny because we were 12. We didn't know. And then looking yeah. back, it's like, oh, fuck. We had like IBS or Crohn's or something. That wasn't cool. Yeah, yeah. I had a friend with Crohn's. And it was like, got a shit, pull over. And it's like, can it wait? Nope. And like, like you, start, you see sweat start forming. And it's like... What what's gonna happen if, if I don't get there in time? And he's like, surely you won't seat. shit yourself. I'm gonna shit in the seat. And he's like, <laughs> like, 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 he goes in the gas station or whatever, and uh, and we want to use the bathroom too, so we like go across the street to use that bath. There, it's one of those exits mm -hmm. where it's like gas stations everywhere. So we're like, we're gonna go to the BP and we're gonna use that that toilet because he's in there. And like we pull out of the BP, heading back to the like racetrack, quick trip, whatever. He doesn't wait for us. He's in the highway running toward us. He's like, and we pick him up in the middle of the road. He's like, go, go, go. And I'm like, what? What, what is it? He's like, I was in there destroying the toilet. <laughs> and, and I heard the lady that works there and she said, well, my shift's over. I just need to clean the bathroom up and I'm headed home. He was like, and I passed her coming out the door. He was like, we... <laughs> like I just had to run. I just had to run. It, it, it was it just awful. And Tabes that is the cool week. ass guy of the week. <laughs> and Tabes from last week had has Crohn's. I... Yeah, he mentioned that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he mentioned that. that yeah. what, what is Crohn's other than having to poop a lot? It's just like all, all digestive and intestinal problems, it's, right? It's some sort know. of a digestive issue. Mm. Where, where, yeah, isn't it, it, it like it's, um, one of those? Uh, what do you call it when your body attacks itself? Um, it's inflammatory thing. Yeah, no, but, but I no, think, I, I know what you're saying. Um, and like autoimmune, I think is Crohn's yeah, autoimmune. Yeah, like your body attacks its own digestive system or something. Yeah, um, I, I might be wrong on that, but yeah, but like it's so bad that like you, you people get like parts of their intestines and stuff removed. So it's Shit. like it's, yeah, it's really serious. Yeah, yeah. I hope I never get anything like that. I like to eat too much. I like I like like really spicy food. Like like mm -hmm. I've got some salsa right now that I can only eat like five chips worth, and I'm like, all right. <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm done. I like fuck, like this. Uh, I got this Korean hot sauce right now that's made from like fermented soybeans and red chili powder or something. Sounds like good. That. It's so fucking good. It's called like gongchakao or something like that. <laughs> I don't even know. Apparently, it's very popular in Korea. It's like a table condiment, uh, but it, it's real tasty. Like I like spicy fucking foods and foods that are not good for your digestive system. The Asians are on point in that way. Like, they if someone was like, you have to eat Mexican food for the next seven days. 
and be like, oh, that's going to suck after day one. Or like you have to eat just barbecue for the next seven days. Uh, after like day three, that's going to suck. I feel like you have mm. to eat only like Japanese, Chinese, like Oriental style food for a week and be like, hell, make it three weeks. Like I, <laughs> it's it's fantastic. It's great. The only downside to it is there's no dairy, like no cheese or anything. There's but some even eggs. Even that. Are eggs dairy? No. No, they're chickens. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just imagining a cow just like shitting out giant eggs, just something the size of your head. (laughs) I don't know how I did that. All right. Oh, this cat is about to lay a big load. She's got about nine (laughs) eggs in her. Usually the crop's about seven eggs per per sow, but we got one here. They just seem like breakfast food commonality. I don't know how I made that link. But maybe it's like a vegan thing in your head. Like vegans can eat some dairy and eggs, so their eggs yeah, and dairy are the it. same. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I was, uh, you know, you're, <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. That, that's I'm uh, trying to help you out here. Obviously, that was the connection I made. I was yeah. doing some sort of vegetative calculus. Gosh, Juan, Korea hot sauce. This looks pretty good. <laughs> this is really stupid. Have you ever had here? This is like the second worst disease I've ever had. I don't know this kind. You ever had your ear pop before, and then you're like congested and you can't unpop it. Actually, uh, ear popping pop, is something like, I'm extraordinarily like the, good at. Same. You mean oh, like really? the, the pressure is building in your ear? Yeah, so like the pressure is building, you can't really pop it because you're like congested or sick. Have you ever had that happen before? Yeah. I think Wings is describing before. that I can do like r- remedies that I really can't do that. I wouldn't make that up. It's so stupid to make it up. Oh, no, pop. you're just trying to look cool. <laughs> it's not cool at all. It's such a stupid fucking thing. Here, Kyle, Kyle, I'm going to do a test. Close your ears. Now, hey, Kyle, if you can hear this, say something. An important thing to it doesn't make me deaf when I do it. It lowers the volume by about forty percent. Okay, it really does. Like I'm, if I'm doing it right now. Okay. Wait, and do you like, hear like a rumbling when you do it? Very slightly, yeah. Oh, okay. Like the blood flow in your ears. No. Isn't that what you're? Something? Isn't that what you're actually hearing? Oh, go ahead. I can do something where if I like, I don't know if it's closing my ears or whatnot. I can't do it while I'm talking, I guess, but I he- I do something where it, you, it's harder to hear stuff outside because I would do this at concerts, but when I do it, I hear a really loud, like, and I, I just yeah. assume it's like, the oh, I wonder yeah. if I can do the same I, I thing. I think I'm flexing a muscle inside my head or, or yeah. like up there. I'm trying desperately. Compressing, it's doing compressing my, the, the, the tubes in my ears. I, it's absurd to make such a thing up, and it's not a superpower, but there have been circumstances in my life where I wasn't hearing, wearing ear protection. There was loud shit, and I do it then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I would do that. I do remember doing this at my sister's uh, college graduation because they played the music they played was so loud. That's actually one of my huge pet peeves. I appreciate my hearing. Uh, yeah, but you can like, I don't even know how you describe it, but like, yeah. Oh, I totally agree with you. I thought this was just like one of those weird things that like everybody can kind of vindicated. No, I, yeah. I've never been able to do that. Yeah. I'm tr- I've, I've been trying for quite some time now. I think I cleared up my ears a little. <laughs> if I, oh, I hear better, anyway. if anything else. <clears throat> Um, ears popped, congested. I was in New Zealand and I had to take a flight from North Island to South Island, hop on the airplane, and I didn't really think much of it, my other than I couldn't pop my ears. But as soon as that airplane hit like five, six, seven thousand feet, I'm like, hey, this is actually kind of uncomfortable. Like I can't pop my ears, it's really annoying. And by the time I got to 20,000 feet, I was like, wow, this is actually really uncomfortable. Like I'm doing yeah. everything to pop my ears. And then the next hour and a half was like the most excruciating pain I've ever been in with this ringing, splitting, horrible, because I couldn't pop my ears and I had all the pressure built up. I didn't know if my fucking head was going to explode like the fucking X-Files. That was really fucking bad. Holy shit. That is the worst. I've, I had to go on a business trip once for a, a flight and I had the flu at the time and I, I couldn't miss this meeting. I had to go. And I, I was like past the 
you're going to, you know, the communicable stage of it. And I had the exact same thing where like, as it's taken off, I'm trying to do like the, well, I bought a pack of Trident and I'm chewing gum and I'm holding my nose and blowing and fucking nothing happened. And then you feel deaf for the rest of the day. Have you ever had that where you get off of a plane where your ears get pressurized and then like five days later after you've been acclimated to it, your ear will pop and you're like, oh my God. You can hear the world. It's like putting on glasses for the first time. Your ear pops. You're like, what is that? Yeah. What have I been missing? It's like LSD. It's like, oh my God. You guys the can't world just is so crazy. do a pop whenever you want one? No, I, I can't pop my ears that easily. Oh. Like it, it might yeah. be because my sinuses are fucked and I had so many of those surgeries. I don't know. Because I always do like the hold your nose and blow as hard yeah, as you yeah. can to try and. Do, is that how you do it? Or I, can you I, just I, like. Pop it. I have a couple of methods. One is like I move my jaw in a particular way and they open. One is the nose mm. pressurized thing. Um, also, I can get water out of my ears extraordinarily well. <laughs> really? Yeah. The way I do it is I just shake my head as hard as I can. And I can, that usually gets it out. I do a like, like jerk. But the, the key is it's not the down. It's the rebound. You go down it like you pop it down back up in a hurry. And uh, I just spent... I guess 15 years like surfing and competitive swimming and stuff. I just got wet more often than most people. And uh, it's something yeah. you pick up. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Woody's our cool guy. Of the week. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he was getting wet. <laughs> I, I think getting wet means when you do angel dust, just so everyone knows. Is that okay. really the, the saying for angel dust? Well, I, most of the people didn't know I was talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. And I'm now sorry. they do. I'm sorry. When I, when I text, a, when I text you about the secret plan later, we'll, we'll okay. apologize for that. <laughs> what, do, what does PCP do to you? Does that have any other names? Is that, is that Angel, Angel Dust? That, that, that's what Angel Dust is, yeah. That one gives you super strength, right? Yeah, it makes you think you do. Also known as Angel Dust. Distorted perception of sounds, violent behavior. <laughs> yeah, that. Why, why would you want to do this drug? Just, I want to say PCP a, is one of the drug. ones that like gun guys will argue you need a bigger caliber for. Like, what if the guy's <laughs> on PCP? Get yeah, yourself it is. a slug. It, it definitely is. Yeah. yeah. What if he's on PCP? He doesn't know he's been shot. He doesn't care either. Yeah, nine mil's not going to hurt him. You want to get spread? All right. <laughs> Uh, could you, spread. Yeah. The effects of PCP. The drugged person lacks any rational judgment. He feels no pain. He thinks of himself as invulnerable. He is often aggressive. He is willing to harm himself or others. Many of these stories involve self-injury, broken bones, dislocated joints, stabbing oneself, or amputated body parts. Good Lord. Fuck yeah. Maybe this thing about big calibers is right. Yeah. Uh, Maybe. I remember that. Or shot Remember when they it. thought that that guy who was eating somebody else's face was on PCP and it turned bath out he salts. was sober as a sober. church mouse? They, yep. They thought yeah. he was on bath salts, right? Am I crazy? Bath salts, yeah. Is it? And oh. it, it was bath, bath salts. Salt. Okay. And, and it turned out, no, just a crazy man who decided to eat another's face. When I first heard that this guy became a zombie because of bath salts, I'd never heard of bath salts before. Same. So in my head, I was like, oh, they probably mean baking powder. <laughs> like, that was a thing. <laughs> I don't know why I was like, oh, let's just substitute for things. Dude, you it's if you walk through the kitchen, the Jack is baking way... a cake, and you're like, no! <laughs> <laughs> the only way to stop a bad guy with bath salts is a good guy with bath salts. <laughs> 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 it's the only way to stop. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I don't know about that one. Um, but, but yeah, I, like, I feel like what literally happened that year was 
an actual zombie was created, mm -hmm. ate a man's face, mm -hmm. was killed by the government, and then we, we as, you know, the, the, the simple fucking automatons yes. that we are running about our lives in the society, we're just like, probably drug use, huh? The government's always warning us about that. Back to work, boys! So then they made up a new drug and pretended that it does that. Yeah, that was literally like, like fucking Darai's fucking zombies, fucking World War II, Hitler, Illuminati, Cabal type stuff. That's what was happening right there. And it, right under our noses, right there on Fox News, where you can find truth, justice, the American way, fair and balanced. Uh -huh. And we saw uh -huh. it, we looked it in the eye, <laughs> and we shrugged and said, drugs. Drugs. I only trust what Hannity says. Because that he's man, not at all a bootlicker. That man is doing, <laughs> God, doing I, God's work. Tucker Carlson, right? uh, heir to the Swanson fortune, warning me about the elites is my news source of choice. Yeah, I'd rather he's get heir to the Swanson fortune? Yeah, that guy's so fucking rich. He like the frozen meals? Wait, the, the frozen meals? Are you serious? Yeah. He's, that is too fucking funny, dude. I can't believe that. He's super rich. He, like, you know, the money man, that he I'm, makes at Fox News is inconsequential to Tucker Carlson. You know, um, um, what Mitt Romney's married to the Heinz ketchup lady. Really? I think yeah. you're thinking of John Kerry. Well, a Google search will, will, will tell us the truth. Uh -oh. okay. If I'm being honest, Romney's I don't care wife. either way. <laughs> Whichever one. Ann Romney. She's a businesswoman and politician. Um, raised in Michigan. It's control F. Hines Teresa here. Hines, also known as Teresa Hines Carey, is a Portuguese American businesswoman and philanthropist married ah. to U.S. Secretary of State and long term Senator John Kerry. They look a Wait, lot alike. Hines John Kerry and... is owned by Portuguese people. Uh, Portuguese American businesswoman is what that blew my mind. Um, it's the best ketchup. You ever try to make it? it? Uh, of course not. Like, like I've, I've made homemade ketchup. You're fucking up. They got it in a bottle downtown. It's well, I mean, ketchup. none of us have ever made homemade ketchup. It sounds like I, it's just you that fucked up. It, it, it's just me. And, and like every time you watch a ketchup recipe on the internet, they're like, just so you know, this has been perfected. But if you're autistic as fuck, and you're really, <laughs> <laughs> and you like, here we go. You're going to need it's some vinegar. tomatoes and vinegar, right? It's a lot of stuff. I, tomatoes, vinegar, a lot of sugar in there. Like, I heard that ketchup was invented as a way, as like a thing to do with rotten tomatoes. So the, the tomatoes that like you couldn't sell anymore, they were bruised, damaged, all leaky, old, moldy. They would yeah. just stick in ketchup. And oftentimes ketchup was bad for you because the tomatoes were not suitable for human ah, consumption. That's Hunt's ketchup, though. Huh? <laughs> that's, that's Hunt's. This is old school. Nowadays, of course. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love ketchup. It's, my it's, it's delicious. It's fucking delicious. Were you about I to say ketchup, ketchup is your favorite food? Your favorite my, condiment. It, it might be my favorite condiment. I eat an incredible amount of ketchup. Here's a question I've always been scared to ask. What is ranch? Because I notice that sometimes when you go into restaurants, they're like, we make our own ranch, blah, blah, blah. Oh, wait, what the fuck makes it? I thought ranch was like the name of like some commercial product made by someone else. But you can like, uh, like, I, uh, it's like, like eggs and buttermilk and something. <laughs> These yeah. all sound so bad for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it, buttermilk it's and sugar and salt. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's definitely, it, it's, a, it's a blend of spices. It's buttermilk. Um, and I think what is right ranch there. dressing made of? <laughs> I think there's eggs in there too. Um, ranch is fucking tasty, but blue cheese is the way to go. Do I people ever cheese. make their own? I'm sorry, I just I don't know. Do people make their own ketchup, or is it always like 
that's what I was just saying. Like, like you can make your own, but it's a real fool's errand because it's been perfected and they sell it in a bottle. You know. It, yeah. So like, so you never find like individual restaurants that like make their own ketchup or whatever. It's always. I've no, never come across. No, one, they won't ever. do that. It's not like spaghetti sauce where like if you want really good spaghetti sauce, you make your uh -huh. own. Ketchup mm -hmm. is one of those things where it's been perfected. It's in a bottle. Just go buy it. Like, if don't you want ketchup own. that's not as good as the bottled stuff, make it yourself. Gotcha. That's exactly what. And every so recipe ranch, I've ever found. Well, there's ranch, ranch from some restaurants: buttermilk, salt, garlic, onion, mustard, herbs, uh, and mayonnaise, yeah. or some other oil emulsion like sour cream and yogurt. Yeah. So egg. I, I don't like ranch oil. that much anyway. It's like it's oh, so okay. bad for you. Damn. Okay. We're That's talking okay. about food condiments, okay? We don't need healthy shit here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We already like know it. we fucked up by opening the sauce packet, okay? Like, <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't yeah. like ranch. It's so bad for Jesus. you. That's why I limit myself to barbecue sauce and ketchup. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm not doing my chicken nuggets in this ranch. Do you know how fattening that is? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. I'm going to stick with the Chick-fil-A sauce, which is totally not like fucking, what, mayonnaise and ketchup? I have the recipe somewhere on my phone. You know what a, the best condiment is? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Is Thousand Island. Fuck out of here. Thousand <laughs> Island is, is great on every sandwich. Come on, Destiny. Fucking have you ever, have you ever had a your, Frisco oh melt? Oh, my God. Get this. Every Here's like a top secret trick if you didn't know this, okay? Ketchup and mayonnaise like mixed together is 99% of every fucking secret sauce. Fucking Big Mac sauce, whatever that's yep. ever been made. It's like some variation of like that or Thousand Island or whatever. <laughs> that, I, mean, I, I have all have these screenshots of different sauces steak? on my phone. Ooh. Yeah, you live in the Midwest, or you lived in the Midwest, Destiny. You've definitely had a nice Frisco melt from Steak and Shake. I, I don't think we have Island. Steak and Shakes in in uh, Do we have them in Nebraska? Or did they? Have oh, them? I, maybe I'm wrong. I, I thought it was a Midwest South. I like thing. the I idea that if Nebraska you swipe in Kyle's phone, you find embarrassing recipes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I looked this up, dude. I looked this dude, up, I, and there's I, an article. I mean, you March find a lot of 12th. stuff, but that's in them. Yeah, from March 12th. Apparently, that's when the first Steak and Shake opened. So yeah, I've, oh. I've never been there. You missed out. I mean, but they've Let's got a in and out and other shit in California. Is I've never been to in and out, but I hear it's good. Now that I've been to California, in and out. Oh, I should have mentioned this earlier. In and out is easily the most overrated restaurant I've ever yes. heard of in my entire life. Oh, when my I goodness. went to in and out and ate my food after the first bite of that burger, I'm like, wow, this is very underwhelming. <laughs> like, yeah, it absolutely is. Five Guys is the way. Look, if you want a good burger and you're going out to a restaurant, Five Guys. It's cute. You go to Five Guys. It's incredible. It's very good. Five Guys serves French fries in inhuman proportions. I get a small now, and it's still like it's like a <laughs> like you know the lunch bag, the brown one you may have taken to school as a child. Yeah. It's that many French fries. Yeah, if if you get a large, I always get the Cajun fries because they put that Cajun seasoning on them, and it's delectable. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. It's spicy. It's 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 wonderful, but it's way too many. Like like I get the little cheeseburger and the little Cajun fry, and it's like this many fries it's it's as many as i could possibly hold with two full hands like stretched out it's I a like huge, to think it's right now plate. taylor's looking at his butt cheek to see if the bruise has changed since the start of the show yeah i, I like I, I like to imagine that he's going into the freezer and getting like a swanson dinner or something out and slapping it on his ass uh -huh. cheek for like three minutes bag before of he comes peas back. just a little bit of relief yeah so i was thinking Oh no! Oh, I can't say it out loud. I, I wish I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'll text I, you later. What I'm gonna. I've got a couple. I don't want to do anything plans. that's gonna. Oh, I don't need make you. Him feel this bad. I, I got. I got co-conspirators. All right, we're on it. We're on it. Hmm. It's better if you're surprised when it happens. He sure will be. <laughs> I can't imagine what you're doing. I'm gonna send some stuff to him. Oh.
Well, that's probably just funny and not and like I, feeling hurting. Like he's not gonna. Well, I'm not looking to hurt the man's feelings. Like, like I'm not. I didn't Lord. know where you were headed. I, well, I'm not a monster, Woody. I but I am gonna rub it in when his demon maybe inevitably loses. You know, oh, gosh. I got a couple. I got that. That's yeah. That's what this is about. And you know, I got a couple things. I got a couple things. Uh, oh, they canceled my food. Yeah, it's a shame. Have you guys spent? Have you spent a fair amount of time like traveling in other countries? Like, no, just I've done not. Woody has yeah. a bit. One thing I will say, and this is as a non-fat American, I consider myself very average weight. Um, I do appreciate American portion sizes. Uh, I get kind of lost sometimes when I'm in European countries and they like they bring out like the sip of soda glasses where it's like not even half of like what a can of Coke would fit. And it's like, I'm going to finish this before my food even comes out. Um, they don't yeah. do free I, refills typically. No, nowhere. Oh, that is a very, very American thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's an appreciated American thing. I like it. Mm-hmm. Might yeah, make me sure. fat, but good. My n- <laughs> I usually get water, but when I do splurge, Arnold Palmer is my new thing. I feel like half lemonade, half unsweet tea is only half a bad drink. That's one way to look at it, I guess. <laughs> Come on, compared to like a soda or a lemonade, if you're gonna if you're gonna splurge, it's if yeah. you if you go to uh, Chick Fil A, you can do half diet lemonade and half unsweet tea and then you add a couple of Splenda to it and you've got a pretty nice drink. I'm not just, convinced. How, do you need like an undergrad in <laughs> chemistry to create like, some of these, like concoctions? Like, yeah, you just add a little sweetener to the, the, the unsweetened beverage and it's tasty. Hmm. Fuck that. I feel like if I'm at Chick-fil-A, I've already given up on the idea of trying to do anything ultra healthy. So. They have really good salads. Do yeah. they really? You ordered salad from Chick Fil A. I, I regularly get the salad from from Chick Fil A. It's, it's fucking incredible. gay, dude. Wendy's has so uh, <laughs> so salads on par with the rest of their so so menu. I like the spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's. I like the baked potato. The French fries are just okay. Uh, I don't like their burgers. They they taste bland to me, and they don't put mustard on their burgers for some reason. Um, their chicken fingers, not their chicken nuggets, are okay, and that's it. There's nothing else good there. What do you think about Jack in the Box? I don't even bother. I think they're trying to do way too many things. They're trying to be a jack of all trades. Mm. You don't need they, they've got they got way too much stuff over there. All right, there's way they got, but they've got curly Dairy fries Queen. and curly fries are great. Curly fries so should do, be adopted so across the whole spectrum. I imagine so Dairy Queen to be the most sinful, wonderful thing. But every time I see like the biggest calorie meals, Dairy Queen seems to win. So I never go to one. Here's what you want at Dairy Queen. It's called the Flamethrower Burger. All right? It's a double cheeseburger, two, ch- two slices of pepper jack the cheese. the fried jalapenos. They, I think they might. But they've got this spicy sauce on it that's legitimately spicy. Like a lot of like fast food restaurants version of spicy is like, well, it's a little hot, but like yeah, what yeah. the fuck? I can't finish a Flamethrower Burger without taking a little break in between. It's fucking hot. Hmm. It's, uh, it's Which very place good. are you talking about again? Dairy Queen. Oh. The Flamethrower Burger at Dairy Queen. Yes, Dairy Queen's good. Are you I never go. Stay? I always worry it's too caloric. They're all. Caloric. I don't get the ice cream. I, I yeah, they're I, all I, caloric I, as fuck. Yeah, Dairy Queen wins whenever I look, but I, I, I haven't memorized what exactly it's winning with. Right, it might be winning with some sort of giant sundae. Nothing beats the the calorie battle more than like KFC, Popeyes, churches, all the chicken places, and they're all delicious. Well, KFC is kind of shit. Popeyes is yeah, it's always it, it Popeyes is pretty good actually, and then churches is number one. Getting a water helps a lot. If you get water to drink, that that cuts out a yeah. lot of the calories. I have Pepsi. 
Yeah, I never yeah, get I'm, the I'm diet drinks, but I bet you're right. Maybe I should open my self diet. Pe- uh, so Coke's. So if if you want to buy some at home, you want Dr Pepper tin. Like, there's this version of diet drinks called. It's not for women. <laughs> it's not for women. All right. So there's diet Dr Pepper. Why is it not is for a, women? That was their marketing campaign. That was their marketing campaign. It's a different sweetener they used to create a diet beverage. There's Diet Dr. Pepper. There's a, then there's Dr. Pepper 10, which has 10 calories and uses a different sweetener. It's delicious. It's very good. It's the best diet drink that exists. There's also uh, Root Beer 10, Sunkiss 10, Ginger Ale 10. Like all of my favorite beverages come in a 10 calorie per can version, and they're great. I thought, and, for, and, sh- oh, I thought for sure you guys were like, yeah, you want Dr. Pepper 10. It's delicious, but... And this is a big one. If you think you might be pregnant, do not drink this. <laughs> You'll lose the baby. It'll be born with no fingers or toes. It's not good. Radiation. Yeah, uh, not that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for um, women. If you're but, trying but, but, yeah, to conceive, stay off Dr. Pepper I 10. I don't drink any water. I haven't had a glass of water. I, I can't remember the last time I had water. Damn. I, I have no idea. Like, wh- How do you guys all feel about sparkling water? Huge okay. fan. I drank not a fan. Drank some of it during the show. I, I like, like filtered water from my fridge. It's my favorite water. Do you not if like I... sparkling water, uh, Stephen? It's disgusting. Really? But I have a theory. I, I feel. How long have you been drinking sparkling water? Uh, I just liked it because I used to drink a ton of diet soda, and okay. I and I like the carbonation of it, and so I just switched all my diet soda drinking to sparkling water because I, I I just like carbonated drinks. I feel like I didn't try like sparkling water proper until I was like 27. So my only experience with sparkling water has been going to a soda machine, trying to get soda out, and it's out of syrup, and I drink it, and it is not at all what I expected. <laughs> like, a very bad like mental association with like carbonated water. Do you? What I, about you? What are your? I don't drink uh, carbonated uh, things very often at all, and I'm actually bad at it. I think that uh, like like Taylor, maybe perhaps a regular carbonated drinker is good. I'll have two sips, and now I have the hiccups. Like, this is a painful, bothersome side effect of soda. It sucks. I like the way they, that, that one viral tweet from a couple of years ago described, like, LaCroix and that shit, where it's like, this tastes like you're drinking sparkling water and somebody yells out the name of a fruit in the other room. Because <laughs> there's just, like, no fucking flavor to it. There's so little. But you don't, I like it a lot. Do too. you get the hiccups if you drink carbonated beverage? No. And, uh, I think not, I do it wrong. I don't know. I'm just yeah, don't drink. Are you enough. one of the people that like you put all the water in your mouth or the soda and you're like swallowing like gulps of air like beneath it or is that might be what you're doing? Because there's like allowing... a way to drink. Yeah, like there's a way to drink where you know you're gonna have like a big burp or but something. But like like, like like from a straw, I have the same problem. Huh. Okay. Well, maybe you're just not meant for that. I guess the Lord puts us all on our own paths. <laughs> uh. Kyle, do we have right. a post roll? Yes, we do. <clears throat> yeah, sure it's coming soon. I <laughs> <laughs> gotta open it up and then deal with the blinding light of my monitor. Turo uh, is a peer-to-peer car sharing marketplace where you can book any car you want wherever you want it from a community of local hosts. From exotic sports cars to practical daily drivers, you can choose the best car for you. Whatever your budget, download the Turo app. That's T-U-R-O on the App Store or Google Play. Or just go to Turo.com. You get 25 bucks off your first trip when you sign up for Turo and use promo code PAINKILLER at checkout. Terms apply. Check out Turo. Get yourself a very cool car. Sounds cool. Okay. I... Destiny, anything you want to tell the people about? How to find you? 
Um, I mean, my stream is Destiny on Twitch. I'm Destiny on YouTube. Yeah. All right. There it is. PKA441.